Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, coming at you! It's Monday, March 6th, 5 p.m. Pacific, Daytona! Lots to get into when it comes to the Speedway race, including my love of it, or non-love of it. We'll get into that and more. PulpMXShow.com, whether you want to save on a Wiseco Piston on a uh, ride engineering part, WUSA, Get Data, Guts Racing, Atlas Brace, Works Connection, so on and so forth. There's codes there to save. So if you're shopping for something, check out PulpMXShow.com for the codes to save. Good show tonight. Real good show tonight. RJ Hampshire is calling in. Uh, he rode and won his first ever 450 Heat in Daytona. That's pretty remarkable. So we'll get RJ to call in. Hayden Deegan, have you heard of him? He's calling in. Got his first career at 250 Supercross podium, and he has been damn impressive to start his pro career. Our guy Will Hahn. Will Hahn will also call in. I, we have a lot to get into when it comes to Will and this flip-off contest and what's going on with Moseman and Barsha and Pierce Brown and Colt Nichols and more. So our buddy Will Hahn will call in. Jason Thomas, of course, coming in as well. Got a couple of great in-studio co-hosts. 702 586 Five seven, give us a call. Talk Daytona and more. We're going to give away a Works Connection Pro Launch Start device because, dude, over half of the riders in the main events had Works Connection Pro Launch Start devices. So really good to uh, see those guys su- succeeding like that. And Pulpamex twenty is the code to save if you don't win one at WorksConnection.com. Yamaha LCQ Challenge tickets available. This race is happening in Denver. The guy sitting across from me will probably be in it. We're going to give away a bunch of money. 100% of the money raised uh, goes to the privateer riders in the uh, 22-man final. Win yourself a 2023 Yamaha YZ450F. Also uh, one of 19 other prizes as well. Wisco stuff, Renthal stuff, and more available there. Indie live show this Friday night. Live show, Racer X Fly Racing Live podcast show. Myself, JT, Daniel Blair will be hosting. We'll have some special guests as well. Come on out, get a ticket, hang out with us, and uh, we'll see you at uh, Indianapolis this uh, Friday night before the race. Uh, also, thanks to motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X Brand Goggles. We've got the X Brand Goggle tear offs, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Renthal, a Chair Beast. Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Renegade Racing Fuels, Pro Filter, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, MotorcycleNutryJobs.com, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Wisco Pistons, EVS Sports, all on board with us, as are you people. Again, uh, it's 702, it's 586 Pulp. If you have something on your mind that you want to uh, call and talk about, we'd love to talk to you. And uh, RJ Hampshire coming on tonight which is awesome. Uh, really looking forward to talking to him. Hayden Deegan as well. So we have a, a lot of uh, great guests. And then that Will Hahn guy. Uh, sitting across from me, gentleman is a uh, privateer hero. He's a part-time media mogul. He uh, enjoys the ride. He's a privateer rider on the uh, Yamaha out there. 
been in the studio many times before. Good friend of mine, Alex Ray. What's up, A-Ray? Not too much. Excited to be here in Vegas. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming up. Yeah. I swap moto, let, let, let you come. Like hey, was... as long as I'm able to do the Kickstart podcast this yep. morning before okay. this show, yep. everything's good. Okay, fantastic. Well, love having you here. Uh, we did also a special Privateer Island podcast, number 200. Yeah. Uh, this afternoon, it'll be out this week, you and that other guy. Yeah. Your other buddy there is. Yeah, man. He's uh, he's one of a kind, wouldn't uh, he? So you're going to try to race this weekend? You've yes. been out with a thumb injury? Yes. Uh, and then we're hoping to race this weekend. Yeah, I'm hoping to race this weekend. It's been, it'll be three weeks uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, since my surgery. Um, so yeah, I crashed yeah. at Tampa, broke my thumb, got it fixed. And just doing what I can off the bike since then. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Give her a go. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, enjoy the ride. <laughs> uh, also in studio here, this gentleman uh, has been in the industry for a long time, working for race-winning brands and Wysco Pistons, uh, who are on our show as well. And uh, I've known him for a little while, supporting the show and in, in, along the industry as well. It's Kevin Bailey. What's up, man? How are you? Stoked. Stoked to be here. Thanks, Thanks for coming in. Me. Yeah. Uh, I know you said you wanted to come up if we got a chance, so uh, we made it happen. And you know A-Ray, but only on phone calls and emails. Actually, yep. never met yep. him in person. Yep. So. First time met in person. Yep. Yeah. Heck yeah. He's helped me a lot with uh, with some of my two stroke builds. Yeah. Uh, over the yeah. past couple of years. So yep. yeah, super grateful. Uh, welcome aboard. We have got some high school piston questions for you later on, and you know, just jump in whenever. Uh, e bike ride today was was okay. It was good. I, I think it was the best trail, but well, yeah. I had fun. Got to uh, rip around the taser. First time on a taser. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how was it? It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Taser Nation. Look, hey, you got you're just converting everybody over to the e-bike nation. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm hey. tra- he's an acoustic guy. He's ridden a couple e-bikes before, but maybe maybe we'll sell. Hey, maybe you know. I gotta admit, I was riding over some of the stuff, and I was like, man, if I was on my regular bike, this would kind of suck right now. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. Uh, all right, R.J. Hampshire, Hayden Deegan, Will Hahn coming on. Lots to talk about with those guys. Uh, both of them, not Will, but Hayden and RJ were impressive for their own reasons, for sure. Uh, we have some phone calls. We'll get to those in a second as well. Um, really looking forward to having uh, a good show tonight. Taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down, coming in when, I mean, the man's just, you know, like doing a hero's job over there. Yeah. The Tis Legendary. Tis, what's up? Yeah, what's up, bud? How are you? Wonderful. Coming back in. Are you stressed yeah. at all? No. No? No. You may have to leave tonight. Your wife is is due any day. So she's due in a couple weeks, but But, she has some high blood pressure, and she may or may not be having a child tonight. So I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, stress level's low. Like what? I know, right? I don't know. If it happens, then I'll I'll get there. You know, it's fine. We'll get there when it's time. We'll get there when it's time. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, Talon is is just crickets on our group text. So yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, So yeah, thanks for coming in, this legendary. Always. uh, the man working the uh, cameras over there, working on the app, no doubt getting that thing pushed out and ready to go. Uh, the Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? There's no time I like working on the app more than when I'm supposed to be doing other things yeah. for you. Yeah. So right now is the, is the time, and I'll, that's what I'll be doing tonight. Uh, Pulpamex Fantasy. Uh, Chisholm won the whole damn thing this weekend. Kyle Chiz. Not racing. He hurt himself in, during the week, so I guess he had more time to devote to Pulp Fantasy. Marks, uh, I don't know. He, get, I mean, he gets a Colt Nichols jersey. Congrats, Jizz. I, I, just what he wanted, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. But, like, of course, he he takes a week off and, and goes and chizzes on everyone in the yeah. other aspect. Yeah, so. yeah. When he can't the most chizz thing that right? he could do. So I, I can't chizz on the track, so I'll just chizz all over Pulp Fantasy. Yeah. That dude's luck, like, the whole the whole Chiz family, It just the luck yeah. is – because yeah. even his wife, she's yeah, won, she's, like – a bunch of game shows? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of game shows, like two a couple cars. cars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Uh, how'd you do in fantasy? How was it? I was like 223, I think. Okay. My mom beat me. 
Oh. Dude, my mom's in it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You only play when you don't ride. Yeah, I only yeah. play. So right. I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna right. play this weekend. And how'd you do, Kevin? Uh I did pretty good. Did you eight, get in. eight in. You got eight, eight in? in? Okay. All right. Uh one uh unfortunately with uh Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, I had Hawkins but, too. Yeah, yeah. Hawkins too. I still yeah. put like two thirty three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was looking so. good there for a little bit with it Hawkins because he was up there. But it yeah. was. Yeah. That's what the, uh, that, that's tough that, blocks. That's the uh <laughs> well yeah. Nothing we can do. <laughs> Nothing we can do. To, did you see Ansi on, uh, oh, on yeah. Tom Journey's video? Like, he yeah. almost died off the start. Yeah. But he he just, almost cleaned out Hardy right there, too. <laughs> poor, Hardy doesn't even notice <laughs> no, for sure. No, definitely but, not. Uh, yeah, no, that, that may or may not have something to do with my rant, for sure, uh, tonight. But um, Daytona, Tomac, look, rough qualifying for him. He, he admitted that. He web made a mistake in the main. And uh, great race between those two guys. Tomac gets a seventh Daytona. Kevin, um, we were talking about this in our review pod a little bit. This hasn't been like, holy shit, look at Tomac and how fast he is year. But he's got five race wins. But he had, like, there's just so many other dominant Eli Tomac rides. But he's getting it done. So there yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, he is getting it done. And like you said, he wasn't, <clears throat> he talked about how he wasn't as comfortable in qualifying and everything. But I rewatched the main again last night. And it seems like even if you look at him riding in the beginning of the main, toward the end of the main, after he had already passed Coop. Yeah. Um, he almost was getting more comfortable. He started looking like he was looser on the bike. You know, there was a couple of areas where I'm like, wow, he looks like he's like he's really feeling it. And it, there was like four minutes to go. Yeah. So, like, he wasn't getting – it was like the opposite, not getting tired but getting more comfortable. Yeah, getting better and better. It was vintage Tomac. Yeah. I think he was better on the uh, on the side of the track with the sand than yeah. the, le- the left side. I think Coop, Coop was better on the left side and more tighter stuff. I think Eli had the, the more wide-open stuff a yeah. little bit better but uh but yeah dude props to him i mean road amazing in that main event i think maybe even like you said whenever the uh, when the track got more beat up maybe yeah. he got more comfortable that way yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. uh i think i mean webb look webb lost three points so it's not ideal he, he doesn't have a daytona win tomite's got seven of them but webb was almost as impressive i mean webb stuck you know it was a second and a half at the end right like, i mean so, webb's been on the podium there how many times his uh, whole yeah he's only missed the podium once I really think they said yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah yeah so if you're Coop Webb, that's disappointing to not win Daytona. Everybody wants to win Daytona, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, those – and, you know, Sexton gets third. Like, he got a – you know, maybe Barsha was quicker, but a couple of incidents. But those three are starting to break away. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. we've seen this for a few weeks. I wonder how much longer it will go on. Uh, we've seen this every year. The cream rises to the crop. Some guys throw in the towel early, start riding outdoors. Some guys are like, hey, I just don't want to get hurt. Yep. Those three are, t- are breaking away right now. So I got a little bit of heat on, of course, Roto clip, the most controversial stuff, our guy Roto. But I said Jason Anderson. I didn't think Jason Anderson would win a race. What do you guys think? Like, I mean, I'm not going off Daytona, just Daytona, because he's never been. Right. I don't remember ever great Jason Anderson Daytona races. Yeah. But I just see those three just getting yeah. better. Yeah, I, I see that too. I mean, it was a rough start for Jason. I think um... – I think he'll get better as the time goes on. Uh, if I he see win. If he wins, <sighs> I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no. What do you think, yeah. Kevin? I think I would be – I would not be surprised in both situations. If he yeah. won a moto yeah. and if he did not yeah. win, I would – I yeah. think both are – Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I I just see those three guys. I don't know if any of them are going to get hurt. They're both kind of – all they're all studs, right? They're all mm-hmm. going to keep pushing each other. They're all going to try to win this thing and – yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, do you like Daytona? No. <laughs> Putting aside your own lack of success there, do you like Daytona? <laughs> no. Okay. 
Never because you've never made the main there, right? Well, no. I mean, yeah. I, yeah I, for some reason, I've I've always qualified really well there. Yeah. I just never, never liked it. You know, uh, don't know why. I just never really gelled with it. I mean, the hotels are expensive. It sucks flying into Orlando and having to drive two hours, and then when you get there, it's just, it's just the whole. I think the only good thing about it is razzles, but that's that's it. <laughs> that's it. Kevin, what about you? You're you're a fan. You're in the industry. Have you ever been? I've never been. Okay. What no. do you think of Daytona as a race? Well, as a race watching it, I don't think – sometimes it's really exciting. There's obviously been iconic, historic Daytonas, but sometimes yeah. it's not as exciting, kind of like the 250 main we had where the longer lap times and, the, and everything, More everybody sp- spreads out, and you get halfway through the main, and you're like, all right, well, this is the rest of the main. So, yeah. But I will say afterward – if you were just a fan going, they'd let everybody down there right. and the guys are doing burnouts. Yeah. That looks like, that looks like a awesome time. If you're just like a total, you know, yeah. super fan of moto to get down there. And I would say it depends on where you sit too, as a fan, like, like me as a racer, like, I don't know, just watching, like you only see one side of the track and you don't see the other side of the track. You'd have to go all the way up yeah. to the bleachers or something to see maybe the whole track. Look, I've said this many times, like it, the, it, the areas decrease that you could build the track on from mm-hmm. what it used to be. Cause they've widened the concrete, the pit lane. They got sprinkler heads. They got to go around. They can't go too close to the fans now because of uh, Chad's bike. Remember, Chad's bike went on the concrete, mm-hmm. and I think, I think somebody else hit them, and there may be a lawsuit involved. So there's barriers involved with how close the fans can get, so the, and how close the track can get. Ricky's working with all these obstacles. It's not very exciting. It's kind of follow the leader. The wide the wide turns are so far out there that you can't really. Make a run at somebody. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Again, Weege and JT were there. I haven't been there for a couple of years. They're telling me how great it is. I, I just, I'm not so sure it's the, what it used to be. And I, I mean, I just don't look at it as a thrilling race anymore. I mean, yeah, Webb was a second and a half behind him, but like, it kind of was like, ah, I'm, I'm just riding the track. You're just riding the track. Like, I can't really yeah. race this, you know. If mm-hmm. I push it, I'm going to make a mistake. So let's just kind of go as fast as we can go on this track with how rough and how narrow you know the line choices and all that i don't, I don't, I don't know and i think the lap times have gotten shorter in the past like you said like a little bit uh in the past few years i remember the track being a lot more like wide open like a little bit gnarlier well it was but i think they lost it's that. gotten it's gotten more super crossy they right they got to keep the speeds down mm-hmm. for the tarmac area yeah so the bikes don't kill anybody sprinkler heads they got to make turns like there's all these things that have happened that have made Daytona lose its special feel. I was there, first time I went, middle of the day, on a Saturday, uh, hot as balls, 30 guys in the main event, like there was three semis, you know, that was a special race. That was Carmichael days of just crushing everybody. So, I don't know, I just feel like, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I'm in the minority. I got it, I, I said the same kind of stuff year after year. This guy named JJ DMs me. Mm-hmm. Before I sit and listen to you crap on Daytona, I want to let you know, for the past four years, my wife and I have taken our son to Daytona. We stay on the beach with a view of the ocean. One year we mixed in Disney. We swim if it's warm enough. We eat good seafood. We enjoy each other's company without the everyday stresses. We sit along the start-finish line. No one could take our seats. We could see the whole track. Like, he's just, he's getting on me because Daytona is so amazing for him. At his beachside hotel and his family yeah. and his vacation. Like, what the hell? I don't... Okay, JJ, I get it. It's awesome for you. Yeah. 
Well, cool. JJ, you bang your wife in front of the ocean and you, you eat great seafood. And like, I get it. Like, that's not a reason why, you know, it's so awesome. Like, it's special for you. I get it. But I mean, give me a break. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like it's just not the same as it used to be. It's predictable. Do you think it would be better if it was a day race? Eh, uh, sure. I, I know, like, I the know. fan, yeah. the fan, it would probably like. The, the attendance increased a ton when they went to the night because yes. nobody wants to sit out in the sun yeah. right so the the attendance increased a lot but when yeah. did they stop doing the grass all grass start oh geez i want to say like oh five or something i don't know yeah i feel like yeah. that i feel like you know growing up watching supercross that was another kind of iconic daytona thing that mm -hmm. made daytona daytona yeah yeah there's a lot of cool stuff that it was a such a bitchin race for so long but i feel like it's lost its luster and yeah it's like eh like, whatever. I don't know. You're just racing the track. You're trying to survive, right? Yeah. And Supercross suspension and that kind of bumps and that kind of sand, it's not. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It is. So, I mean, you want it for the rhythm sections, right? Like, right. It's, it's became more Supercross-y. A long time ago, maybe the first time I went, 2011, it wasn't as, like, gnarly Supercross-y, right? Like, yeah. it, it had more outdoor sections. So you could maybe get away with somewhat of a hybrid setting. You can't get away with it now. Like, yeah. it's it's peaky. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I guess I'm a hater. I guess I'm a hater on Daytona. It's all right. I'm, I'm there with you. But I'm bitter. Impressive <laughs> ride by Eli Tomac, Cooper Webb, uh, uh, Sexton, Barsha. Barsha rode really good. Like, he was riding, he was better than Sexton. Like, all day, I feel like. Yep. Except for, I mean, not qualifying. Yeah. Because Sexton just lights the world on fire for yep. for qualifying. But during, during like, the racing, when the gate dropped, he was just, he had way more intensity. It seemed like Sexton was a bit flat in the main event. Yeah, kind of, right? Like, he, I guess he said he made some mistakes, and you yeah. can see that a little bit. Um, Do you think he's so distracted on what, like, he's like, okay, I can't make a mistake, can't make a mistake, that it's affecting his like uh performance a bit i think i think that happened after his first mistake yeah i think that's why he yeah so he's like corner, sort of getting in his own head i think so. yeah i don't know um you know obviously you know we had i think it was i think it was uh someone maybe jt or maybe it was new for somebody saying you know he's probably got fans coming by all day long don't blow this one and Hey, just don't crash. You're, you know, he's got all these people around him, including yeah. Alejandra, his dad, everybody else. And then what happens? You just start thinking about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, one thing about Barsha, Kevin, is he doesn't cheat you on effort. He never cheats you on effort. No, like he's pretty gnarly. One hundred fifteen percent all the time. All the sure. time. And yes. his his writing uh, is a display of that. That's for sure. <laughs> it's he, it's fun to watch. Like what like like Ari was saying, his writing in Daytona. He's He's a he's a fun guy to watch ride and watch yeah. go fast. Yep. Yeah, because he's very animated on the bike. Uh, we tried to get him on tonight. Yeah, I, I crickets. Oh, I, I got I got a reply. Oh, you did? Said what he couldn't come on this time. I got a feeling he couldn't come on almost any time. Yeah. He doesn't like doing this stuff. I've got him on before, but dude, it's so like a lot of people they see like him with his helmet on, right? Yeah. I didn't know him very much until like we were like kind of teammates on on Yamaha. Yeah. He's a totally different person. Yeah, like, yeah. he's... Yeah. No, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. His personality is out there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He's got ADD or something. He's got something. something. <laughs> Dude, he's high-strung. <laughs> yes, like, he, he is. is... I've never seen someone with so much energy. Yeah. So much energy. He uh, it's no one... And, like, you know, off the bike, he's just a bicycle fiend, right? He right, just, yeah. he just. I guess he just trains like crazy. Yeah. Um, 
one, like I said, he'll never cheat you on effort. He's, he may not win this year, he, you know, but he's not going to cheat you on effort, that dude. It's exciting. How mad was he probably? Maybe the second one the Sexton accidentally took him out, took him down. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed. I feel like just in his body language, you can tell that, yep. that he's pissed, but he knows he needs to, like, keep it together and right. not do anything dumb. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, if you start letting your emotion go, you know, who knows how that's going to go, yeah. right? Uh, and I, it wasn't Sexton's fault. Just, no. you know, these things happen. No, that, that first one, that first one there, Sexton, I mean, do you know if Sexton wears earplugs? Or not? I don't know. No, I don't. I, think I was does. just curious, maybe because some of the guys do, right? Yeah. Like Eli yeah. does. Yeah, um, does. So sometimes does, they don't think, hear yeah. right. a lot of the people like how close they are behind him. Yeah. So maybe Sexton didn't know, like if he had earplugs in, yeah. right? Maybe he didn't know he was that close. Yeah. And then, you know, with the ruts the way they were, I'm sure it just pulled him, you know, right, and he didn't know that yeah. Justin was there. It, uh, it's been good though. These races have been good. Like the, yeah, we got a okay. good championship battle going on. These three guys, and they all have their strengths and weaknesses. Like I said, like Tomac. As as weird as it sounds for me to say, he just hasn't been that impressive this year. But he has five wins. It's his best start ever. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't been like monster Tomac. He's been amazing out of the gate. Whatever they figured out with with you know the new bike, did he get this good of starts last year? No, I don't no? feel like he did. Oh, but yeah, man. He's... I feel like his starts have been better on Yamahas generally, yes. but I don't yeah. feel like they've been this good. Yeah, as this year. Yeah, they got it figured Which, out. You've you've struggled with your starts on the bike mm-hmm. getting back on Yamaha. Well, right? he has a totally different bike than what I. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying like. You're still mastering the 23 on starts. Yeah, a little trying bit, to. Right? Yeah, yeah, trying you know, to. Because that yeah. was one of your one of your problems you were having a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I can practice. You know, I'm practicing starts all the time at the yeah. practice track, right? But it's a lot different. You know, whenever you you know yeah. show up to the races and you have 22. So, I mean, like, did you, we get? Did we get? Did Truman help with some get stuff? Did we? Did we get get stuff? Not yet. No, I mean, I think it's a new bike. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah new bike. Uh, I mean, trying to get Weisco? trying to get a piston. Yeah. Trying to get a piston. Wisco oh. guys, we're getting yeah. there. No, we're getting we'll, there. We'll get there when Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we're trying, man. Like like yeah. I said, I, I've been blowing his phone up the past few weeks trying yeah. to get trying right. to get a piston. Yeah. I, I've even been blowing you, up Truman too. You asked me about a piston, and I asked somebody else from a competing company. They're like, no, we don't have it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the new bike. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any filters for mine. I got to clean my filter, like a normal person. Oh. I got no pro filters, so life's rough. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I had to clean a filter. So I, I had to order some uh, stock ones through Yamaha. Oh, you did? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, hey, firepowerparts.com. Uh, the Firepower Honda team. Wilson Dino's been better lately. Dino had a rough yep. start. He's been better. Max Anstey's a, a revelation right now. Another podium for Max. Firepower Honda team. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, our buddy Kate. Firepower chains. Firepower batteries. Batteries you are amazing. batteries in the past. Yeah. yeah. Firepowerparts.com. Please check them out if you can online. Uh, go to your local dealer. WPS has them as well. Firepowerparts.com. Great chains and uh, great batteries, of course, as well. Save some weight. Save some cost. Chains are made in Japan and all that. So thank you to Firepowerparts.com. Uh, our guy, Alex Ray, is brought to you by the folks at Acherby's. Uh Love the guys at Acherby's. Always fit really nice, uh, whether it's Red Bull KTM, whether it's Monster Energy Kawasaki. Uh, those guys are using Acherby's Plastics, Barsha as well. Uh, bring your bike back to life with a full line of replacement replica plastic kits, hand guards, disc guards, frame guards, chain block, and slider kits. Check out the latest products by visiting them at Acherby's USA. There may be something special coming for Acherby's down the road. Uh yeah 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 maybe, maybe. Yeah. we're working on something yeah, we'll see add a chance uh add a Cherubis USA great stuff fits well love a Cherubis I've used it a lot of it over the years and uh, yeah absolutely great stuff so thanks to the folks at the Cherubis USA uh, for coming on board the show and bringing us the Alex Ray uh, all right Hayden Deegan's coming up here he has been he's been great impressive again I said this a few shows ago I don't give a shit about amateur results because that doesn't mean anything to me. 
I don't give a shit that my buddy says this kid's going to be great because, trust me, I've got some great friends that have told me these kids would be great, and they're no longer even in the sport. So I don't even go off that. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the vlogs. I don't care about any of that. I watch pro racing, and I watch pro racers. And Hayden is in shape. The guy grinds it out. He's charging late in the races. He's got all the skill in the world, which you knew he would have from growing up on a supercross track. He's got tons of skill. But even everyone has tons of skill. That's not even a big deal to have tons of skill. But heart, athletic, athleticness, uh, charging, desire, that's yeah. what I see from the kid. I mean, whenever they uh, – I wasn't at the race, but whenever they panned the camera to him, you know, on the broadcast – he made that pass on J-Mart, right? Oh, J-Mart. And J-Mart's no slouch at no, Daytona? No, Yeah. yeah. And, and then, like, it just seems like he was ready to go. Like, he had a lot of pizzazz, a lot of energy, and he was pushing so hard. I feel like this, the whole time he's like, all right, yeah. I'm in third. This is up my opportunity. I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm going to take full advantage. And yep. he rode good the whole time. I'm, I'm the most, like, impressed in whenever the gate drops – He's a little sketchy in like the shorter He's races, got like some the heat moments. races. Yeah. Yes, he has some moments. <laughs> but the thing that impresses me is his racecraft and how he's able to dissect the track at such a young age. Mm-hmm. His line selection, his way, the way he like mm-hmm. hits the corners and the ruts and some stuff. Like it seems, I I feel like Cooper Webbish a little bit. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's a stretch, Kevin, to say that like he's going to be a title favorite next year. No, not like a stretch in, at in all. a stretch of like two or three yeah. guys that you're like. He's he's in he's in that mix with the improvements that he's made in the past year. Yeah, if he's still on this trajectory, like for next year, yeah, I would yeah. say I would say right. yeah. I, I I've been really impressed. So Hayden Deegan calling in here right away. Uh, let's go to the phone lines before he comes in. We uh, we have Alex with a race tech rant. Um, Alex, what's up, man? What's your rant? What's up, boys? Hey, I'm calling. I hate to bring up Peacock again, okay. but this one's fixable. Okay. Okay, I host Supercross every single week. Nobody's ever here on time, so we don't get to watch the broadcast live. Three-quarters of the way through, broadcast includes kicked out for 30 minutes until the replay's available. Like, come on. Yeah, I've, se- I've seen the people get upset about the replay, uh, how long it takes. I don't really know. Maybe there's some processing involved. I have no idea. But, mm, yeah, yeah. And, I, I've heard that, yeah. And then one last thing. Dude, we're Pulp Fantasy Boys over here. We're we're gambling on ninth and tenth placers on the heat race. They only show the three top people sh- on the scoring board, and we're over here for forty five seconds with a heart attack, wondering if our guys got it or not. I know. Well, listen, they don't care about Pulp Fantasy. I mean, I'll we'll, I'll, I'll I'll contact NBC about that. But oh, they um, uh, I'm with you. Yeah, no, that's what makes Pulp Fantasy great. Is you're watching guys like Alex and Cade, and you know these are the guys you're picking. Um, yeah, Jack I Chambers. had Alex. Jack when Chambers he got hurt. Oh, yeah, Alex. Sorry about that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, I was going for it. Listen, we have a warning now. Yeah, yeah. You were warned, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I I knew the warning before I even seen it. I was already going to send it. Like, I was already good with it. Like, give me the points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You had me in San Diego. The Yamaha, you were – I was like, everybody has been saying you've been on it. I mean, I felt pretty confident. Yeah. I uh, I picked him in San Diego when he made it, and it was, it was beautiful. Dude, the new 23 Blue Cruise, good. life-changing. Yeah. yeah, it's life-changing. You look great. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, thanks, Alex. All and right. I agree with thanks, the replay. Guys. I also agree it's hard to fast-forward and rewind. Mm-hmm. I wish I need a 10-second button or a 50. I need something else other than their janky controls to 
to fast forward and rewind. Or even like in like when you're Netflix or something, it gives you the little screen preview yeah. when you're yeah. doing it, so you right. kind of know where you're going to yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, that's not on there. No, yeah. I, it, it can be different. You're right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Appreciate it. Uh, also, JJ's on too. JJ, what's up, man? Not much. I've been listening to your archives, and uh, I think it's like show sixteen. You said that Wyndham gave you the idea for the Nets. Is that true? I don't know. I saw some audio from this a while ago uh, on Twitter. Someone, someone had played Wyndham talking about Nets on the show. Um, I don't really remember. I don't know. Uh, yeah, if I guess if I said that, sure. I don't know. I know <laughs> I was pushing for him for a long time. I talked to Dave Prater about him. He told me they wouldn't work. Um, so whether it was K-Dub or whatever, like I, I don't remember. But I did see audio like i said like last year someone said that windham on the sh- windham in an interview on the show brought up nets hmm. so I, yeah. I didn't hear it in the interview but What's, you what, gave him i gave him credit yeah it. okay so all right well there we go kevin well, windham everybody you got Genius. it done either way Seven i feel K. like i it, whether i had it before or whether windham and i were talking about it or whether like however it came about i feel like yeah i got it pushed for it right i was one yelling about it forever yeah definitely so um but yeah k-dub brilliant what are you gonna what are you gonna do saved kate at san diego yeah and then do you think you'll ever get the original k-dub back on the show yeah what is he even doing well he's working with paris raceway i've asked him to come on and i never heard back uh i haven't talked to him for a while i hope he's doing all right kenny watson oh yeah um so yeah i'd like to get him back on yeah I, i you know i don't know i he actually texted me is not that, that long ago. Oh, he he's yeah. not on your level or what? No, he's on my level. <laughs> Kenny's on my level. No, right. he, he's got a standing invite. He can come on whenever he wants. I just I haven't talked to him too much, and we text. The only time he texts me is when he needs a phone number. He just goes, <laughs> Kevin Bailey number? Question mark. Alex Wright number? Like he doesn't say, hey, bro, what's up? He doesn't. He just <laughs> wants a number. Yeah. So that's fine. Well, those yeah. old shows are awesome. Some of them are the really fun. I'm going through. Yeah, some of them are really they're fun. They're just as good. They they, but near the end he got he didn't want to be here anymore and it got rough, right? But yeah. Um, well, so th- thanks, awesome. thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Bye. All right. Uh, let's get our first guest on the line if we can over there in the corner. I don't know exactly what he's doing. He's having a long conversation with people or what's going on there, but. Um, <laughs> right. He's been talking to like to number one for like. Five I'm years. doing a technical service for intense taser uh, error codes okay. over here. Hang up and get Hayden Deegan. Oh, okay. Because Hayden, right. Hayden, yeah. it was a little sketchy to get him on. He he goes to bed early. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. You no, know, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I go to bed early too. My my fiance Sam, she gets pissed off at me all the time because I don't want to like talk to her. I just want to yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he knocked his dick loose. Pretty- yeah. Renegade Racing Fuels. Uh, Will Hahn won a championship with Renegade. Justin Brayton did as well. They're in the Firepower Honda teams of Dean Wilson and Max Hansty. That's what they use is Renegade Racing Fuels. They're looking for dealers and distributors as well. Uh, please check out Renegade Racing Fuels. They engineer it right there. It's a guide. It's your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. Their fuels burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. Renegade offers real octane and not overhyped marketing octane bullcrap. Renegade Racing Fuels. Uh, again, if you're a, a distributor or a dealer, they're looking for it. Uh, please check that out. I know I've talked to some teams that are going to get some samples from Renegade. And Renegade Racing Fuels is big in the car racing, drag racing, so all sorts of car racing as well. So they're doing big things. We thank those guys for coming on board the show tonight. They are, they're bringing you our first guest of the night. Uh, looking forward to talking to uh, 
Hayden Deegan. Don't forget Yamaha LCQ as well coming up. Get the tickets on pulpamex.com. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to uh, our first guest. Uh, certainly a great performance in Daytona and a, a very, very strong rookie year so far in Supercross. It's Danger Boy. Hayden Deegan, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, guys? I'm I'm just chilling. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, man, that getting a podium at Daytona, like getting a podium anywhere is awesome, Hayden, but getting it at Daytona, uh, that had been pretty cool. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a gnarly track. You know, it was no easy track. And uh, I really just felt good on a track all day. So it was kind of uh, my time to shine. And I didn't get the greatest start in the main, but I knew uh, my times were good. I could ride that track well. And that if I put it all together, it was going to go well. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Hayden Deegan. Uh, give us a call. Well, hold on a second, though, Hayden. So you qualified eighth, though. Qualified eighth. Yeah. Was that – you said you felt really good and, you, and all that. So were you like, ah, whatever, who cares? You found something or – no, yeah, qualifying didn't go the greatest, like, time-wise, but mm-hmm. I felt good on the track. It was a track where I could, Got like, it. bring my intensity. I couldn't really put together one solid lap in qualifying, which has kind of been my problem a little bit in qualifying, mm-hmm. but I could pit, like, I felt good on the track. And in the heat race, I ran some of the fastest times yep. uh, in general. So, like, it was, like, after the heat race, it was kind of like a, you, can, you know, you can sure. podium tonight. Right. Did you do the RC amateur race there ever? Yeah, I did it on a 50. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was going to say, so... That didn't help you at all in terms of coming to Daytona. Like, no, not at all. <laughs> right, right. Hey, so um, I was just – Alex right here. I was curious on uh, – in your qualifying, what do you – like um, what's your plan sort of going into that? Are you like more of a one-lap guy? I, I think that you do – like you just sort of use it as like a moto to get sort of um, more comfortable on the track. Do you not really stress about the, the lap time as much more or do you feel more like – you want to just feel more comfortable on the track. Yeah, my, I mean, my main goal this year was to learn. So when I do those qualifying sessions or even, the, you know, free practice, it's just go out there and ride, like, just keep logging laps. I mean, when you're doing those qualifying laps, you go to, like, lay down a heater and you hold your breath. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, you would kind of, you know, you kind of want to take a little, like, rest lap to get, like, try to lay down another heater. But my goal really is just to, like, log laps and just the whole qualifying time just ride like ride how a heat race would be and that's kind of been my goal so far that's sort of what i noticed at dallas right he he was one of the guys who was like constantly motoing i felt like yeah and he wasn't really rolling around the track like some of the other guys right well don't worry about holding your breath a ray holds his breath the whole race and just pray right. <laughs> for it. so yeah. you know that that's that's all uh hayden were you so obviously you know you went to the futures at anaheim and it didn't go that well and then you turned pro the next week was that was that a big discussion, a big thought talk with your parents, with Star, and everybody? Was there? Was that always the plan, or were you just like, "Hey, I, I feel good"? You know, you ride with the Star guys during the week; they can all see your speed. Or was that on the fence to even GoPro that the next week? Uh, yeah, it was actually pretty wild. Um, like the week before A one, there was like I was like feeling, you know, feeling good, and they're uh-huh. like, uh, "Maybe we should just let you race A one." I was like. Oh, uh, that's a little too quick. <laughs> you know, because I don't want to – Racing A1, I'll be – you know, that's pretty gnarly. That, And I don't want to come out there like, oh, it's this cocky kid that thinks he could c- come run A1 with all of us. You know, like A1's obviously a fast batch of dudes. So, uh, yeah, but, I mean, the goal was for me to race Supercross. And, uh, I mean, the team, they were they were up in the air with it. You know, they would tell me, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to race East Coast? Like, when I was training, and, you know, I wanted to do bad. So, mm-hmm. it kind of pushed me until we got to East Coast. 
and then we raced futures and it just didn't go well for me it wasn't a great wasn't a great race i just made some small mistakes on my part but after that yeah it was kind of like ah, i don't think we're gonna do it you know i don't think it's like a good ch- ch- choice the team mm-hmm. was thinking that yeah but me and my dad were like i mean shoot like <laughs> we might as well it's good to go out there and start learning like it doesn't really matter where i feel like i finish but uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, a last-minute decision. You're like, all right, yeah, we'll yeah. let you go race. So, wow. I mean, after Houston, it was <laughs> felt pretty good. Yeah, yeah, really, right? I mean, that was just, it's it's impressive so far, the start. And I guess if you're, you and your dad and your mom and everybody, it's like you're riding with these guys during the week, Thrasher and Christian Craig last year and, you know, all these guys. You're riding during the week. Like, what else could you really learn, I guess, right? Is that kind of what you and your parents were thinking? Like, what what would you learn from another year in amateurs? Yeah, that's honestly almost pretty much exactly what we're seeing. You know, that's the exact thing was, like, if we just keep doing amateurs, it's like it's going to hold me back, you know. Yeah. Like, it just isn't – like, it, it wasn't the greatest decision for us. So, we're like – I mean, we hop in Supercross, you're going to start riding with the fastest guys on 250s and Supercross, and you're going to continue to get faster each week. Like, if you're riding with faster guys, that's just what's going to happen. You're going to end up adapting to their speed, learning from them, and getting faster. So, we're like, yeah, it's probably time to go race. Yeah, what was what's the coolest part about being pro so far for you? Like, what's just the uh, maybe maybe the paychecks, but like, what's the coolest bro. part? <laughs> yeah, m- money's always cool, but yeah. <laughs> to buy the, chicks. Like the chicks, the chicks, oh. <laughs> the I chicks. I talked to him yeah. a little bit of Dallas about it, but he's 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 not into the chicks. Dude, he right doesn't now. need the chicks right now. Dude, I, I'm I'm sure like his phone's just getting blown up. Yeah, like, but a rates, <laughs> dude. In the DMs, it's just like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Try to keep it limited, but um, <laughs> I, I try for as long as you can. I mean, as men, I feel like we're we're weak in that department sometimes. So just stay strong, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. You, you got a lot of time. You, yeah. your, your dad can tell you all about it. Uh, you know what I mean? He lived it for a while as well. So yeah, just focus on on the racing. But yeah, it's it's got to be it's got to be cool. You have a huge following, of course. You've grown up in the spotlight, right? Everybody, you've had your mm-hmm. ca- you've had cameras in your faces for a long time. People have watched you, cheered for you, cheered for your Brian, for your dad Brian and his brand. Do you? Does that get tiring? Does that get? Um, I don't know. Pressure? Does that feel? Do you feel pressure from that stuff, Hayden, or he's just so used to it? Like to me, and I talked to your dad a month or so, two months ago. We were off air. We we had a conversation about vlogs and, and everything else, and I was just telling Brian, I wouldn't want that. I just uh, that's a lot of pressure. And he's like, Hey, we're trying to, you know, expose our family life and expose motocross to people. And I understood his point. We agreed to disagree. What's that like for you? Yeah, uh, I mean the cameras. It was we, we've always just had it. We've had the YouTube channel. Yep. And it's always you know been a thing through amateurs, and it does, it never really affected me. And honestly, now I see it like growing this huge social media has paid mm-hmm. off because in the race, I mean, you're racing and you're going along the grandstands and people are, the whole crowd is yelling and, you know, yeah. you're in the middle of the race. Like you didn't do anything special, but the crowd <laughs> is yelling and it's motivating you, you know, you're like, yeah. the crowd is going wild. I'm like, it's motivating you. So yep. you kind of see that and you're like, you're out here sending it for the fans and stuff and you're just giving them what they want. It's true, man. You have a huge following already. It's Dude, nuts. in the pits, it's nuts, yeah. man. I was, I was around the star truck. And, like, he comes out of the semi, and it just erupts, dude, like in the pits. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. Yeah, awesome. I went to go yeah, talk awesome. to um, uh, Jelly, Tomax mechanic, and I went to the yeah. 250 truck first. I'm like, oh my, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to gotta get out of here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, I got to go away. Like, these, yeah. What's, so, since you turned pro, what is the gnarliest fan experience that you've had? Uh-huh. I've had some ones that 
probably like shouldn't talk about and then some like <laughs> what is just some old lady just showing you her tits or something <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i've had some wild ones and then i've just had like crazy fans that are just like die hard where they just you know go crazy yeah i've had like where people start crying like it's just it's cool to see how much the youtube channel and my racing mm -hmm. and all the hard work we put into all of this is like like what it means to these fans yeah, yeah. You know what though? Which is so what I was saying about you on one of my shows is like I don't, I don't watch it. I get it. You have a huge following, but dude, you are also putting in the work. It is, it is impressive how good a shape you're in. You use up a lot of energy on the bike, and, and you doesn't get tired. And you don't get tired. Don't doesn't look like you get tired. You're putting in the work off the bike, and and to me that's impressive. Like because you 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 come from a, a privileged background, and you have speed, you have skill, you have style. All of that, but behind the scenes, you're grinding, dude, and I like that. I think that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Like, it is a lot of work, you know, to be at this top step. It definitely is not anywhere near easy. So, yeah, and I'm not even to the top step yet, you know. There's yeah. more work to be done. So, it's a lot of work, and I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. They, like, shoot towards ways to make excuses why I'm up here, mm -hmm. and they just, like, really don't like to pay attention to how much, like, work we all put in behind the scenes, and... Uh, it's it is a lot of work. Yeah, you don't get you don't track down Jmart and track down these no, dudes yeah, late in races without yeah. you know. Dude, I seen on one. I seen because I'm a fan, right? I right. watch his vlogs all the time during my morning warm up. You know, <laughs> okay. before I go to the track. <laughs> right. So I I usually watch watch his videos, and I think one of his videos uh, you might have been saying that you know to expedite the process a little bit, you've been doing a little bit extra, uh, like yeah. whether whether it be off the bike, on the bike. Um, can you go through a little bit of that? Yeah, um, even after training, though, you know, you're pretty worked, but you just got to have that mindset that, you know, you want to be a little better than everyone, and that's kind of been my goal to, you know, be there. So I've always just after, I mean, just done a little, like, maybe a little extra riding. I mean, a lot of the guys at the farm, we're always doing extra riding. You know, we're always trying to get better. But off the bike, too, you just do that little uh, little bit of extra training that, I mean, I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to build myself to be motivated to do that type of stuff to be better. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just some little extra stuff that I try to work on. Yeah, Hayden, Kevin from Wiseco here. Um, I got a couple questions for you, actually. The first part being um, your corner speed is uh, noticeably uh, one of your strong suits. You know, there's some videos from some of the different races it's pretty um pretty incredible so is that something you've uh worked on and really targeted over the years or is that uh kind of a, a natural to you uh yeah definitely my corner speed has just kind of came around if i'm being honest this past maybe five months it really just kind of clicked for me it was a, it was a problem for me on supercross i wouldn't i wouldn't just like lay into the turns i wouldn't use the turns with intensity i would just ride them i would just like ride the track and i was lacking that corner speed and it did really i feel like my clicking time was at minios when the track was super gnarly that one moto and i was sending it super hard and the ruts were like massive and that's kind of like where i learned to like just lay it in and it's kind of weird to think that that i just now got that click like where i can just lay into a turn like that because it's been i've been racing for a while but it's just really recently where i've gotten that confidence and that skill kind of to lay into turns like that renegade racing fuel is bringing you hayden deegan on the uh pulp mech show yeah and uh so the second part i noticed a couple of the interviews you mentioned how how awesome the crowd was in the main event um how you could hear them air horns and everything every lap you came around is that is that something that you know you hear and it pumps you up and and you want to you know you want to keep charging or is that something that's almost you know maybe pulls a little bit of focus or possibly distracting 
No, yeah, definitely. I mean, the crowd going wild, it just, it, honestly, it doesn't distract me. It just motivates me, seriously. Like, when we're racing, we're focused. We know how to focus on the track, and the crowd is just a little extra, a little extra, you know, like, lights the fire a little more under you to send it a little harder. So, I mean, I enjoy the air horns and crowd. That gets me fired up, and that's why I love the fans so much. Awesome. Uh, all right, let's get to some phone calls. Of course, our every six lines are full of uh, people <laughs> wanting to talk to Hayden Deegan. So uh, let's get to these people. Sean, welcome to the show. What's your question for Hayden? I'm just curious what his favorite Supercross feature on a track is and what he wishes, what obstacles he wishes were more on Supercross tracks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd say my favorite probably the Supercross triple. I like the double so I can throw whips. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And then uh, I'd say if we could limit like the, the whoop section that has 16 whoops or 15 whoops, that's a little excessive for me. I haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> but uh, I'd say the big jumps is what I like so I can throw whips. There you go. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, we, we know this question was coming. You just know this is coming. Trevor, what's your question for Hayden Deegan? Hey, guys. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Hayden, uh, what's the likelihood – that you're ghost riding the bike on your first win. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean the ghost ride. You know, it's something that's it kind of you know has to happen. Like the fans and that one kind of like you got to ghost ride the bike. You know, if you win. So yeah. I mean that's going to be a thing. If I'm leading, I'm going to make that. You know, I'm going to make that decision right before I hit the finish. But I got to play it out right too because I don't want to get in trouble by the AMA if I'm you know no. go for a win and I get it taken from me like my dad did. So. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna have to play it out right, but my, I mean, the ghost ride would be sick. Uh, well, your dad still got the win. He just got fined. I think twenty grand. So it was some. It was ten grand or twenty grand. Dude, I'd be so um, scared to freaking ghost ride my bike off the finish. Because <laughs> like I would do it too late and I would fly off the the face and like land yeah, in the yeah, hole and just yeah. cartwheel. Th- thanks for the call, Trevor. Thank you. I was there that night and I thought I thought he ate shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he crashed! Like, you, you know, you're not really watching yeah. the corner of your eye, and you just see the bike go, and you're just like, oh my god! So yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a lot gnarlier than you think now yes. because the finish line is so massive. It's literally the lips of wall jump yeah. now. Where my dad raced, and I think he said there was like a little like dirt in the middle of it. So yeah, fly as far. <laughs> no, like, pretty if I much. Fly off the bike. I'm going far. Like but, I'm landing like ten feet down. <laughs> but the good news is your dad got twenty grand or ten grand, whatever it was. Uh, the money now you're making, Hayden, that's not a big deal. Let's hope the fine stays the same. Back then, your dad was a privateer. He had no money, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's 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 not so much for you nowadays. Uh, is there uh, – I know Christian was close with you, and he, he – Christian's been telling me to get you on this show for a couple of years. He, he's been a, a big proponent of you, and obviously he's not there anymore. But is there a guy at Star that really helps you, takes you under your wing, or you can call and – Say, hey, man, what about this? Or, like, is there is there a guy at Star that you kind of bond with a little bit, uh, a rider or, or somebody? Uh, yeah, now, I mean, we're all, like, we're, we're teammates. We all get along, like, good. But I'd say, I mean, Christian was, that was, like, when we, like, we bonded good. Like, mm-hmm. I stayed with him when I was down, when he was down on the team. And that was kind of like my boy, you know. We, that's when we would go ride afterwards. We'd just hang out. So, yeah. I'd say the one that really had me under his wing was Christian the most. And that's kind of just after he left, it was, uh, now it's just back to on yeah. my own, kind of. Well, uh, we were bug- Christian was on the show last week, and you know he took Sexton under his wing at one time, point two, and now Sexton's yeah. faster than him. He's like, yeah. God damn it! <laughs> so now, now he took you under his wing, and if you start beating yeah. him in a four fifty class, he he he's gonna be a, a wreck. Yeah. So, uh, all right, we got Nick on four. Nick, what's up? What's your question for Hayden Deegan? 
Hey, but hey, I had a question, a silly one, but I've been down with the Deegans for 20 years. Can I tell you a fan story with them? All right. Okay, new school. It's me, Pit Bike Race, Lake Elsinore. Hey, I've seen Hayden all day because our our races synced up and everything. Seen him all day. He's a cool kid. It was awesome. That's why he's got the fans. He, I'm 57 years old, and I'm down with Hayden Deegan. You know what I'm saying? And we together all day. Hey, on the the team race, he tried telling me that bike was stock. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I already know, bro. Every race that says stock, you better have some more to work done. Okay? <laughs> I'm just trying to get this out of the way real quick. But anyway, um, new school. Do you remember what, who I am? How How long is this story, Nick? <laughs> Just check. I'm sorry, dude. You're I'm fine. Sorry. I just I gotta know because I can take a break. I go to commercial. You can still tell okay, story, I'll or... talk to you in Glendale. How's that? I'll just end it. Do right. you have a three race ritual that you do, or like a, a heat race ritual? Uh, pre race ritual. Pre race ritual. Oh no. Yep. Yeah. Go on my motorhome and tell myself we're gonna send it this race. <laughs> Hell yeah! I like that. Hey no. like Ray. I love that. No. Hey, I tell myself the same same stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> mine was. Mine was always it's like fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? Okay. I crash. Right. Yeah. Big deal. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's a lot that could happen, but that's I mean, all right. yeah, true. If you got nothing to lose, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a privateer. He, yeah. He's, he got, he's got to get in the main event. He's getting married, Hayden, so he needs the money. Yeah. You know, all of that. The whole so, deal. Uh, Women, gotta, dude, they weaken the knees. We have a question about if you're racing outdoors. And, yes, he's racing outdoors. That's it. We're, we are leaving the uh, pro, the amateur stuff behind uh, uh, at this point. So, um, yeah. what uh, is there a race you're looking forward to, Hayden, uh, coming out? Is there, like, a, one that stands out for you coming up? Uh, Supercross-wise, now, I mean, these speedways, I love them. I'm gonna, <laughs> um, <laughs> Speedway excited, guy, uh, yeah. Yeah, what is it? Atlanta. Yep, Atlanta's a speedway. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't even know all these races. <laughs> There's a lot of them. So yeah, Atlanta. I'm excited for that. I like. I like the speedway track. Like it's almost like an opened out Supercross, and I like that. Okay. Hey, so quick question about your bike. Um, how was it transitioning to being a pro and having to deal with like the testing and all that? Did you already have like a base setting uh, that they gave you? I noticed that your bike. It looks very well balanced. Um, you know, sometimes guys like uh, a lower rear end, stiff fork, but yours seems to be like, like uh, very, very balanced, and it looks like it's working really well for you. I was just curious if that was something that the team uh, came up with, or that you know it was sort of both of you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean the teams, the whole team's really good. They know what they're doing. They've won championships, and that's why we know we chose to go to Star. They're really smart with bike work. They know how to, and that stuff. You know, it's a lot of it is my preference. I get to do a lot of choice on how I want my bike. But again, these guys know what they're doing. So I mean, the setup is just kind of we all kind of agree on something, and it's always pretty good. Have you worn different gear color than your teammates at every round? Oh no. Uh, I mean, okay, ran so, it the first two rounds, and then the third round I ran it again. <laughs> okay, so is there any kind of superstition for that or something? Because someone's like, "Hey, he's wearing doesn't wear the same gear as as Nate," and I'm like, "I, I don't know, I haven't really noticed." But mm. uh, uh, is there any reason for that or no? Am I? Oh uh, no, I just like that. I like the stretchy gear. <laughs> okay, yeah, so no, it's just a, just a particular line. Of, got it, right? So that's just I, a different line. Riders like some of the riders prefer that yeah. gear that Nate and Levi were wearing, or Nate, yeah, and Smitty, right. and I just I. I gel with the bike better with that gear. Okay. 
So how is the uh, or how is the vibe uh, vibe in at Star with with you transitioning into pro and, and maybe uh, doing a little bit better than your teammates? I know they've had some rough luck here lately, and and you've been riding phenomenal. Is it like are they like I don't know? Is it is it weird? Have they been kind of standoffish, or have everybody been getting along pretty well at the goat farm? No, yeah, everyone's super cool. We all work together, and my, you know, I got a great trainer, Swanee. He's uh, he's always there for all of us, all of our riders to help us. So we all I mean we all get along good. It's just you know we all want to we all work hard. We all want to be winning, and we all want to be on the podium. So we're all trying to push towards that, and you know stuff happens. So, but every weekend we have another chance. Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. Renegade Racing Fuel is bringing you Hayden Deegan on the uh, on the show. Last question here from Scott. Scott, uh, what's your question for Hayden Deegan? Steve, District 23, how's it going? Good, what's up? Hey, my question is for uh, Hayden. So, Huxon, I know he races in that. Do you see potential in him? Is he going to end up where you're at? Does he have that speed? What are your thoughts? Yeah, you never know. He's quite the fisher right now. He loves going out and fishing. That's his thing. So, uh, (laughs) I mean, who knows? Maybe something will click in him where he's like, you know, I want to go race. Maybe him coming to these races and seeing, like, me getting on the podium or me, you know, working hard, 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 hard towards this stuff. He might, you know, be like, oh, I want to go do that. You know, I want to race. But as of now, he's just, you know, a young kid having fun, living life. So maybe it'll click for him where he wants to go race. But I would definitely, you know, it'd be cool to have my brother racing with me. So maybe I can get him to maybe push towards that. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you, Mar. Have a good night. Thanks. Uh, Hayden, was there a pro you looked up to when you were a kid? Like, obviously your dad, but, you know, it was a little bit before your time, and, and it's your dad, so he's never that cool. But is there is there, was there a pro that you looked up to when you were a kid? I mean, you're still a kid, but uh, yeah. younger. I mean, the big one was Ryan Dungey. I Dungey, would always yeah. – I had his jersey hung up in my room. Like, Ryan was my favorite. Like, I would always watch him just – he was just always so consistent and mm-hmm. smooth, and I just liked the way he rode. Um and I know I just I, that was one of my favorites. And then I mean Tomac, it's everyone, a lot of people's favorites. I I always love watching Tomac. And I mean even now, even watching the 250 class last year, you know, I was a big fan of like even the guys I'm racing. So it's <laughs> yeah. cool to go race against these guys. Yeah, you're like, hey, there's Jay Marty, won two national championships. Now he's my teammate. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. Uh, like last last year, I think you remind me. Uh, a Ray, this is even before your time, but to me, Hayden reminds me of a young Barsha, not as out of control, doesn't rev the bike as much, and but Barsha flinging it around, revving it up, railing corners. I see a lot of Barsha in Hayden. I really do. So that's to me. But Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a lot of intensity, has a lot of energy. Yes. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can he, hey, he even put J-Mart on the ground this weekend. Dude, J-Mart, yeah. That was not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure that you're like, oh, shit, sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, my oh, bad. I felt him. I felt him, like, falling over the back of my back. I was like, oh, I wanted that turn. <laughs> uh, hey, man, thanks for calling in. Uh, great start to your career. Super impressive. I know you're, uh, you're a real busy kid, and I appreciate the time for the show tonight, man. Uh, keep it up. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you, guys. See ya. Uh, thanks. See ya. That's Hayden Deegan, everybody, brought to you by Renegade Racing Fuels. He's, he's great he, interview. Yeah, too. oh yeah. yeah. He's sticking to the plan too. You know, it's do the laps. It wasn't the, it's not that easy. It's not as easy as everyone thinks it is. Yeah, you know, especially no. as him being a young kid coming in. Like I said, man, there's a lot of kids that are stylish and fast and and look yeah. great on a bike. And the last time I used an example of somebody, they put it on Instagram and they blew me out, so maybe I won't use any names because yeah. people can't handle their, their little butt hurt feelings. Yeah. Uh, your feelings getting butt hurt. But there's a lot of kids that look great and never did shit. Yep. And this kid's got heart and and desire and it's great to see so yeah. uh future's bright for hayden deegan there's no yeah. doubt and then 
If you're failed motorsports between Jet and Hayden, you are just dude. Yeah, they're selling merch. Uh, Hayden Deacon merch at the in the trailers. Yeah, for Supercross, I think already. What yeah. are the chances that Hayden goes into booth as soon as the series goes west? Oh yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Yeah, Oh god, let's get him in. Yeah, yeah. I I did notice on the uh, when I rewatched on the broadcast too. Well, for some reason, it seemed like the the audio of the bikes was uh, heightened in this weekend. So I I noticed when they were sh- when they were showing Hayden in the main event, every time he's in the air, he had like two wrist positions. It was off or wide open right before he landed. Oh yeah, and and the bike was, you know, wide he, open. Yeah, you could hear it on the <laughs> limiter every time, and it was yeah. yeah. I looked at my wife was like that poor that poor bike, but he's hauling. Ass. Do you guys know what I mean with Barsha though? <laughs> yeah, like when Barsha came up in like oh nine or twenty ten, like whatever that, that was. That wasn't before my time. I, mean, I was eleven, which yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. He he just he reminds me he's attacking he's railing he's whipping it he's yep. scrub you know what I mean Barsha was like I mean Barsha revved it more yeah I don't oh, know yeah. if anybody yes. revved it as much as Barsha yeah. but yeah. but I see a lot of that yeah you yeah. know yeah so yeah. Um, yeah I think um, and it's and it's cool too yeah. like the family aspect you know like his dad's still super involved like the whole family's at the races that's nice like whenever these amateurs turn pro they usually. I mean, I hate to say it, but have a fallen out with their families, especially at that level, right? And I think that I think that's important for them. You know, they have like the yeah. whole family there. But oh, hold on though, but sometimes that's bad. We've seen crazy yeah. mini dads. But you I don't know think, what I mean. I don't think that Brian's like a no, crazy mini dad. I don't either. Yeah. But it's not always a great thing. Some right? of these parents yeah. need to be like, "Hey, I'm going to put a team shirt on and sit over here." Yeah. You know, yeah. Brian's not that case, but some of them do need to do that. Yeah, I was so. I was listening to your Larocco Larocco deal. Yeah. And he was talking a little bit about that too. Right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, like you know, looking back, he wishes yeah. he would have broke away from his dad a little more, right? Mm-hmm. So there is always that going on for sure. But uh hey, we got a question for you, Ray. Right. From Ludo. Ludo. Hey Ray. Yo. What hey, big man. How we doing, bro? You get it you fucking rip a start. I'll pay for your next round of golf. What are we doing, dude? Dude, hey, hey, man, I'm practicing them. I'm trying, Mudo. You know, I'm working on it. It says Ludo here. Mudo? It says Ludo. Ludo. Is that who this is? Ludo, Mudo? I don't know. Mudo? Okay. okay. If he's talking about golf, I'm thinking it's Mudo. No, it's Mudo. No, it's Mudo. Mudo modifications, baby. Mudo modifications. The guy in the corner is distracted. Oh, yeah. Um, Listen, his starts have not been good. Yeah, they've not been good. We love the Blue Crew edition, but. Yeah. Well, no, and and I was trying to, I was talking about this a little bit to my dad. Like, I want, I don't need a lot. I just need a little bit more power, I think. Because, I mean, you you think about it, even. High compression piston going. He says four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. You know? So, (laughs) (laughs) hey, we're working on it. But, uh, but like everyone I'm on the gate with, right? Even, even Cade, uh, Bubba Polly's team. Yeah. um, All these guys, like, they have a little bit more than a stock engine, right? Like, I'm, I'm on a bone stock bike with a pipe yeah. that that's yeah. that's it because i mean we're on a new Blue bike there's no part yeah granted the bike is amazing miss booker we just need a little bit more right. off the gate and i yeah. think i think that and and i my reaction time you try going really up a tooth best. too or no it doesn't i haven't yet yeah. no i, mean, I haven't that might fuck up other places but that's yeah. what that's what i'm thinking right. like it feels so good around the rest of the track that i'm thinking that if i if i go up a tooth maybe i might sacrifice and be in between gear somewhere yeah. else yeah. yeah all right mudo we're working on it we're we're, we're gonna get a working on my golf game too yeah Working on everything. Yeah, yeah. You can you can somehow golf with two fucking cinder blocks for wrists, but hey, <laughs> if that ain't impressive, I don't know what is. All right, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Alex. Right here, brought to you by the folks uh, at uh, at Cherby's as well. Kevin Bailey, brought to you by Weisco. Uh, there's a code to save with Weisco, of course. Uh, 
I want to thank the folks at EVS Sports. Over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology. Athletes like Chisholm, Axel Hodges, Pastrana, all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Pulp 30 at evs-sports.com to save. Pulp 30 at evs-sports.com. Speaking of EVS, this next rider also is an EVS athlete, and he had a hell of an impressive 450 debut. RJ Hampshire, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, doing good. How are you guys? We're good, man. What do you What do you use from EVS? What, what's your What's your go to from those? Guys? Uh, mine's all under gear. Under so, gear. Yep. I mean, yeah. If it's dude, if it's under sixty degrees, I'm wearing something EVS. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My jerseys and then the sand. Anytime, yeah. You know, rubbing raw or something like that. I'm right. all EVS under. So, bro, you you race Daytona on a four fifty, and you you whole shot the heat, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you just that had been pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it was, there's a lot leading up to that. And, like, I didn't want to just straight up say, like, yo, like, let me go racing. Like, I didn't want to put that pressure on me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I was beating around the bush quite a bit. And, like, I, I really kept it low-key. Like, man, just really trying to go there, learn, do what I can. But, like, man, I, I ride a 450 really well. So, I knew I wouldn't be, like, you know, way off or anything like that. Um, the bike's really good out of the gate. So I already told the guys like during the week, I'm like, dude, there's there's a really good chance we're gonna pull shot the seat race, and then whatever happens after that, I mean, it's probably gonna be a pretty big show, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see, and then dude, sure enough, yeah, but the whole thing, which that definitely was not expected, dude. That was so. Uh, were you bugging Nate for a long time about Daytona, or were you putting it in a bug in his ear with Nate and, and the bosses about doing this, or did they say? Hey, we're gonna put you. What do you think about Daytona? Like, how how tough was it to to get them to put you on on a four fifty for that race? Uh, I mean, it kind of goes back to last year whenever I was gonna do that for outdoors. Yeah, um, race a four fifty, and, and like that was on them. They kind of pulled that from me uh, right before we were about to go, mm-hmm. um, which I understood their reason. And then, um, yeah, like I knew it was talked about a little bit, but at this point that it was started to get talked about, I was still had a chance, or I still have a chance now, but. I was a lot closer in points to Jet. Um, so, like, I didn't really want to talk about it too much. Yep. And then A2 shows up, and I do that crap to me. I get hurt. So now those next two weeks, like, I can't even really talk about going racing on a 450 because yeah. I'm trying to he- get healed up. Um, and then once I realized I was going to race Oakland, I finally called Nate because, I mean, I talked to the rest of the team, and mm-hmm. they were all for it. I finally talked to Nate, and I was like, hey, look, like, you know, if, if you're for it, I would like to at least have a 450 built for when I get home from Oakland and, you know, let's give it a try and let me make the call on if we're going to go racing or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he was he was all for it. He's like, look, I, I did it as uh, whenever I was a pro, did it in my career, yeah. and I actually got a podium on the opposite coast. So I'm, I'm all for it. I think it'll, if anything, it'll benefit you more than, more than not. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, Burner and Chad and Nathan and – uh, Red Dog and uh, Ricky and uh, McGrath, all of these dudes were like, I'm riding the other coast when I can. And factories yeah. were cool with it. And it's always been something we do. Only in the last 10 years have they bubble wrapped these 250 guys and been like, that's it. There's no way. Like, look, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt practicing. You're going to get hurt. Like, it doesn't. But do you think that the pay for the 250 riders has gone up in the last 10 years? So maybe they're just trying to protect their investment a little bit more? I mean, I guess, but if they want to get exposure on on, yeah. on I mean, especially Malcolm's out, they have a bike, they have a spot. Yeah. Like I just I why not if if RJ and RJ you're doing a deal for next year, right? For again or it's done or whatever, right? If yeah. 
if they want to put RJ on, a, like, hey, you're going to be our guy. We're going to grow with you. Here's some 450 experience. Yeah. I don't know. It's always bugged me yeah. a little bit, it, you know? It, yeah, but it's tough. Like, nowadays, like, they pretty much say, like, look, you got to win a championship before you're going to go 450. And that's how it's yeah. kind of in the 250 class. Yeah. Um, well, so, especially with no pointing out now, right? Now it's just like, yeah, championship. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah, I mean, I was for that also, but, man, whenever chances like this happen and, and there's a bike just sitting there, like, we're not getting a filling guy. Um, you know, even our 250 guy got hurt, so now they have a filling guy, and it's like, man, I'm I'm close to this race, too. Like, at least at least give me a shot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the first the first couple of days, uh, man, it was rough. Like, I was like, dude, maybe maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm going to be a 250 guy for my life. Because... <laughs> Dude, it was it was bad. Why? Like, what I was mean, bad I, about it? I don't get it. You're a bigger well, guy. You your experience, like, oh, yeah, you know. What's... Yeah, no, but it was like they threw me straight on Malcolm's bike with my 250 suspension. So now oh, I get out there on this okay. thing, and dude, I didn't touch a downside. I was bottoming out everywhere. Like, okay. I'm like, dude, like my first two days was not good. And at this point, now we're up to Friday before mm-hmm. Daytona, um, and like actually the Friday before was a decent day. Um, and then I only had two more days before we were going racing. Um, and then the team came for that Wednesday before Daytona and we did literally like an hour of testing. Um, other than that, like that was literally the bike they threw me on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I adapted to it pretty fast, but I I really was trying to tame it down quite a bit just because I didn't like how like fast, like the initial was so fast. Um, but it was just like, man, I, I needed more time to learn. And then, like, they would hit me with, like, questions like, dude, I didn't even think about a rear tire. So this whole time, like, I'm trying to process the rest of the bike, and they're like, yeah, like, you should probably be on a 120 for this weekend. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's just the last thing I'm even thinking about right now. Like, I'm trying to learn to ride in first gear right now. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-PULP. You got a question for RJ Hampshire. Brought to you by EVS Sports. Pulp 30 to code to save. So be honest. In the heat race, are you waiting for guys to get by you? Or are you like, no, I got this? Ah, man, no, I mean, I was pretty, to be honest, I was pretty confident. I, I didn't okay. have a bad qualifying time. Yeah, you were good, yeah. yeah. No, I was good, but there was a time where, like, I went up to P4, I think, in qualifying, and I was like, dude, like, I can go faster. Like, that wasn't it. Yeah. And that same lap, dude, I got humbled so fast. Like, it was like, all right, you need to come back to reality real quick. Like, you are not ready to go at that speed. So that's kind of <laughs> where I was at all day. It was like, like, dude, if you watch – like I didn't jump the rhythm um, after when you go under the tunnel. Yeah. Like there was guys going three three all day, even on press day, and I did not jump that one single time. I was losing almost a second to a second and a half a lap in segment three all day. Wow. But that that was just kind of how I was. It was like, look, this is what I got, yep. and that's what I'm going to stick to. Um, and I mean, yeah, for the most part, like the, my main event. I mean. I, it, dude, it was a long day. Like after the heat race, after the heat race, the guys came back and they're like, "Dude, yeah, day's done. Like that was solid. Everything." I'm like, "Man, I still got a, I still got a main event to deal with here." And and I already knew how bad the track was. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I still had a twenty plus one, and I haven't even really done a full moto on this bike yet. Um, so it was just kind of like staying in my line, like uh, staying in my lane. Yep. And knowing what I was comfortable doing and what I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Uh, the whole day it was yeah. pretty solid. On that three three right there, like you were talking about underneath or after you go underneath the tunnel, how steep was the back backside of that first three? I know you say you didn't jump it, but I was just curious if you looked at it at all. 
Oh, yeah. I looked at it a few times, but it never <laughs> even crossed my mind. It, was, it wasn't even more of the downside. It was how the face was because it had, like, yeah. a little roller before it, and mm-hmm. then you had to sit into it. And it and seemed like he, it got broke down super quick to where it was, like, rutted, and the guys started just not jumping. Well, it looked like later on the, the right, the half jump coming out of the tunnel was, was just as good. Yeah. When you go on the right and you went over that. Like double? Yeah, double, yeah, double in. Double yeah. in and then whatever they were doing after that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just because the track was so beat. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was shot. But after the finish, dude, that rhythm after the finish was terrifying every lap. How, <laughs> I don't think people realize how gnarly that, yeah. that rhythm was. But to go 3-3-4, three, three, and you were almost hitting like a dragon's back off that four because of how, like, holy, and, and I even think there's a rock in it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, pretty gnarly. It, it's a certainly impressive showing. Are, are we taking it to Indy? Uh, yeah. That's, nice. I mean, yep, okay. That's, that's and, the plan. And he's going to be rutted. Indy, Indy, it's always rutted, man. Man, oof. I feel like it's good. Yeah, I feel like it's better than it's used to be back yeah. in the day. They figured yeah. it out a little bit. Yeah. Do you, you know? do you like do you like have you, how many times have you raced Indy? Oh, probably five or six times. I like oh, Indy. Nice. It was okay. my first ever first ever podium there. But oh, was it wasn't it? even that. Like, like it's uh, I have a weekend between Indy and before I got to go racing uh, back on the two fifty mm-hmm. in uh, Seattle. So it was kind of the plan all along. But then it was like, all right, let's let's see how. Daytona goes, and then we'll make a for sure call. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, and Daytona went good enough. And honestly, I, I, as long as this one goes well enough, too, um, I might end up racing a couple more throughout the year and uh, just kind of depending on where the points go after right. Seattle and uh, Arizona. Did you did you already do the deal for Hawkstar? Because you just made yourself a bunch more money if you didn't, by the way. When <laughs> no, the yeah. no, I got my offer uh, right before the weekend. Oh, was, uh, well, dude, you did. <laughs> send that thing back. Yeah. Send yeah. That thing back. Can we do a counter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just send them the videotape of a heat race win. Like, uh, yep. I don't look. I, that's impressive. Yeah, you don't. That is. That's, you don't luck into that. You don't. You don't fall into that. That's Cooper Webb's in there, and and it's Daytona. And it's impressive. So, uh, absolutely. No, I appreciate it. But it, and it's like, man, I've I've been wanting this chance for so long. But you don't want to put yourself out there as like, look, I can, I can do it. And then you go out there and you and you don't do it. So then it, it puts so much more pressure on yourself. Um, so again, like I was just beating around the bush. Like, look, just give me the chance, opportunity. Like at the time, I was pretty much doing it for free. Like just for um, my per diem on the weekend. Right. And that's just for me wanting to go racing. Um, there was definitely times where I was like, shit, man, this, this might not be good. And even on the day of, like, uh, there was, there was times where it, it was like, I needed to learn the bike more. Like, dude, I was hitting the uh, whoops in uh, second gear for most of the day thinking I was in third because I would ride it, ride the bike in first so much. And then I'd shift to second mm-hmm. and I'd be like running out at the end. And I come back to the boys. I'm like, Dude, this thing, like, I don't understand what is wrong. Like, I'm getting kicked <laughs> so bad. Yeah. And then they pull up the data, and they're like, yeah, well, yeah, what happens when you ride around in second gear? Yeah, you're in second, dude. Maybe shift up a little bit, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, but there's just things, like, and I think putting more time on it this week, um, I'll keep learning it. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to go out there and, and battle again at the front, but I definitely think I have something that I can I can do on a 450, and, you know, I, at least I can have some value on it. Um and whenever they do need me until I yeah. win. Yeah. RJ, Kevin from Wiseco here. Um, I, you talked about the limited amount of testing and uh, just like you were talking about um, getting used to the to the gears and shifting and trying to tame down the power, but you also mentioned uh, that you had quite a bit of confidence, which was pretty apparent. So I think it's pretty impressive uh, that you can maintain that level of confidence, which is 
you know, critical at this level of racing um, because it's it's such a mental game. So is that something that you you consciously work on to 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 maintain that level of confidence and get you there, or or is that just come to you? Yeah, I mean, I've it's been I've struggled with that my whole career, and I feel like this year I made that like big step that I needed to have the confidence and be able to ride calm and, and know I have the speed. Um, I, I did not have the speed for the main event. I knew that. So I kind of had to stay in my, like I said, stay in my lane for it. But I knew for the heat race, like I had enough time on it. I'm fit and I know enough that I could pull something like that off. Um, I really wasn't confident that I was going to do it, but I, I knew that if it was a, if it presented itself, I could probably possibly take care like take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's been a long time coming just for me to even have a shot at that. And, uh, right away, like at a time practice, like, dude, these guys were stoked. Like they did not think that that was even going to happen. <laughs> and then for me to go out there and do that in the heat race, they're like, dude, like pack it up. We're going yep. home. I'm You're like, like, look, Nate, I've been telling you, bro. Yeah. 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 And, and Nate just came over like last year. So he doesn't really necessarily understand the last few years that I've kind of been with the team. Right. Or it's like, man, I, I just wanted a 450 in Florida where I could ride. I never had that. Like I pretty much stole Malcolm's last year whenever he got hurt for outdoors just to ride it for a few, like a few days. Um, but now I think they kind of realize like, look, he, he does have the talent on a 450 and, and I do feel like I ride it quite a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, like my style, my form, I'm able to pick and choose kind of what I want to do a lot easier on that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just cause I'm not trying to wring its neck out. Um, yeah. but I still have a lot of learning to do. And I think it's best that I take advantage of these opportunities that I can this year. Um, and see what, see what we can do. Sure. Uh, you want to tell the gate pick story? That was pretty funny. You can tell me. Uh, yeah. Tell so, I mean, all right, so heat race, okay, of course, me yeah. and Coop, you know, he's behind me. That's a heat race. There's no points. So, I, all right, I'm trying to win that. Main event's a different story. And, and you hear these stories how Coop, Coop's like an asshole on race day. Yeah. And Coop and I are boys. Like, I'm completely okay with him being an asshole on race day. Like, I don't even, like, I was fine. He would just look pissed off all day. So, like, I'm not going to talk to him. But our second gate pick behind Tomac, uh, gate five was the best one. The one I had in the heat race, but Tomac took that one, and there was really only one other gate that was decent out front. And Coop's sitting over there looking at them all, and I'm it's like my turn to pick, and I'm like looking at him, I'm looking at the gate, like looking at him, looking at the gate, like looking for something, like help me out here, dude. Do I take this gate or what? Like, Do you want this just, gate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just tell me, just tell me what it is, and then like didn't say anything, so I'm like, all right, like I'm gonna roll in. Yeah. So I pick it, I roll in. As soon as I do, he's like, shit. I'm like, oh my gosh! You're like, bro, oh, damn, not good. Yeah, yeah. like I, oh, yeah. if he did not get my that ass. whole shot, it would not have been pretty. No, you're like, look, bro, give me any kind of sign, anything. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. anything. But like, he he just like you. If you look at Coop on the gate, like, he doesn't see he, anyone on race day. Yeah, he is, dude, yeah. he's so locked in. Yeah, so. I, I've known him for a long time, and, and on race day, he's been kind of, like, standoffish. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's weird. Maybe he doesn't like me. Or, but then I want to ask him to come on the show. He was always cool. And then yeah. he came in studio, cool as shit. On our group texts that I'm in once in a while, he's really he's funny. Hilarious. And he's hilarious. But on race day, yeah. yeah. He's just business. I'm, cu- I'm curious how he is, like, on a practice day. Because I, I, know, I know Coop outside of racing, yeah. right? I know how he is on race day as well. How is he sort of, like, on, on practice day? 
No, he's good. Like no, he's said, not, yeah, he's yeah, shooting yeah. Shit no, with the boys. boys. Okay. I mean, he's yeah, he has his days. I mean, that's just Coop. Yeah. That's how he is. Like I've known him long enough now. Like you just expect it. Like when you know he's in one of those moods, you just know. Um, but Did I? yeah, it was just it was just funny to be in that situation where it was like, dude, I do not want to have any part in this like yeah. points chase, like anything. Like <laughs> no, just tell just tell me. Did I? I don't know if the last time we had you on a week after Anaheim or maybe after San Diego, but did I tell you what Alden said about you when on the show here? No. We asked him about all working with all the guys, and he came to you and he said, RJ doesn't say anything. RJ just does a job. No complaining. No drama. Like, everyone's got, you know, everyone maybe complains or shows up late or, or like, you know, everybody's got their thing from here and there among you guys. And Alden was like, not RJ. He doesn't say a word just does the work he was really appreciative of you <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah same thing just show up yeah he doesn't he said rj's just trouble free happy to be there do the work and be quiet yep so yep uh, yep same thing uh all right let's uh get some phone calls here evs sports bringing you rj hampshire first up it's uh trey on four trey what's your question for rj hey what's up guys uh rj what's up man big fan uh, I was just wondering uh, what you thought the biggest difference is between the uh, 250 and the 450, um, and uh, if you thought anything you thought was more comfortable or, or what on the 450 compared to the 250. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. But, I mean, the biggest thing for me was um, more the gearing than anything. Like I said, I've never rode first gear in my entire life, and on right. as soon as I got on this 450, like it, it works really well in first gear. So that was the really? biggest change biggest change for me um but then like the most comfort i got out of the thing and it's solid is out of the gate like i guess all the torque and um just the way it launches out like there's probably a good chance i get another whole shot this weekend if i do show up uh just because i'm so confident on how the thing releases out of the gate like the initial is so good oh that's awesome man well good luck this weekend um one other question i had about uh about bar bends I never switched mine up. I got stark bar bends. I was wondering if y'all, uh, if I went like a certain direction, did y'all know like what I should try out first? Like a certain bar bend. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's Carmichael. There's all different types. What kind, of, but what kind of bike do you have? I ride a 250 YZ. Are you tall uh, or short or anything? Like, are you? I'm a 510, 5'11. I'm about 150, 155. Yeah. If you want something that's similar, uh, similar to the to the well, Yamaha band. arm pump. That's that's why I wanted to. Try and switch something up. I heard bar bends good. No, dude, you got arm pump. You're, yeah, 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 dude, you got arm pump. There's yeah. no bar bend going to help that. I will say though, uh, RJ, uh, not having a crossbar, which is what you're running, pro tapers, uh, that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That's what I run. Oh. I run the SX race. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, close to this. Time. It's pretty close to the stock yeah. Yamaha bend. Yeah. So Trey, do you have a crossbar? Uh, yeah. Go to a crossbarless bar, either the either the Renthal Twin Wall or, or another brand. Get rid of the crossbar. I think that does help arm pump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, guys. I've, I've, that's something I've struggled with throughout my career. I mean, try to do a couple other things, but, you know, yeah. it is what it is. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate but it. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Trey. Appreciate it. Uh, RJ Hampshire, next call for him is uh, on Riders on 2. Ryder, welcome to the show. What's your question for RJ Hampshire, Ryder? Um, I'm wondering if, uh, like, if you can do your amateur career all over again, what would you do different? Oh, man. Honestly, nothing. Because what I did was I lived a normal life all the way up until my senior year in high school. 
Uh, so enjoy everything you can when you're young. And really, I mean, you see it nowadays, like, these kids start so young and go all to all these, you know, training facilities and whatever else. And, you know, they're burnt out by the time they go racing pro or, or you know, whatever. I didn't do that necessarily. Like, I was just a normal kid uh, all the way up until A class. And, yeah, I mean, I went pro and, yeah, I was a little bit behind, but, man, I enjoyed it more than anything. And uh, for the most part, this is my seventh, eighth year and don't see uh, any end soon. Yeah. There you go, Ryder. Have some fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't take it so seriously. We just had Hayden Deegan on before you, RJ, and, you know, there's a kid that's been in the spotlight since he was 10 years old, right? And he's crushing it. And, yeah, that's a a weird life to me growing up like Hayden Deegan. He seems to be handling it perfectly, well-spoken, works really hard, obviously. But, yeah, that's a different life right there. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely tough on these kids. Uh, RJ Hampshire brought to you by EVSSports.com. Race in Indianapolis this weekend. Mm. Oh, good good job on Paul Mix Fantasy, too, RJ. I'm sure you're really concerned, but you really came through for us people that picked you. So I actually got my first kind of intel on it uh, on press day Friday, so I guess I had a three handicap, Yeah, and all I had to get was 13. Yep. And Thir- then I scored, like, double points or something like that. Yeah, exactly. We were talking about your handicap, and we said, well, it can't be it. I mean, top 10 is awesome first time out um he can't be a zero mm-hmm. we kind of put you around dino colt nichols which is like three four yeah crush that i mean dude, i mean on the race on saturday night there's 13 people with you know championships you right. know so i mean i yeah. feel like that that's yeah that's fair i mean yeah, for you to get eighth dude, like was, shit man that's badass and it was man like i said that main event was super hard to kind of keep myself in check on because like i got a good start again i was up there behind anderson for a little bit and then uh, AP was behind me all over me. I thought I was holding them up. So, like, I kind of checked up and went to the outside in the sand. And, like, I gave him, like, go, dude. Like, I'm, I'll follow you. Well, I guess he hit a kicker or something, and he missed the rut. So then he comes all the way out into me. <laughs> like, I, after I just let him by, he comes yeah. into me and hits me. Like, I kind of fall off the back of the bike, and then Jacob goes underneath both of us. So, right there, I lost two spots. So, I was like, damn it. Like, all right, like, I'm fine here. Well, then. Did, did he tell you that afterwards, it. or did you kind of know that? Like, did you, were you like, what the hell? No, well, no, I was kind of laughing okay, about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, like, I wasn't taking that main event as seriously as what I probably should have, just because, like, I was like, this shouldn't even really be happening right now, but I'm just yeah. going to keep kind of chugging along. And then uh, Kenny was the next one right behind me, and the same thing. I'm like, damn it. Like, now I'm holding him up. So. I, same thing. Like he, he kind of came over and trusted me way too much because I had the inside. But I'm like, all right, like Ken yeah, Rawson, yeah. my first race, like, <laughs> not going to do anything. Like, so I checked up for him also. So there was three spots that yeah. I felt like I, I, if I did race a bit harder, I could have been maybe up a couple spots. But mm-hmm. like, dude, for eighth on my first nine, like I was, like I said, stoked on just finishing the main event and kind of how the whole day went. Uh, your 250 West series, you're getting back to that. Uh, except for the Anaheim, you've ridden well. Jet's really good. Like, that's what else can you do, right? You've ridden really well, and he's really good too. So yeah, you know that's what it comes down to. I mean, dude, like I've had really good races. I, I feel good on the bike. I do think Oakland might have been a bit different if I had. Yeah, a, it was a little bit more healthy, but you yep. can't take anything away from the dude. He's yep. Damn good. I mean, that's yeah. what it comes down to. Yep. There's more guys in the 450 class uh, that are like at the top of the sport. I would say, what is the um, 
the pace difference, right? Like 250 versus 450, like those first beginning laps, which is more hectic? Like are the 450 guys more respectable? Mm, I would say so. I mean, the the 250 class, I mean, it's a lot of it is not on purpose. Like a lot of the shit that happens, <laughs> they don't mean that. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's happened to me too. Like I can't say it's not me. Uh, but like at least the 450 guys, like, they'll check up instead of still trying to quad something whenever there's four guys in front of you. Um, but it's not, it's like the the hardest part for me is on a 450, you can ride it at a very fast pace with minimal effort Yeah. where on my 250, dude, I'm maxed out effort all the time. And I feel like I'm going super fast, but it's not even close to, you know, the opposite or what I can do on a 450 at half the effort. Yeah, let's let's be clear. RJ is not always in in uh, in control either out there <laughs> at times on a two fifty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm trying to wring his neck out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. What a what a heat race! You were smiling, dude. You you almost were laughing after the heat race win. Like you could, like you were just like, oh my god. <laughs> it, it was, exactly. That's what I said, dude. Like it didn't come like serious to me until like the white flag came out, and yeah. I was like. Holy shit! Like, yeah, this actually this actually might happen here. And no. then the whoops, like I was struggling pretty bad in those. So I was like, just just make it through these things. Yeah. Clean. Was it the last lap or like, two laps to go where you almost had a big one there, where you had like no, a that was like lap two. Oh, that lap, lap two. two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why. Well, that was probably the first time I hit the whoops in third all day. So I kind of got a different feel for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really impressive. Cool to see you do it. It adds to some super intrigue into the series and. uh Thanks for calling in, RJ. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, appreciate it. See you uh, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, that's RJ Hampshire, everybody. Uh, brought to you by EVSSports.com. Uh, great ride. Dude, was cool. he was great. I wonder if if he was a little bit calmer than we think in that heat race because he, he trains with the two guys that were behind him, right? Like, he sort of knew what they right. were going to do. But at the yeah. same time, it's like Coop at the end of the race is like you, you yeah. know he's freaking yeah. spicy. So No, absolutely. Uh, so thanks to RJ coming on. We have uh, Jason Thomas and Will Hahn coming up as well. Trent is on three. He's got a question for Kevin. Trent, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Great show so far. Thank you. Love it. Uh, Kevin, quick question for you, buddy. Kevin's my cousin, by the way, guys. Uh, Kevin, how tall are the ceilings? <laughs> oh, God. Here oh, we go. dude. Um, I'm just going to uh, It's I'm just, just going to be a neutral party. It's just a middle-class house that I couldn't <laughs> oh, come afford. Come on, man. got to be honest. Uh, I mean, they're 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 taller than the ceilings in my house. I just can't afford you a second it. floor. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't have so a, I, the second floor is unfinished, though. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I've been to all three of your houses. I don't know. I don't yeah. know about the one before that one. Obviously. No, I've only had three. Yeah, so yeah. I've been to all three. Yeah, they've it's, it's they've gone. got they've, they've got bigger. <laughs> hey, you know what, Trent? Trent, he's a he. He installs elevators for a living. He could put an elevator. Oh, here for we you. go. All right. Oh, right. Wow. There you go. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll call Trent because it's, it's exhausting getting up here. I just, <laughs> call so. me anytime. Hey, listen. What, last last question, uh, Kevin. I was one show. Maybe you can tell him the story about the fun trail I took you on, or decided to take us both on out in the CERN. Oh yeah. And just give him the give him okay. all the fun. Okay, so I'll do I'll do short version. We're out uh, in Johnson Valley, Camp Rock Road area, a place called Cougar Buttes. Um, a lot of big like cougar buttes mm -hmm. yeah big rock formations uh, yeah. and that kind of thing so naturally it's a uh attractive area for trials riders uh -huh. um, but we just go out it's it's kind of toward the end of the day on saturday and this is just a fun trip like no race or anything like that so we head out and we're just going to go get a ride in before the sun goes down and we follow just kind of this cool single track i'm following trent and long story short we end up in 
down in this ravine, like in a valley of boulders, not really a way to get back out. And, and we are like lifting four fifties above. He's almost looping it out, trying to get over this stuff. And then we get almost to the end of this trail. Like, well, we found out it was the end. We didn't know if we were going to get out at all. And there's all these plaques nailed into the side of this big boulder. And it's just all these like trials legends. So we're on like full four fifties on these like trials only trails, like walking our bikes through this stuff. Maybe I won't go off road riding. Like (laughs) we talked about earlier. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out on it. No, we're not doing that again. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Elevators, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll look into that. Everyone's a smart ass these days. Uh, (laughs) Kevin Bailey from Wisco, Alex Ray uh, on the show tonight. Uh, We're going to commercial break here, but before that, so a lot going on in Florida. None of us were there. We have uh, our buddy Jason Wygant, son racing the RCSX. A guy named Mr. Side is uh, doing a GNCC there. Um, lot of, lots to talk about. Our, our boots on the ground correspondent in Florida from Michelin, Mr. Randy Richardson. Yes, sir. How are you tonight, guys? We're good. I mean, I'm still upset about uh, this Kajiva nonsense. Well, um, I, I got to make the call kind of quick because I just got parked inside the speedway for uh, the Daytona for the Ricky Carmichael uh, vintage Supercross tomorrow, and I do have to help Robbie unload the Kajiva that he bought out from under you down here in Daytona, and I was fully oh. unaware of that whole transaction. Yeah, yep, yep. absolutely bullshit. Yep. Um, so you were going to buy it. I thought you were going to buy the one that wasn't running. Well, we never yeah, got to the bottom of that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Robbie yeah. just snaked me again. <laughs> Robbie and his millions. And, yeah. Dude. Yeah, well, you know, you you can say you can say that Robbie was going to buy. You can say you're going to buy that. You can also say you're going to buy the Alta. So I don't know. You know, what I mean, who knows? Who All right, knows move, right? moving on, moving on. Uh, <laughs> the jury spoke on that one, sir. So, what what's more shocking, Mister Side and his condition after the GNCC, or Lane Wygant surviving his father's mechanicing skills? What's more shocking? <laughs> If that, if that was if that was a uh, Sacco News headline, if that was future headline, yeah, future headlines. Or uh, I, I would say it's more amazing that poor Lane, who was subjected to Weege's lack of mechanical skills, uh, that he actually survived. That the, that the motorcycle did not disintegrate, or that the the e bike didn't shock him. Um, I think that's that's more uh, he, more shocking or more impressive. He um, had no pivot yeah. bolt pivot bolts backing no out. Bolt. His front tire is not seated on the rim. He's got no air pressure on the other tire. I'm going to save it. Yeah, save it. It it, it is a. It's a, it's a, it's, it's like that Kajiva Robbie was trying to stick you with. It's a basket case scenario, oh. right? It's a complete he, basket. He case. forgot his kid's sticker on his helmet. He he taped up the the, the 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 kill switch wrong. I just no swing arm pivot. Yeah, That's scary. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, big big time. And and the thing, what's really cool is I, I talked with Weed. I stepped out there on the the line and uh, and and was getting some video content and. Uh, and they said uh, this is good because of the security. You know how Daytona security is, right? Oh yeah, that's uh, they're awesome. So they're great people. They said, hey, you can't be out here. You can't be out here. It's parents only. So I quickly told them that I was we just partner. Which <laughs> in today's world, yeah, just, you, you can't even do anything, right? No. I said that's that's my partner <laughs> and our son. Unless you so, want to meet uh, Mr. Arthur Draper in court. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they backed it down. And I was able to get some good content, which I, I hope to uh, once I get to, to back to the hotel mm-hmm. tonight, I'll post because uh, it was really, really good. Weege, Weege's son getting a, a great start. Uh, I know you don't know anything about those, but he got a great start uh, off the line, uh, just clutch. like Darkside did. 
No, the yeah, clutch yeah, broke. Exactly. The clutch broke. Well, the way he said a great start is that with the new no, clutch? No, no, oh. the, the, the clutch that he paid well, to get installed broke. <laughs> yep, and then and then and then so so what Lane was riding well, that I saw was the electric bike, which um, I sent Weed some tires for. I don't know, maybe a, a year or so ago, uh, and the Michelins are holding up exceptionally well, even though uh, I offered to go install them. We said, no, I can do it. I think he spent like, I think he knows how much money he spent on five or six tubes before he finally got them installed without pinching the flat, the pinching the tubes. So, um, also, um, I'm going to show A-Way right now and Kevin here. Um, he sent us photos of his, gra- putting on his graphics. Here's his graphics that he put on on his own oh bike. Oh my gosh! He dude. put his own decal work, sent him graphics. Dude, um, like how? Like, that's another one. Yeah, that's another one. Does, right does there. he not own a blow dryer? He can't dude, borrow one. This from his guy, wife? he can't work a he work can't work a Keurig. He can't work a barbecue. It's, well, can decal works not send him like the uh, the cutouts like they send Kiefer? I don't know, man. You, how, you know, I, I know. I know decal works. They're pretty innovative. They have that that sparkly or the the reflective or the sparkly yeah. uh, style. Yes. Maybe this is a new thing they're working on with weeds, and it's uh, to look like a prune. Maybe with that many wrinkles <laughs> in it, I don't know. And, and uh, most maybe that's. And most uh, graphics companies they they send you like like directions and, yeah. and a little squeegee thing yeah. like yeah. too with it. Works, yeah, sends a yeah. yeah. Thing. Decal yeah. sends a squeegee. Um, Weeds probably use the squeegee to apply melted cheese to bread to make a grilled cheese. Knowing weeds, that's what uh, his sponsors. Probably. His sponsors. He has got Fly and FXR listed as sponsors. Yep. Under Lane Wygant. it also says free stuff from my dad minus my dad breaking my bikes. <laughs> that's wow. on the sponsor sheet. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and and, and I know Kiefer would probably probably not approve, but. Uh, the FXR on the fly does make sense because he has um, some really nice uh, sublimated FXR gear, mm-hmm. but he had fly boots with it, which I'm sure that was from a previous uh, relationship yeah. that Jason yep. Wygant yep. was in. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm starting to worry about the top oh, end. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do we need to look yeah. at the pistons? 50 hours on a clutch. It's. He sent it's, us a video of the bike, and it's just going, and it's like he goes, "I just thought that was normal." <laughs> he just thought to, it was to normal. make noise and not move. Right, yeah. right. Hey, last year, so last year, and I look forward to seeing uh, we this coming weekend at the Red Bull Day and the Dirt down south. But last year we're there, and and I said, hey, we uh, let's, let's Lane's bike. We can plug it in over here at, at the motorhome with yeah. Bobby because we've got power. He goes, oh no 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 no, you can't. No, you can't charge it. I said, what do you mean you can't yeah. charge it? He said, well, because it's raining. <laughs> I, said, what you, I, said, I said, "What do you mean you can't charge it because it's raining?" He said, well, "That's what my wife said. Said don't plug it in the wind." I said, "Okay, I'm, I'm not worried about what Elisa says. Oh, this isn't a God. toaster in the bathtub." The oh my! God. Hey, so we we, yeah, we went we went over there and I, I put it under the awning. I said, "Look, we we'll put it under the awning and and we'll plug it in first. I'll spray the connections off. I'll spray with some contact cleaner." And he goes, "Whoa, what's that for?" And I said, "It's." <laughs> For contact, it's for electrical contact. That's why they call it contact cleaner. And he goes, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yes, that's why it's called that." Anyway, so I plug it in, and then and I plug it in, and we're charging off of there. We've got it under the awning, and then I even take an umbrella and put the umbrella over the motorcycle. I said, "Weege, I promise you, that's that's, uh, that's gonna, like two condoms. It's yeah. super safe. We're not going to uh, die here. Thing will not. No, we're not going to die. We're not going to die." I said, "Go announce the race with Kevin Kelly, and uh, I'll let you know when the battery's charged." He's a disaster. So, He's just uh, everything about him is. This guy reports on the sport. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He reports on the sport. And, 
<laughs> yeah, and speaking of disaster, dark side pulling off after the GNCC. Okay, so hold on. Uh, Let me I, ask you this. So hold on. Yeah. We, we saw the photos oh, of Mr. Side. I had, mm-hmm. I had an anonymous source. I'm not going to out them. Send okay. me a text and say, seriously, he knows the cameras are all there. He knows everybody's watching. He's mm-hmm. riding for the Ampro mm-hmm. team, right? He's got a good bike. And this yeah. person was like, dude, come on. Like, collapses on the yeah. ground and they were just mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. that mr side was doing this for the cameras i don't think so because I, i'm asking i didn't say yes or no this person was yeah. just asking me if i thought that i i personally i personally don't think so because like we go back to whenever he does like a trail ride with Kiefer or like whenever he was going and practicing at glen helen he's cramping out like he's having a rough time mm-hmm. like he's sore as shit okay. like he's about to fall out in the van asleep like on the yeah, way home yeah. after a race, so I, I don't think it was like yeah. a front or nothing. Okay, okay. I thought yeah. it was because no, like his well, whole face was just I'll, like. I'll empty. tell Key for that. I mean, I'll tell my source that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll think. Uh, I, I think it was. I think it was genuine. I think his his suffer level was genuine. It was high. And okay. uh, you know, I, I think he's like uh, Doctor AMA. You know, or Doctor AMA, which also spells drama. Um, certainly, it was very dramatic, and he was flopping around. But uh, it's like a fish out of water, was, dude. Yeah, he was fish out of water. He was it was like a dead fish out of water, and he he was more spent than than the average person's uh, stimulus check, right? Like he yeah, was he, done. okay. So uh, we all know he quit, and we were calling him quit side, and like you know he quit the yeah. last GNCC. Um, yeah. So. We know, like, props to him because, yeah, he didn't quit. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what I props said. To him. That's what yep. I said because, yep. because here's the thing. I, I will be equally as supportive and equally as uh, uh, um, complimentary and equally as, as uh, motivating as I am aggravating and a pain in the ass. Like, I know that I, I can do both equally. So <laughs> what I did beforehand was I went to Randy Hawkins that I know well from South Carolina, uh-huh. and I said, hey, Dark side's riding the bike. I talked to Zacho, and I said, listen, I'm bringing a white towel because we got to put this white towel on the bike because he certainly will want to throw it in around the lap one, yeah. one or two, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I did that. I got in his face. Uh, I made some fun of him uh, here and there at the starting line. And then uh, and I said, hey, man, don't screw this startup because you know I'm here documenting it. Like I'm, I'm a yeah. paid Pulpamex correspondent. Yeah, right? so, yeah. Um, but anyway, so so I got in his head enough that I, I, I knew for sure that – you know, come hell or high water, uh, he he was if he was physically able, he would uh, yeah. finish that race, and and he did despite the fact that I don't think he was physically able. He he, was, he said he wasn't quitting, and uh, no, now you awesome, know, did you see who him. he beat? Uh, a Ray, uh huh. Right ahead of Mike Ulrich. Hey, so I seen well, Ulrich well, in this video, and oh. I didn't know if they yeah. were in like the same class or not, but like I think I think um, Michelin Man took the took the yeah. video, and like yeah. he. It's Randy. It's yeah, Randy. Randy. Well, oh, I yeah, just call yeah, him yeah. Michelin Man. Okay. Right. Hey, Alex. Uh, Randy. I'm I'm from uh, from uh, from South Carolina. <laughs> so from, he pan, he pans the video to, to Muddy Creek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he pans the the video to yeah. Mike Ulrich, and yeah. Ulrich isn't even sweating. Like he's like no. still in his helmet, just hanging oh, okay, out. Okay. So I didn't see this. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, it was yeah, on his yeah, story. Yeah. So he looks. He look at Ulrich. Ulrich is just Ulrich like is, standing there over Dark Side, just laughing at him. So does my source have a point then? Uh, GNCCs I are hard. I, well, here's the thing. I think I think that two uh, two human beings can have two different fitness levels. And and coming from the corporate world, where I've been on uh, rides with with guests 
like dealers or distributor reps or things like that to where I have ridden last in the line. I'll ride chase. I'll follow and make sure everyone makes it through, make sure everyone's having an okay time. I, I think that Mike Ulrich was really uh, the Yamaha corporate escort uh, to what? follow Jamie okay. throughout the entire race because Jamie told me after the race, after he caught his breath and and uh, and peed and got some more hydration, and, and got that, some more, got the, uh, the 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 paparazzi were clear and yeah. they all got the exactly, photos right, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. As he got all that after he got all that. Uh, he regained his composure, and then he was said that uh, he said, "Oh yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike would have, Mike would have. Uh, he so could have ran away from me." He said several times. Uh, he said, I, "I made a mistake, or I fell over, and I got back up." Mike just stopped and waited on uh, me. Okay, yeah. all right. So we have. Yep. Yep. Okay, we yep. have yeah. what? What happened? Because because okay. Mike's pretty in pretty good shape. Like he rides the mountain bikes, and he's yeah, but he doesn't yep. ride since since uh, he got really bad COVID. He hasn't ridden much. He's been struggling a little bit. With oh, okay. So he isn't in his prime. Ulrich of like a couple years ago, yeah, works. You know, mm-hmm. he's really good, but I think he hasn't ridden a lot. So, but mm-hmm. but now that we know mm-hmm. that, well, you know what? Let's yep. just get right to the source here, uh, Mister Guida. There he is. There he is. I was waiting for the sound drop. I figured that was coming. I don't know what's um, happening. Yeah, with, all, I don't know what's happening with my guys tonight. They're just they're lost a little bit over there. Hey, well, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. You ready? Are you ready? I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. You ready? Yeah. Oh, ah, that's Zach. <laughs> That's Zach Osborne's bike I barely finished on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, first of all, Ulrich 100% was there okay. to make sure I did not quit. And that's basically his, he was just behind <laughs> just, me the okay. entire time. All right, because I was uh, going to unleash hell on Mike Ulrich. No, no. He, <laughs> and, he, okay. Yeah, he was just staying behind me. I, um But, yeah, whoever the, whoever the asshole is that thinks I would do that on purpose. Uh, no, I was. They were just dying. asking. They were just no, that's, asking if I, was if I thought that. Stoked. I was not stoked when I pulled up and saw it. Felt like a, a lot of people with fucking cameras in my face. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, listen, Randy. <laughs> Randy, Randy's gonna be there with a camera. Trust me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was with about what felt like forty minutes left. I was so dehydrated. My feet were going numb. I was blurred vision. I was just dehydrated. <laughs> Sounds good. Dude, I, was, I got some goggles I was for you. The first lap, the first lap, I felt really good. First, second half of lap, I felt really good, and then it was, it was a struggle. How long was the, the total end. time? Yeah. How long was the total time? Like, I think two hours and fifteen minutes. Okay. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he was faking it because you you factor in all the crashes, yeah. him picking up the sure, bike, okay. and, Listen, and all I, that. Yeah. Well, I like. I only fell twice, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, did, I hit a tree on the second lap and kind of thought I might have broke my finger. Um, <laughs> but it really wasn't. Like, oh. it was not that bad until the last little bit. And then it was just. You got, yeah. you got second. Yeah. I was, I was, you got, you I got was second. Just, yeah. I, I probably shouldn't even have been that class because I think the first lap was we, me and Mike ran off on the, the other guys pretty fast. And I realized that. Pretty quick. Probably wasn't in the beginner so, class. Dark side, just so you a were sandbagger. So what you're saying, you were cherry picking, like a, in, another industry guy cherry picking. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, wow. maybe, but definitely the, uh, the, the <laughs> in shape, not in shape enough for that. I got to get back. I started. Yeah. I did go on a mountain bike or a bicycle ride today. <laughs> oh, so. oh, there we there go. You, go. Oh, you got to spin, you gotta spin to... those legs out, man. You got yeah. yeah. <laughs> You got to recover. I will. Uh, I will tell my source. I won't name him, but I'll tell my source that <laughs> you. We're legitimately feeling it, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I would. Why would I act like that? That's not. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Hey, we need we need to get FXR on the phone and, and tell him thank you for the photos as well. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know who, who yeah, supplied that, that, those photos. That was Brad, those are, I think. Yeah, those are great. Yep. Yeah. Between Randy and Brad, we got a lot of. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. They're so funny. Yeah. 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 Did, you, did you see my tweet Andy, today? Yeah. Uh, how it started, how it ended. Yeah. Daytona. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, the oh, screen grabs of of Dark Side are just great. Like the highs and lows Wait, of Dark Side. Dark, you can't look- you can't pose for a photo with the OnlyFans chick and like you you can't. You can't do that. Why? Why? How'd you, get to, how'd you get how'd you get to the GNCC from Atlanta that quick? That's what I want to figure out. That's like a yeah. nine-hour drive. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> what, I, I was in. I had been in Atlanta a few hours before. Okay. okay. I'm just uh, like okay. So okay, you can pull. You can pose with the OnlyFans girl for sure and take a photo, but you can't be like, don't put that up on the internet. Like you can't expect people on Twitter to not just have a field day with that. But yeah, I like I, I, I didn't know who it was. I clicked on her mm-hmm. on her on her yeah. Twitter page, oh, and it's yeah. just tits. I'm like, whoa, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hell so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yep. so don't be, you know, Mister Side. Don't be don't be that upset about when people are cut and pasting your face and you know big boobs. Yeah, that's all he was talking about, huh? Yeah. Or thinking about. So it's just part of it, I guess. I just got to deal with it. Well, now you're a big media guy. It's one of the unspoken rules of media guy that you were always wondering about. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So but, somebody, uh, yeah. somebody, somebody caught you with her, and somebody caught you uh, collapsed under the tent. They yep. caught you. Yeah, caught me. That's so. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. good job though, Mister Side, finishing that race. Good job. Yeah, we, you, you probably were in my, you got, yep. or Pulp Nation was in my head. Yeah, I was not. Yes. Quit side. No one was going to call you quit side. You had to start training no. for the twenty-four hour. I mean, this was only two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I, I'm back on a bicycle today. So wow. we're we're get the diet's going back to a uh, stricter diet. Uh, I'll be good. All right, so, wind so is you, over. You've wind done the over. East Coast off road. Will, will you come out and do a heron hound? Some West Coast off road? Uh, sure, why not? Let's do it. All right. Yeah, uh, bro. Show uh, we're talking about bro. Show we're talking about snowshoe already. Yeah. What's that? Snowshoe. We're talking oh. about doing snowshoe. I know uh, ML wants to do snowshoe. Wow. Look, <laughs> snowshoe. Randy. He's just an off road <laughs> warrior now. He got beat down snowshoe. the world vets. He got beat yeah, down yeah. to the World Vets, Randy, and now he's switching. Yeah. I made him switch to a whole other genre of moto. Oh, no. Yeah. We're still doing moto. Didn't you, we'll hey, hey, back at didn't you, yeah. didn't you years ago, Steve, didn't you have uh, a rider go and do uh, enduro cross? How, how'd that I did. Out? I sent a few people to go and do enduro cross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, fuck, man. <laughs> Dude, no, I, oh, God. I've never crashed so much in my damn life. And that's saying something. Yeah, that that is saying something. <laughs> Like, I'll do it again, though. I would do it again. Yeah? Yeah, I, I, I know what to expect yeah. now. Yeah. 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 I was a disa- Everybody I sent was a disaster. But the tracks look like they're way harder now. They do. Oh, my God. The Matrix, dude. <laughs> Just <laughs> caught up in the Matrix. Well, you and Mr. Sai can go to Endurocross. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of getting out. caught, we, Dark Side and I both would get caught in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Dark Side? He died in the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, no, boys. Right. Uh, well, listen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I was gonna say if you want to chat with Dark Side more, Dark Side, I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. And 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 you're right. The 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 all of Port, Pulp Nation, all of Pulp Nation was was in your head and probably was in the sound of my voice because I was the last one in your ear just ridiculing you if you quit. So I'm proud of you for <laughs> for not giving up. Uh, commit side is who you are now, yep, and, yep. and I'm proud fin- of you, buddy. Finish side, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, so. Finish lap, lap, and, uh, yeah, lap two. I'm, 
Lap two, I was yeah, looking for Michael two. to tell him if the white flag doesn't come out, then we're going to be throwing a white rag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bought you one before the race, just in case, right? Yeah. 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 All right, well, I'm, I'm going to okay. uh, – good night, boys. I'm going to go get some sleep. I'm going to race vintage bikes uh, tomorrow at Daytona. There's a guy here. I don't, I don't know. He's from Michigan. His name is Jeff or something. Jeff Jeff Stanton. So I'll probably go head-to-head with him again and uh, look forward to those battles. So, right. uh, and then grab that Kajiva. Take it home. Uh, yeah, we'll do yep. – yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, Robbie, I'll be right there. I'm helping you unload, buddy. Yep, there you go. Perfect. Right. Thanks, thanks, Randy. Bye-bye. All right, see you. Bye-bye. Uh, that's Michelin, by the way. Michelin, uh, Michelin. check him out. Starcross Sixes, great tires. Uh, and Zacho was around, Dark? Yeah, yeah, he he wasn't there before I started. But he was there when oh. I, I uh, ended. Okay. Yeah. I figured he was like a coach for you, but no, Zacho bailed. No, those little – and his little skinny bars and little skinny ass grips, not not comfortable for me. Oh, that's right. He runs oh, the uh, micro. Any micro. blisters on the hands? Uh, no, actually. I started feeling one at the end, but it never actually – bubbled all the way up and they weren't the micro grips but they were the he said the skinniest uh grips he could get i think they were odi did you run a camelback yeah 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 so what what was the final full race time just over two hours i don't remember exactly my first lap was something like 40 minutes and it went 43 and then maybe 46 or seven three laps Three laps, yeah. Yeah, laps, yeah. yeah well, I got three in. Yeah. Well, uh, I was really going to really get on Mike Ulrich's uh, case for getting beat by Mr. Side, but I will not now. Mike, uh, no, Mike he definitely escort, did right? not get beat by me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair nope. enough. No. Nope. Uh, all right, so. Mr. Side, we're going to run. Uh, thanks for calling yep. in uh, again. Good job. Yeah. I appreciate it. All, all right. right. Talk to you guys soon. See you, man. All yeah. right. That's uh, Mr. Guida, everybody. Commercial break here. JT, Will Hahn, X Brand Tariffs. Race Tech Rant, lots of things coming up here still on the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Deco Works, and Fly Racing. Be right back after this, everybody. At Motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, Choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection is impossible, 
but getting to perfection is always the goal and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPMX20, the code to save. Over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. 
In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. 
If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. 
Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. 
Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA. WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, Go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. 
We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Thanks for uh, watching and listening. We are back on the Pulp MX show. Thanks to uh, RJ Hampshire and Hayden Deegan for calling in. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week, uh, a guy at Seat Concepts. Graphic designer, content creator, based out of Idaho. Full-time job. Seat Concepts looking for a graphic design content creator who will be responsible for highly visible marketing, collateral, advertising, and brand promotional materials, including product sales sheets, point of sale, vehicle wraps, and more. Please check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Job of the Week, uh, Seat Concepts, Graphic Designer, Content Creator. Uh, sounds like a good job up there in Idaho. Thank you to uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. If you're somebody in the industry, a company in the industry, whether you're Wiseco or whoever, uh, EVS or Maxima, looking for somebody to hire, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Post your job up. You'll find some of the best people out there. And uh, speaking of Idaho, let's welcome in our regular uh, caller here. <coughs> The Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? I am in Idaho, and it's cold as hell here, just for the record. It's uh, snowing? Crappy? Yeah? Uh, yep, snowed this morning. Oh, boy. Uh, hey, A-Ray is in studio here, racing Indy this weekend, so Pulp MX Fantasy. Really? That, that warning will pop up, everybody. Yeah, like don't don't pick me don't pick me this weekend. No, not no. I'm, pro- I'm probably like forty percent here. Okay, yeah, I didn't pick you, and you're a hundred percent. I mean, I love you. Like, yeah, there we go, dude. But I'm scared to death of putting you on my team. No, the warning's there for a reason, right? Like, yeah, one hundred percent. I I get it. Th- this year, like, I wish the results were better than they were, but I, I'm I'm content with it, right? Like, I feel like yeah, I, I I'm happy with the way I'm riding on the new blue crew. It's good. Yeah, it's bike of the year. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, JT Daytona, uh, worst race of the year or not? No, come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. I just, I just, yeah. I mean, I, I understand your yeah. concerns. I do. I really do. But people, some people love it. But like the the thing is, for me, you get a lot of perks. You know, I know, I know it's not perfect. Nobody's ever thinks it's perfect. But you get a lot of nice things. You get to go to press box, which you all you deserve all these things. Like let's start there. Daytona makes those things hard. It does. So I I can understand some of your complaints. Uh, I just but yeah. People people that don't get to do any of that, and Daytona is like the only race they go to, or they love the speedway or whatever. Like they love it. So yeah, yeah no, they no, can love it. You can stay home and everybody wins. I get it for sure. If you just look at it from covering the sport, it's expensive. It's a far drive. Security sucks. Your passes suck. You can't watch anywhere. Blah blah blah. Track's not that good yeah, anymore. Listen, you know. Listen, I had. I had the most access, like the pass I had, I've never even seen before. And I still was told five times I couldn't go to a certain place. And right, I'm like, right. I, yes, I can. Like, I have to. If I don't go, if you don't let me go, I'm fired. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And this guy didn't even know, he doesn't know anything about anything. He was just not letting me. I had to call three different people on scooters. And finally, this guy's like, why, why are you stopping this guy? He's like, he can't go here. And he's like, he damn sure can. Like, he can go yeah. stand on the racetrack if he wants to. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. what you're dealing with, man. Nope. Like, these guys are told one thing, and they're going to die to stop you yeah. from doing yeah. that. No, it's really frustrating to, to deal with that because, you know, we're used to 
Feld passes every weekend. We go to Feld Stadium. Everything works. Everything's fine. You know, all of that. So uh, I yep. get it. Um, let's and go. I, I don't oh. blame them. Like they're told one thing, and they yeah. just that's all they're doing. You know, no. it's just. It, but it is. It is frustrating. I get it. Uh, so RJ was on the show talking about his 450 ride, and, and he, he mentioned that. I think he was pretty humble about it, but then he also did say, like, when he got off from the heat, JT, he's like, "Yeah, I, I, I can do this. Yeah, he's... I can, I can win this." You know, that's uh, yeah. He had a lot of confidence. So the question is, is that just a Daytona thing? Uh, we'll find out. He's racing yeah, this weekend. I mean... <laughs> okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, he's back in. I mean, I think, I think it has to be in consideration because Daytona's a unique race, man, yeah. and he's a yeah. Florida guy. You know, it, it is. Yeah, he could let like, loose there a little bit, right? Like Indy, yeah, and Indy listen, is tight. He grew up, he grew up in the sand, and he grew up riding tracks just like well, maybe not the way out of yeah. Daytona, but that dirt, those conditions. That's what he grew up in. I watched him ride from since he was a little kid. So that's going to be the question: is is that replicable on a normal Supercross track? Yeah, and I'm glad he's racing this weekend. We're going to get to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I mean, look. Uh, his worst case is he's battling with Dino in 11, yeah. 12, right? I mean, that's well, it's still I good, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It is, but I think for him, he's he's trying to create value for himself on a 450. That's what this, you know, long term, he wants to race 450 and get paid a lot to do it. If he's back there in 12th or 13th, I think that's damaging after what was such a great weekend. So uh, we'll see. You know, it's up to him to you know, pass fail, but um, I think he would do himself a disservice if he went backwards. Uh, we also don't have Justin Cooper this weekend, and we won't have Joey Savacci. Yep. He's done, too, so, you know, we're moving. He's at what's, what's the deal there? Yeah, just not, not going. Like, not not due to injury, okay. just done getting ready for World Supercross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, yeah. Okay. So, JT, Anything that hurts your, that's your fantasy score. Well, yeah. at least we lost Justin Cooper also. Yes. Yep. So, so AC, uh, like, is he still out for the weekend? Uh yeah, I think he's hoping to come back the next week. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, Ferrandez? No, uh, oh, Ferrandez should be in, right? You would think. Colt Nichols. Nichols should be in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they were just a little bit banged up for Saturday, but I yeah. mean, give them a week. I right. think they'll be fine. Uh, so we talked about this in our review pod a little bit. Anybody have a problem with the Hunter Lawrence Nate Thrasher pass? Are we all? I'm. I'm all? kind of on the fence about it, just <clears throat> okay. because. Um, I feel that Thrasher is one of the only guys in the field that could run Hunter's pace. Yeah. So if he does get a start or if, say, Hunter gets a, like a whole shot, right, and he's right there, I mean, he's going to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I feel with some of the races that are coming up, Atlanta, you know, I mean, I think before this weekend he was in the title fight, but now he's not, so he sort of has nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think I think he, he remembers that. I agree. And JT, you agree too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the only problem I had is somebody DM me, um, and everybody's entitled to their opinion. I just don't have to agree with it. Uh, somebody wrote me and said, I need to go rewatch it because Thrasher turned down into Hunter, and that's why he crashed. I'm like, eh. I'm going to go, I'm going to take a different opinion than that. Um, but that's okay. You do you. Yeah, I, yeah mean- I think I think that Hunter sees. Um, Thrasher rarely outside, yeah. go past him. And I think that Hunter, in that first lap, he was going to go to that inside rut. And then he saw and then he saw Thrasher yeah. go past him, and he's like, he changed his line super quick and went straight yep. for that outside, yep. which that's racing, okay? Yep. Like, I mean, yep. he took the line away. Thrasher might have cut down a little bit, yeah. but... Yeah, no, Thrasher did cut down, but... I he's mean, like, he's like, oh shit! Yeah, and then well, he Thrasher sort of leaned caused, into it. Thrasher didn't cause the crash. No, like, that, no, that, no. That's, that's what I can't, I can't go there. 
right? Like, no. but I, and I will give Hunter credit; he has not backed away from those things, right? If it, the only thing that really makes me mad in racing is when somebody rides dirty and then goes, "What? What did I do? I didn't do anything." Like, what are you talking about? Like, if you're gonna own it and just say, "Yeah, man, I saw the opening and I went for it," then hey, that's you yeah. know, th- those things come back around, and I'm I'm cool with it then. But if you act like you didn't do anything and you have no idea what that person's talking about. Yeah, I, then I'm just like I just throw my hands up at that point. I was asking Hunter about the Joe Schmodeth stuff at Paula, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's and I'm cool with that. Yeah, like if you're if you're willing to just own it and be like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm here and I'm going to go for it," then yeah, you just have to know what you're dealing with at that point. Yeah. But, but do you think that has anything to do with what happened last week with Thrasher? Um, um not really. I think I think Hunter's just willing to be aggressive. You look at his moves over the years, Shimoda. Motocross the Nations with Justin Cooper, Thrasher, uh, Michael Moseman at Tampa. I just think that's who Hunter is. And you, at some point, it hasn't happened yet. Well, maybe Motocross the Nations, you could say. But you live by the sword and you die by the sword. And if you're willing to abide by that, then so be it. Uh, Fly Racing, by the way, a big win. RJ Hampshire in Fly Racing gear. Uh, Kinetic Mesh released. Purple purple for the uh firepower honda guys i like the purple do you like, I the like purple the or no? stuff I, I was more on board with hampshire's the blue and white i, was I, I wasn't too. i wasn't in on the on the purple you're kevin or? i like dancy stuff i thought you like the purple good. yeah i'm out on the purple yeah see i like the purple just because it was different for us yes that's, that's all like blue yeah. and white is so up <laughs> yes it is fine yeah. but i i'm i really want us to try to break out of that sometimes and be not who everybody expects us to be yeah, um, that that was my favorite part of it. I would. I don't want to look like Grimace, which if I put that on, I may look like Grimace. <laughs> no one, no one listening knows who Grimace is. Yeah, I I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you and I'm like, what, what? the fuck? Kevin are you talking knew. About? Kevin, you yeah, knew. yeah. From... Mark's Grimace. Okay. No, no idea. What? What's Grimace? See? McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. What's? I still don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> hey, we're old. Big purple McDonald's. Like, I don't know what to Dude, tell you. No, Grimace is still a relevant character. It's in... not. It's really not. I don't. We, I, I, I don't. Yeah, Aries out of this yeah, one. I have okay. No idea. So, anyways, yeah, all right. It's like Barney from McDonald's. Yeah. Right, but I'm just telling you, we're yeah. old. Like these references, people don't know anymore. Okay, that's all Ronald right. McDonald. It happens. Moving on. JT, is there? Yeah. Are you coming around on Kiefer's point of view that Hunter may be as good as Jet? I don't think he's as good as Jet. No, um, you're talking about a guy that's significantly older and has done nowhere near the amount of winning already that Jed has done. So I don't think you can make that argument. Like, okay. I, I just don't. Yeah. I, just, I was just checking. He is riding really well, though. Yeah. He is riding really well. I yeah. don't want that to be a dig at Hunter. We're talking about Jed as like everybody considers Jed to be kind of next. And the rumors I'm hearing about him in early 450 testing are like, I, I'm like, okay, calm down a little bit. And they're like, no, I'm not calming down. I'm like, okay, well, we'll just see then. Uh, so yeah, as good as Hunter is, I still think Jed is one of the. He, he has an opportunity to be, be one of the best we've ever seen. I truly believe that. And I'll say this about Hunter: I'm impressed with his uh, improvement in the whoops. Right. So like whenever he first came 100%. over here, yeah. he was he was struggling in the whoops, and I feel like the whoops this past weekend at Daytona they were big, they were, they good, were yeah. far apart. Everyone was struggling through him, and I felt like he still was a step ahead of everyone. His Yep. His posture on the bike, the way he carried momentum into him, like he was just solid. There was never like a sketchy moment with him at all. There is a place to be great and also not as good as Jet Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. There's a place there, you know? Well, yeah, I think that that's where we're at in this world where everybody just 
lashes out, right? As soon as you say like, oh, you're like, yeah. It doesn't have to be black or white. Yeah. You know, that he can be awesome and just not be as good as Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Mike's on one. Mike, uh, what's your call, man? What's your point here? I, I like it. Hey, uh, yeah, I have a point. Um, now, uh, for, for you and JT, now that they combined the two series together, can we please, please, please go back to 25 points for a win in the Supercross series like it is 25 points for a moto win? Yeah, yeah, we, we probably should. Now, Feld... I always look. I always took it when Feld made that change as a little dig at MX Sports. We're going to change our point systems to be different from you guys, and and then Feld will tell you like, hey, that actually creates more separation at the bottom of the class with the point structure the way it is. And and I did see that somebody ran the points the other way, the old way for this year's title a couple weeks ago, and it was different. Like, you know, it does end up being a bit different because there's a bigger gap down the line. But yeah, I'm with you. Stop it with the 26, 23. All of that, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like it, uh, Mike. But they did it because there's 22 guys in that get points in the main event as opposed to 20 in nationals, right? So they had to spread it oh, out a little more. That. Yeah, that's why they did it. So at the end, it's more spread out. Um, I, I'm with you. There. Yeah. Okay. I ask you one other question. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when you're uh, next time you're in Phoenix, when you come here for the Supercross, yeah, make sure you bring your mountain bike and ride uh, South Mountains National. South Mountains National. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what John Tomac rides. Oh, I'm probably I'm probably driving. I don't think I'm going to fly. Are you, so, uh, is this yeah. is this caller from Phoenix? Yeah. So are yeah. you going to meet Steve it, at the base of the mountain? You guys going to ride together? No, we're good. We're we're good. We're just gonna, <laughs> no. I can't. You're not going to. Let's get a group ride together. Cool. It's super, you're not going to dance, Okay. Yeah, it's super technical, and it's you know when you we fly in in the um, the mountain with all the TV towers. Yeah. With the TV antennas, that's it. It's it's a huge uh, park, and uh, national is really good. All right, I'll keep it in mind, man. Thank you. All right, thank you. Have thank a great you. have a great evening. Thanks. I don't really want to. He's gonna anything. be waiting at the base of the mountain I don't, on Friday. I'll just ride just normally by myself. You're gonna JS exit and have no bicycle with you. <laughs> you don't know. I do. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I wouldn't mind driving though a little bit. Uh, Jason Thomas, fly racing uh, on the uh, on the show tonight. So, um, do we just think this this Sexton ride was just Daytona induced? And like, come this weekend, he's fastest qualifier. He's crushing it again. I mean, he was still super fast this weekend. I I don't think it was any different than what we've seen. Okay. To be honest, it was insane speed. Look at his qualifying. He was ridiculous. And then mistakes in the main. I I truly didn't see a lot of difference. The heat race wasn't very good because his start was pretty bad. But the main event, I thought he was really fast. Like, he was closing up on those guys at times. And then the mistakes came in again. So, to me, it was just more of the same, which is a little bit troubling at this point. What do you think? I don't Do, do you think it's by his own, like, bike setup at all? Because his bike looks significantly softer than everybody else. You think? To me, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know like the rear has characteristics like um, of like a faster rebound, you know, with the BFR. But to me, it, even his fork, it seems a little bit softer. I think he's going more for comfort than right. than performance, right? I so I think he's trying to trying to solve that front end traction thing. Yeah, but I feel like he knows he can go super fast with this setup. But maybe, do you sacrifice a little bit of comfort for performance? Like maybe. Well, of course, yeah. That's always the ideal, right? That's the, that's. The in, in my mind, 
in my mind, I think if you are dealing with this front end traction thing, you just have to accommodate for it. I, I don't think he really needs to change his Like when I watch his bike, it looks great. Like he's going so fast. The thing's handling really well. I just think you have to have it in the back of your mind that you, you can't over trust the front end. You know, if the conditions aren't perfect and traction's at a premium, don't think that your front end's going to stick in every situation or because it's proven time and time again that at some point it's going to bite you. Um, so I don't, know how you, I don't know how you do that other than just mentally preparing yourself to like, hey, I may need to slide a little bit forward. Maybe I don't just, you know, go in there with standing up on, you know, not even putting my foot down going into this corner thinking that everything's going to be fine. Um, I mean, look at every crash almost this year. It's been the same thing where the front kind of goes away when he's not expecting it. The Oakland one was all-time weirdo. Yeah, all-time yeah, weirdness yeah. was but at the Oakland front one. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the front went away again. You know, just something that nobody else did coming down a slower double. Like, just what is well, going he's, on? Well, you know, he's tripping in there, yeah. and he loads up the front when you land, and then the front slid. But you know, Justin Brayton has ridden those, has ridden that bike and those bikes a ton. Not, not excluding this weekend even. And he said he doesn't really think it's a setup. He just thinks that Chase thinks that the track is the same all the time when it's ever-changing, and you can't approach the same corner when it's going away or a line hasn't developed the same way. You can't just go in there and just throw the front into a flat corner thinking that the rut's going to hold when there's no rut yet. And when he watches him, that's what he sees him doing over and over is thinking the track's the same when it's not the same, and then he ends up on his head wondering why. So he's more so overriding the track, not overriding his setup as much. Yeah, or just not, not... reading the track when it's changing right if it's brand new you can't attack a corner with a flat you know a flat corner thinking there's a rut there the way you would five laps in and when the track's going away you have to be mindful that you know traction like the the entry to the corner is a little bit more slippery than it was at the beginning of the race like uh you know the same way in the you know the tampa with the way the rut had formed down the whoops you can't trust it there you have to be able to he's just not adjusting his approach when the track is changing that this is kind of what justin was saying he'd be a great road racer (laughs) (laughs) same thing every lap yeah yeah you know what i mean uh uh yeah it's got to be frustrating for him and and everybody else i still think he figures it out yeah i really think he Mm -hmm. gets it and starts winning a bunch of these and we all look back at this era and like oh remember that time you know yeah i've been i've been scratching my head at it for like the past few weeks because we've been talking about it on the on the kickstart pod like, you know, we were thinking maybe it's Spike, maybe it's everyone talking about it. It's in his head to where, like, he's he's just, like, losing focus or he's just constantly thinking about it and he's just crashing. Cause but even, like, look at outdoors. He threw away a couple of outdoors, yeah. right? Like, late in the race. all Like, it's not a supercross only thing. And, and my thing, that's why I was scratching my head. It's because... It's the same crash over and over and over again, it seems like. You know, there was a couple that were like, eh, yeah. okay. But, yeah. like, for the most part, it's the same crash happening yeah. over and over. So th- then I was like, okay, well, maybe it's bike setup or something with a bike. Could they, they maybe fix that. But yeah. it seems like he has – I mean, I guess he's working on stuff now, but it seems like his bike's been the same. Well, He used a pretty different setup for Daytona. I know that. Okay. Uh, I, right. I mean, it didn't seem like it changed a lot. No, let's go to uh, Justin on one. Justin, uh, what's going on, man? What's your question? Oh, it's uh, more of a, I want you guys' opinion. Uh, so people look at the seven wins at Daytona for Tomac, which is amazing. But if you pay attention, the two years he didn't win, 
the first year was his rookie year with the whole wheelie through the rollers yep. video that everybody remembers. And the second year was the year that Wygant's boy, you know, JB10 won. Yeah. And Tomac was down in the first corner yeah. and damn near caught him. I don't think he probably wouldn't have caught him because he got close and then Brayton turned it up at the very yeah, end. Yeah, the last, last couple of laps, Brayton had kind of stopped yeah. the charge, right? Yeah. Yeah, so at first they said, hey, if Tomac had another lap, he might have caught him. I don't think he would have, but the point is, I mean, winning seven and then two seconds that were rookie year plus yeah. the first corner crash. I just want to yeah. – I don't know. I, I don't think that gets enough attention, so uh, I don't know. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, man. What you do, nope. just talk about that a little bit. Good point. You're absolutely right. Absolutely incredible record at Daytona. Just I don't know how he does it. it, right? I don't know how he does yeah. it. Dude's an animal. Like he, I, I, yeah. I, I seen him practice during the week, and I'm like, yeah, this dude's incredible, you know. And to see yeah, what he does on the weekend, it's nuts. He's great. Um, you know, if you wanted to argue that point, which I, I don't really like arguing points at all. It's not really my thing. Yeah, no, not at, wanted, it, not at all. No, if you wanted to, though, you could say that Ricky stopped a lot earlier, and there were some really close ones there too, like the the year he lost to Chad, and then you add a few more opportunities in there by racing longer mm-hmm. maybe he wins more too well so, also last year coop was leading until lappers right and then tomac got him late yeah so it, both of them are fantastic right yes. I, I just think ricky probably had more winning in the tank if he hung around but yeah he stopped at 27 so yeah. <laughs> i remember making the podium with red dog in 03 and honestly this is seriously it was my true feeling like oh wow podium daytona that's awesome fuck ricky's like two corners away from lapping him like, Listen, like, I got lapped twice at Daytona. I got tenth. Yeah, yeah. I was twice. I, I was thinking like, this is awesome. Then I'm like, maybe it's not awesome. He's two corners from being lapped. You yeah. know. I mean, it was a thirty thirty three minute race. Yeah. But still. Damn. Like, still. He was. Yeah. So long ass race there. at Daytona. He didn't. He didn't lap up the third of nationals, right? Which are thirty minutes. Go back and watch. Uh, they posted. I don't know who posted it. Maybe Ricky. Someone else posted the two thousand year he won. Uh, his first Daytona win, mm-hmm. he literally rolls around the whole track the last lap. Like, he is so far <laughs> in front yeah. of McGrath. It's unreal. Like, yeah. those are the things where I'm like, yeah, Tomac's amazing, but let's not take away too much well, from Ricky because he was Yeah, because the separation, really, the separation really back then. There was, was also, it was hot as balls yeah. back then. We yeah. did it in the day, which is hotter. And it was 30-plus minutes. Yeah, and it was, yeah. And 30 guys for – when did they get rid of 30 guys, JT? Uh, 2000 – Five, four, four? yeah, four, like that, right? I think. Yeah, so there's thirty guys. Yeah. So you're, then you're going through thirty guys out there, you know, mm-hmm. and the track's rough or whatever. Uh, Heath's on three. Heath, welcome to the show. What's happening? Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, hey, show's awesome. Thank you. And uh, I, I, <laughs> I always appreciate your boldness. Um, but uh, the one on uh, Ricky's take about Daytona, um, Davey wrote seventy-eight percent of the points leaders. Yeah, the title after Day- Daytona. I s- so I saw that. I, I I feel like Ricky. What he means is you. You start to know who's going to win the title after Daytona. I mean, okay, Does that makes sense. Yeah, sure, <laughs> but it doesn't start at Daytona. It's literally grab the lead at Daytona, and eight out of ten times you're going to win the championship. You know, um, so yeah, I, I, I don't I think know. He just says yeah. you you st- you start to know who's going to win. After Daytona. Well, all right, fair enough, Heath. Thanks, man. I still think I still stand my point. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, I I, I also say 
if you're going to call out a guy that you call a friend and somebody that's a goat of a series about I, I, something yeah. they say about the series, man, you got to call him and ask it, buddy. Man, well, no, I did. We talked to him. I texted with him. He hadn't heard anything about oh, it, but I, but I was like, hey, man, like you won 62 percent of your races before Daytona, and and that's you know I I watched you kind of like manage series, and he's just like I just felt like you know he gave a good explanation, but. I'm like, but the facts back out that the series starts at Anaheim 1. Yeah. And it, yeah there there yeah, have been an so. incredible <laughs> amount of championship runs that have been managed down the stretch. Like, that's, that's inarguable. So, I don't know. I don't – but, yeah, Heath, uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, by the way, I'm yep. that guy that, uh, that, t- that took up for Delta that changed your seat that time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Delta. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Delta's uh, widely I, known as the best domestic Delta airline. is not widely known as anything but a garbage airline. So, uh, uh, I'm kidding. I called, Timmy. I called Timmy after that and told him, I said, you tell Steve you're uh, not coming on the show. Red Duck doesn't so even know what Delta is. Red Duck's clueless. He don't know nothing. Thanks. I, I used to help him at Delta. Oh. He knows. No, Delta's fine. But We're going to need that. You know what? So, you know, Delta's okay, but... I mean, Heath, they literally kicked me out of my seat that I paid money for. They just oh, said, wow. they just said, get out of here. And they put me in a worse seat. Can you they explain that? They the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Heath. There you go. Thank you. Y'all have a good night, man. Thank you. See Appreciate ya. it. Thank you. My buddy Trevor's here. Yeah. He flew Delta. He had, on his flight, JT, he had a guy die on his flight, and then an Probably, I... Probably uh, his dying wish was to fly Delta. <laughs> and then... He had a guy so, like, out of his mind drunk that one of the pilots had to come back and sit next to this guy. Hell yeah, that's the greatest day of his life. This is Delta Airlines, everybody. Hell yeah. Yep. They, they, Listen, they, <laughs> I've only flown Delta like two you, or three times. We send you to the afterlife, and we make it, uh, we, we have a party on the way. I've only felt, flown, bleh, flown Delta like two or three times because, like, their flights are just outrageous. And you go spirit. You do a lot yeah, of spirit. Yeah, I'm a lot of spirit, a lot of American. <laughs> like, I have status on American. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have good status. Flying Delta is like flying private compared to spirit. Fuck my ass. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say so, but, I mean, fuck, they all got free movies and shit anyways. I just sit on there for a couple hours and get off of it. You gotta like pay for water on Spirit, though, right? Yeah, I don't. I'm like, well, the thing about it is, <laughs> you really? can, yeah, I think you have yeah. to buy water bottles. Yeah, yeah but you just you, you have just... to pay to turn the little fan on above you. On <laughs> no, but you can take your little like um, your hydro flask and just fill yeah. it up at the airport right. before you get on the plane. You're fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. the The seat cushion felt like I was sitting on concrete at, on a Spirit flight when I took one. one yeah, time. yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's not the most comfortable <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, let's get to our next guest before we let JT go here. Is this Will Hahn? Yes, it is. Will, is Daytona the worst race? No. What's the worst race then? It's a good question. <laughs> no. Oakland? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a case to be made for that, Wilbur. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this year was honestly the first year that I was actually, like, concerned. Concerned? <laughs> yeah, like, the pits could be lit on fire at any point. Yeah, maybe. Steve, Steve, are you not accepting the L that we handed you on Saturday morning? Well, that's – no, I'm not accepting the L from a photo. I mean, if if we just send photos of the flip-off game, we can go back and forth. Well, if you come to the races, we don't have to. There you go. I, I thought you had a guy 
Did well, that not, did that not count? I don't know. Why didn't that count? Yeah, I don't know. So you just decided it didn't count, even though you... it was it was on video and everything. Yeah, okay. I mean, you literally. I mean, you have literally done that. What? So it didn't count in other ways, and I mean, we've all kind of. I mean, we've all kind of done that. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like end all be all. I didn't know. I was the final decision. But then you flipped them off on Saturday, and now you're claiming a a one a one one weekend. I mean, I mean, I'll take that if, if we're counting it. Yeah. Um. I, I mean. I don't know, man. I think I think I should be able to send in a proxy, but you can't send a photo. JT and Will sent a photo. I felt like it was great. You woke up whenever you woke up on yep. Saturday morning. Yep. And the, one of the first things you saw was a picture of me and Wilbur yep. flipping you off. No, that's right. And, like, that, and that does feel good. Uh, not as good as when I Facetime Will and I just flipped him off on the Facetime. So welcome to Saturday. Right. Unbelievable. Where'd you guys see each other? At the at the, at the saunas. Watch. First watch is the best, man. What's first that? watch, and we gave it's you the a first breakfast finger. place. Breakfast place in Daytona. No, it's the, it's yep. a kind of a chain, but yeah, I mean it's everywhere. Oh, it's okay. a it's a Florida thing. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's kind of like a everywhere. They East have, Coast they thing. Have, but it started it started in Florida. Oh, but yeah, gotcha. they have them. They have in Texas and other places. Wilbur, where you stand on Delta Airlines? Ah, I love it. Okay. Yeah. I see Will on a lot Mark of United flights. I see him on a lot of United flights. So yeah, I the greatest thing about Delta, Delta. Is you get there. You, the greatest thing about Delta is you get there when they tell you they're going to get there. <laughs> like United, God knows when you're getting there. Stop it. The next day, who knows? Didn't didn't they drag somebody off Delta or a United flight? Yeah, they they they. they, they Delta just killed a bunch of dogs like last year. They left dogs uh, overheating on the on the uh, runway, and they all died. Delta, everybody. They were probably rabid. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, all right, JT, we'll let you go. Anything else for Wilbur? JT, anything else? For uh, nope. I okay. look forward to uh, see, one of the highlights of my weekend is seeing Wilbur. Okay. Uh, I really enjoy it. He doesn't ever. He doesn't put me off. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Well, but uh, yeah. Weather is going to be uh, freezing cold and probably terrible. Oh, weekend. it is? But yeah. Gonna... Oh, God. Okay. Well, the uh, low is uh, in the 20s. So oh, boy. Can't well, wait. Friday night, live show, everybody. Fly racing yep. live show at Indianapolis. Wilbur, come on out. Yeah, Will. Come join us, Wilbur. Why don't you do that? All right. Yeah, come on by. It's uh, tickets available on Pulp Mix, Will. Just <laughs> get some tickets. <laughs> yeah, I, I will put you on my comp list, Will. Don't worry. No, no, no. no, no, no. Your fr- I know Steve's not your friend. No, but no, I will no, do this no, for you. No. I just fucking kick it. All right, thanks, JT. That good. Thank you. All right, see you All guys. Right, see you. Uh, will Hall on the show, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Will, what Renthal Ben do you run? Uh, I always switch between. Man, I was back and forth quite a bit, but nine 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 seven and nine nine six. Jeez. That's Dang. a lot, yeah. yeah. For, for a pro rider like yourself, that's that's like not no no loyalty. Crossbar, or no crossbar. Um, now <clears throat> when I ride, no crossbar. I don't know why. I just don't like it anymore. Okay, mm. we're, just, we're just running on Renthal, uh, fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. They got a works fit tool. They got inventory locator on their website. They win a lot of championships. That gas gas. TLD team, you've heard of them. They run rental bars as well. Sprockets and chains and bars and grips. Uh, uh, twin wall to uh, the fat bar, fat bar 36. 7 eighths bar. Build my project bike. I got a 7 eighths bar on that mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, Yeah, well, so 
Cade is really upset. He felt like it should count, and he was very happy, and you just refused to count it as a victory, and I think that uh, we should count that. I felt like that gave Cade purpose for the whole weekend. Like, yeah. Like, fuck the racing. Like, he, he was did. there he was to flip you proud, off. I'll be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, how did you get him on Saturday? What happened? He, uh, he was just walking by and looked at me, and I flipped him off and said, no, it's even. <laughs> so, he, he, just, he, just, like, he just forgot what happened the day before? He wasn't <laughs> even on his game? Pretty much. Oh, my Jesus. God. This is what I get. That's for... how easy. That's how easy you get caught flipping. Dude. I mean that's that's the most Cade thing ever. He just like forgets. Yeah, yeah. Just, you like, can't you can't forget. I mean, he was literally looking for Will on Friday, all the time. Got him, and then Saturday morning he just was like, yeah, I, f- I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna walk by him. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'll be honest. I've had weekends where I've completely forgot about it completely. Yeah, there's not a weekend that Steve's forgetting about it. I feel like he plans no, his whole. No. You plan your whole weekend out on it. No, I forgot a few times, but since he got a lead on me, I've been very determined. And then when he's been getting me, it's been fucking pissing me off. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it has been setting. Oh yeah. man, it's and it. The sad thing is, is it's been like just every time it's been handed to me like in a silver platter. You're not even trying. Oh, no. Tampa, no. Tampa. Whenever you uh, took Kate and I out to dinner, yep. Will. He was dissecting like everything yep. he was going to do the next morning, mm-hmm. where he was going to be, what time he was going to show up. Like it was a, a whole deal. Like it's almost like he had dartfish, but for like the flip off challenge. <laughs> and then what happened? You got him, I think, right? Yeah, I, I got him walking to my plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he got me on that Friday because I didn't think he'd be there because it was press day and his team wasn't doing press day. So oh. I'm like, well, he's not here. There's no press day for the team. Why is well, he here? He's still probably watching, like, with the guys going over it. There he is. Just sitting in his pit. Mm. Gets me back. Yeah. The, the, yeah, one, the one hanging out in the rental car down. is my favorite. The one, oh, the rental car? That, yeah. was, that was Oakland. Okay. Yeah, Oakland. Hey, straight up for that win, I'm willing, I'm willing to scoop you on the hood. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to hit you. I'm like, for that win right there, I'm like, this, this is all time for me. Uh, so you weren't, you weren't driving away from someone trying to break into your rental car? I mean, at that point, you're running from anything. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, you're just lucky to be alive. Yeah. No, it, it sucks, man. And then the one, I don't know what race it was where he got there late. Like, I got there late, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I slept in a little bit. He shouldn't have been there that late. Like, he's a trainer to a bunch of riders, works with the TL. Like, you should not have been there that late. And there you were, coming in late after me. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I remember. Oh, yeah, because I went, that was Houston. I went and got, uh, picked up Colt. And Michael from the hotel, and I was coming back in, and I was I was super late. And, and I walked in from there too, and I'm like, "This is just unbelievable." Your back was to me. I'm like, "This is this is perfect." Yep. And Benny saw him coming, and Benny didn't say a word. Yeah, he didn't just say, he yeah. didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, all right, Wilbur. Uh, well, the, this weekend's a new game, new day. So, hey, can we? I'm actually surprised you're coming. Stop it. Can we ask Will why um, he is telling his riders not to do media this week? Oh, okay. okay. Oh no! I was just asking because uh, because I, I sent Barsha a text and Steve sent oh, Barsha a text. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't think uh, Will and Barsha are you know that tight. I don't think anything's wrong with them, but yeah, I couldn't get Barsha on the show. Wilbur <laughs> tried. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't do a lot of things. I don't think. I don't think he likes doing a lot of things. I think he's in the Jason Anderson category of doing media. Yeah, yeah. Did you piss him off? No, I think we're fine. Oh yeah. As long as I know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did. Who knows? But, yeah, I don't think he's dying to be, uh, you know, to talk about it. No, yeah. no, I, I don't, I don't think so either, right? And I, and I, I don't think it's a negative either. Yeah, I think you know he wants to. I don't think it should be like a, an issue. 
No, 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 no. I just don't think he's yeah super super down with it. Uh, before we get too far away into this, and I want to talk to you, Wilbur, about uh, Colt and Moseman and 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 everything else. Is we do have Kate on the line. Kate, thanks for calling in, sir. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, I have some concerns about my fill-in application this weekend. Well, I have concerns that you literally on Saturday morning just walked right by them. Well, okay. I won fair and square on Friday. Yep. But out of respect for Will, he told me it didn't count. And when it just when when I have to respect my elders' wishes, you know, someone I in the past had to look up to mm-hmm. as a role model, um, he uh, he basically told me it didn't count just to lie to me. So he could try and uh, win the next day, which I think is deceitful mm-hmm. and uh, truly hurtful and uh, un- unfair to the game. Hmm. Well, the only rules of this game is there is no rules. Oh, <laughs> well, then, I, you know, maybe my uh, my coach should have told me that I, I, I didn't. I just assume that even though like a little weasel, he told you it didn't count on your video. I just assumed it's still on. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he can say whatever he wants. Listen, there was a race. Will, what race was it where we almost tied? I think that was Tampa on Friday. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, it might have been there. Yeah. So he got me (laughs) like maybe a second before I got him. And I'm just yelling, we tied. We tied. And I knew we didn't tie. (laughs) I know we didn't tie. But I'm yelling, we tied, we tied, we tied. And Will's like, nope. And for like 15 seconds of arguing. Yeah, (laughs) totally, right? And I I just like, so I mean, I was just like, he he got me. But it's the game. Why not? I just try it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Well, Steve, I'm sorry I let you down. Kate, I can't imagine you had really anything else to focus on on Saturday, right? No, that was about I mean, it. not really. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, it's 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 not a very important day for me. <laughs> Listen, Kate, uh, there's another race coming up that I'm not going to, so I need you. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll redeem myself. I need I'll you get to go. Two yeah, points. I need two. I need two points because we're down. Right now, we're down. Uh, we're going to need a hail mary. Seven to three, right, Will? It was five to two before the weekend. So is it one one per day? Yeah. Is that what one it is? One per day. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't yeah. know if it was like no. And travel days count. No, I think it, it was six one, and now it should be seven two. I thought I had two. Well, don't write it off because it starts in Daytona. Yeah. Yeah. Series starts. No. In yeah. You only have the one in Tampa. Really? Yeah. I thought I had another one, and I was closing the gap a little bit, but no, guess not. All right. <sighs> Dude, on all well, of his flip-off stories, like, he just starts out with the Starbucks outdoors story. Like, he lives and breathes by that story. That, that's, a, that's a tale that he'll be telling for the rest of his life. It was so good. It, it's so, I don't I mean, think that's as good as the Oakland one, dude. The Oakland one. Cade, you were responsible for the Oakland one because you were distracting me. Dude, the speed that Will was traveling through the parking lot <laughs> in that car, I was like, I was concerned for my life. I thought we were about to get shot. Yeah. Drive by, and then the brakes squealed, and Will is just hanging out the window. It was yeah. Great. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I spotted you from like 100, 100 yards away, and I just matted it. I was like, at all costs. <laughs> like, oh, man. Pierce, Pierce and Nichols are like, what the hell are you doing? They're just bouncing in the back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 well, you boys have a good show. All right, thanks, Kate. 
And hey, uh, yeah. I need you coming up. Thanks, Kate. All right. All right. See ya. Um, all right. By the way, we got a uh, nine ninety nine from Sporting Wood three hundred three on YouTube. A Ray, I buy Privateer merch as a fan and try to support, but I think I got your last sketch sketch sketcherade. Yeah, sketchade. Sketchade hat. You were out of normal hats. Wait, what? I don't know. Oh, okay. Sweet. You were out of normal hats. Yeah, I was, but I'm restocked now. Okay. Yeah, we're we're stocked up on everything okay. now. Okay. All yeah. Right. Fair enough. Uh, Rental bringing you Will Hahn on the uh, on the Pulp Mech Show. Wilbur, what is going on with Moseman? It's not going well. He's better than this. He should have been on the podium a bunch. I know we got hurt a little bit outdoors and stuff, but like, what? Uh, take us through that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I think maybe all everybody, including myself, maybe to give him a little bit of a break for that. I mean, he was off quite a while after Ironman to get healed back up with the neck injury and. Uh, it has been hard for him to get back in that fight, and I think uh, be amongst it uh, um, around a bunch of guys too. Um, he's making progress, but you guys know how that is when you race week to week, and you only can ride so much during the week and make those improvements. And uh, it's never as I would say dramatic as you would like those to be, and quickly. But right now he is making those. It's just unfortunately on paper it doesn't look much different, and then, then the needle might not be moving. Um, on that as much as it may seem, um, but it is. And he's, and he's not lack of effort on his side. And to be quite honest, he's not happy with the results either, uh, clearly. I mean, he expects more out of himself as well, so it's not mm-hmm. like he's, like, stoked on it. So do you – but you are seeing – I mean, he, he has run up front, but then he's been crashing. So – and before he wasn't even running up front. So I guess is that what you mean by a little bit of improvements? Yeah, yeah, and the guy qualifying was better this week and a lot more positive laps, I would say, and a lot closer as far as, I mean, the gap in times, mm-hmm. you know, straight up. I mean, he was he was in the fight this weekend of, you know, um, running podium speed, and uh, the weeks prior to that, even practice didn't go quite that well. So, yeah, um, and just overall comfort, I would say, out there on the track as well. Um, that's rising as well, so I think it's just a little bit of kind of everything. You've been there as a racer. You know, you've been in those times where it's not working. What What do you... What do you say to him? What do you what do you how what do you talk to him about? Michael's a smart guy. He's a different kid. Uh, how do you deal with it? And and I'm sure you're not yelling and screaming, but there come maybe come maybe there comes a point, Wilbur, where you have to. I mean, there is uh, there is times for that because it's it's hard to uh, at times look in the mirror as well, um, and and it's that's difficult as a rider. It's difficult with egos. It's a, at any point anyway to face and. Um, but the reality is for him right now, it's just it's trying to kind of remain positive in a time that it's very hard to um, to, to to find any reason to be positive, right? Or, yeah, yeah. Like I said, he's not happy with the results, but you know, why would he look at himself and be stoked on it? And like the motivation gets harder to to you know, it's harder to wake up and work your ass off when you're not really stoked either. Yeah, and you're not happy with what's going on. Because um, like I said, it's not been lack of effort. His off season was good. He, you know, he put all a lot of a lot of time in and a lot of effort in. And, mm-hmm. It's not working, so and, and it reflects on me as well. So I feel the same pressure that he feels right now, where it's like you know, it's, um, it affects us as a group. And so it's it, it's hard. It's hard. hard for him. You know, I'm sure to have great morale, and, and he's he's handling that good right now. So even yeah. with the weekend going, um, I would say the, the way it did, he's um, still positive. You know, which is which is good. You know, he's still wanting to. You know, let's go. You know, right. let's keep moving this needle up. Yeah. So. Um... He, you, you talked a little bit about him getting hurt at the end of outdoors there, and the bike, the new bike came late. How much time do you think he had uh, 
beginning of the season here. Like, is that something that you guys are still working through, like uh, comfort on the bike? Yeah, did you have enough time, do you feel, to be okay? Um, I think yes and no. Uh, I think it was um, – speed was probably, I think maybe time-wise, <laughs> yes. But, you know, I mean, you take three months off, the speed – it takes a little while to get speed back too. Right. Even though he was riding for say three or four weeks, that's still you're still gaining a lot of speed at Supercross at that point from being off the bike that long. So, yeah, he did miss some. I mean, valuable testing time. Um, to answer your question, yeah, he, he did miss a fair bit of that, and because um, it's a tough balance to to want to test that much in those times because you only have X amount of time to get laps in before the season when you come in late like that as well. Um, so it's either come in with no laps and no endurance or test all the time you know so it's, it's, it's kind of a catch-22 yeah and we chose a lot of laps so um yeah i could say he's possibly behind on that and getting comfort on the bike as well and i think i think we're uh, at the point now where he's in a he's got a good setup and he knows it's uh he's got to adapt and it's gotta you know it's on him to make this happen how's his mood been as you know normally he's a he's a introspective smart witty kind of guy has he been the same or has he been you know super mad yeah, I would say yeah, but I mean he's kind of got a bit more uh, seriousness to him um, right. as far as he's carrying himself, um, you know, where he's not like you know, not taking his job serious or anything like that. But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes yeah. he's yeah, a little bit wild with the questions and stuff like that. But I think he's been very focused as of late. It's been uh, yeah, it's been weird to not see yeah. Mosman. Yeah, like you said, it's getting better. Because we'll, usually you yeah. see that like flashy speed from him, well, right? I mean, like maybe in qualifying. He was Hunter Lawrence's or, speed last year. Yeah, you know, literally last year he was as good if you know as as Hunter. So you think that maybe okay, so Hunter takes a step forward. That's okay, that happens. But Michael, you would think it'd be battling for podiums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and yeah, and, and Will talks about him, you know, getting comfortable maybe here recently, right? And then you go to a, a track like Daytona where set up you pretty much fucking throw out the window, right? Because you have yeah, like moguls gained, right. and yeah, yeah. and yeah. yeah. So that that that's that was probably tough for him. Like right. the mistake that he made there, you know, in the main event, that was. I mean, he just came up short on that jump, and like the way the jumps are at Daytona, they're so sharp, man. Yeah. Yeah, the spacing is much different than what you've been racing all year. It's a different track builder, and not that that <clears> is that drastic, but I mean, it is. There is an element like that. No, it's uh, we, you know, if we made progress on the Supercross setting, did it really translate there necessarily? It's hard to tell. Um, I think it should in some ways, but in some ways not. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Colt Nichols, you're also working with Colt. He crashed, sat out. He should be fine for Indy, though. We're thinking. Yeah, I think so. At this point, yeah, I'm pretty optimistic in that area, especially for him. And yep. obviously, he wants to be out there and proving himself right now. So, um, and maybe on Saturday too. But the best decision was just to rest up a little bit and get him back going. And it's, you know, it's been since the first round has been a little bit tough on him. You know, he's been struggling a little bit, and um, you know, quietly with little injuries and nagging stuff like that. And I think he was just coming back from that, and this happened. You know, so it's. Yeah, one of those things you got to be there to to be in it, and it's, you know, uh, that, so. it's a week in and week out in our 450 class. It's it's no yeah, joke, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah, it's tough. He said he didn't ride for a while because he had a groin injury, right? He was off the bike yep. during the week, so there was that going on. So, and every time you ride, you like stress it, you know, because you're 
whenever you're gripping with your knees on the bike, going through the whoops, and yeah. maybe you like dab your foot in a corner. It, like, because yeah. I was dealing with sort of the same thing. Uh, I pulled my growing, I think, after Anaheim, and it was, it was tough there for a few weeks, man. Like, yeah. so I can imagine what he was going through. Those linger too. That's yeah, kinda... yeah. The only, only way you yeah. can get those better is just to chill, honestly. Right. right. Yeah, and that's tough because then it affects everything he does, right? So then we can't really cycle, and you can't really lift or do much because everything. Then you start realizing everything involves that. Like, can't really do sit-ups, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> everything you're going getting pulled on by. So it's like, and like literally, you know, we talked about it, the only way to get it to heal um, was literally to pretty much do nothing. Right, yeah. yeah. And that that's not really an option. He's on a Supercross-only contract. Exactly. He's, you know, first year in 450s. Yeah. That's not an option. And also the team needs him to test, right? So, yeah. Yeah. And he was looking good, like press day uh, Dallas. Like mm-hmm. he looked like flowy, just poetry in motion, just typical Colt style, yeah. right? Like yep. just full of just enthusiasm whenever he was just doing the jumps, like whipping in the sure. in the middle of the rhythm section. Right. But that, but uh, Saturday, like at the at the Triple Crown, like he had a he had a rough night yeah. there. Yeah, he had, he's had a rough couple of weeks, but yeah. I think he, he'll pull it around. Well, let's hope so. I mean, will uh, let's hope so. Will it's your, your job. Yeah, so. Um, I know. I hey, agree. Uh, do you work with Barsha at all uh, during the day and, and all that? We know, obviously, you guys split up uh, as trainer, coach, uh, but you still work with the team. So, like, this, is, is there much communication? Do you bounce things off of each other? Do you chime in when you feel like he could use the help? Or is it sort of, you know, nothing nothing that's not friendly, but you just don't have much to do with him? Yeah, no, for the most part, yeah. He, he's, got his, he's got his crew and stuff like that, and that's um... – Obviously, what, what he wants and needs, and it's, and it's working for him right now. Obviously, he had a really good race this weekend. Um, I thought he rode like pretty awesome, especially considering what, what was going on in the main event. It was pretty pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, if it was something obvious or something I seen or whatever, if he asked, like, yeah, of course, I'm right. not going to say no. Like, no. It's obviously, yeah, it's still friendly and cool. But yeah, no. Obviously, respect the fact that yeah, he's got Eric and, and his corner and, and the rest of his crew and stuff, and sure. yeah. Obviously, if he needed it, yeah, he'd ask. Right, right. Uh, one thing about Barsha, and there's a lot of things you can say about Barsha. He's had some questionable moves on the track and, you know, this and that. Uh, A-Ray and I were talking about him uh, earlier. Uh, he's a nice guy off the track. And also, he doesn't cheat you for effort, Wilbur. He never. No. Like, it, it may not work out. He may hit the de- the deck. He may clean you out. Clean you out. But that dude is giving it his all the whole main event. I feel like in like he does not care like i remember whenever we were teammates he would be like they would just change the suspension like upside down pretty much like yeah a totally different setting in between motos and he would just go out there wide open like never ridden it before or anything right right and i'm like you don't even know what it's gonna do yet yeah. like, what are you doing <laughs> like, this dude's just like yeah holy hell I, I always admire his effort will I've, I've been critical of him for these passes and these things he does but you can't say that dude cheats you on effort no, and that's that's in all aspects. I mean, working with him closely last year is the same way. I mean, gym, cycling, running didn't really matter. It's it's all out every time. Yeah, even like the bromance I felt like last year between the two, Will and and Barsha, yeah. it, it got a little like got, all right, like that was one hundred percent too, right? <laughs> that got deep too. Yeah, it got deep. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Will, Will's got no answer to that. Oh, well. No, no, I, I, I've been laughing. I was laughing. I, I thought you could hear me. I was waiting for the drop. Yeah, our guys are a little, Dude. A little tired tonight. <laughs> Got Our guys are a little tired tonight. Will maybe you need to come up here and train them a little bit. You know, I don't know. 
I'd fly the in I mean, from it's LA, boy. I get it. Yeah, it is midseason. You got you got a point. The, the weeks are, are the weeks are clicking off here on the Pulp and Mech Show. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, thank you to the folks at Renthal, of course, uh, for bringing you Will Hahn um, on the show. Uh, when do you leave for Indy, Will? I don't. I'm not telling you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why is he giving up this information? Like, this is a casual conversation, isn't it? <laughs> not for, uh, not for the game that you guys are playing. Well, I'll yeah, see, no, I, I I leave Friday. I'll see you Saturday. I mean, I'll see you Saturday. I'm just doing my normal routine, so. You know, um, so what's the uh, yeah? I don't know. I didn't know. I think that was a loaded. You didn't question. have to fly. You don't have to fly in a day early for your live show. No, you set things up. You just show up. Yeah, Friday night live show. Team Seth, like what if you miss your flight? It's United, bro. They, they fly the friendly skies. They, they, they're, they're fantastic. Don't jinx yourself, hey. I know. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> so, um, so are you basically asking what airline I'm flying to? Like, where's your layover on Friday? Uh, my layover is uh, is Denver. Oh, yep. Weird. Oh. Yours is too, huh? <laughs> uh, and I'm through Chicago on the way back. I go Indy, Chicago. So, yeah. I'm not telling you my return flight now. Okay. All right. Moving on. This is the shit we. This is how serious we take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, Wilbur Pierce Brown. You've been. Uh, you're gonna jump back into that with Seattle in two weeks. Uh, his last race was pretty good. Um, yeah, I think. Like again, you know, it's a it's a deeper class I think than when he was in it uh, last year. But I think it's been okay for Pierce. I don't, you know, I don't think it's anything uh, worth panicking about. Yeah, I mean, obviously, again, this is like one of those things where it's it, it's it's shitty for him because on paper it looks maybe not as good or maybe even worse than last year. But in a lot of ways, dude, he's riding so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, his speed's better. Like even at Oakland, he was for sure speed-wise second best guy in that main event he made some decisions that um bit him ultimately but you know the fight was there and he was you know wasn't that far off jets fastest lap so that was that was cool you know that that gap had, has been bridged a little bit you know by him yeah. and i think that was that was awesome to see the fight um but yeah still gotta put it on paper so that's uh i think he's ready to do that and like i said it's, it's been now now it's been good i think got to work a little bit more now on this break and he'll be ready how do you feel Max is doing in his first year as team manager? Ah, dude, he's, I mean, he's trying really hard. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's a it's a big thing to to, yeah. uh, to take on. Oh, for you sure. Know, especially, um, you know, maybe just getting it handed to you and stuff like that, and and, and like just slapping your lap. Um, I don't think it was extremely expected. So I think that was um, also a surprise, and that's that's tough. Yeah, so it's a lot of responsibility and a lot of sacrifice for sure. And I think uh, obviously he's learning that and he's seeing it and. Um, yeah, he's definitely trying trying his ass off. That's for sure. What do you make of RJ winning that heat? You know RJ. You worked with him. Pretty funny, right? Like, yeah. Like, dude, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, pretty and pretty I'm neat thinking, to do that. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking, like, what would I have done if I could have won my first 450 heat? Like, how, how pumped would I have been? Yeah, exactly. like, that would have been unbelievable. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that's something else. He's a Florida kid racing a 450 for the first time in front of friends and family. He wins a heat race. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, literally your home race. Right, like that's got to be cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, honestly, I, it's funny. I didn't even think about that. I just, I just kept thinking how cool it'd be to win your first four fifty heat. Like he, he probably, didn't, I mean, you probably almost expected to win your first two fifty heat. He, he came in like, I think, uh, you know, pretty highly touted. So it was like I mean, on Geico, you know, you probably expected to win that one almost. And then you get on a four fifty, like let's just see where I fit in, and you win it. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Did you like Daytona? Mm, the track. Yeah. Did you like no when you race? Like, did you like it? Oh, 
Um, yeah, actually it did. Uh, mainly because it, the only reason I really honestly did was because it, it involved fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it was 15 laps and it was a, it was a pretty long and hard race. I mean, activities in were normally like, it was like 18 or 19 minutes. So for me, I always loved that because it, it didn't, you know, until you had to be fit towards the end of that. Yeah. But, um, you know, such and such. I don't like trying to get in the stands there, but other than that, everything yeah. else is pretty uh, cool. Yeah. Security guards are serious there. Yeah, they had an argument. Oh, you did? Guy. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. He, he kept, he I feel like everyone has a story. Yeah. A wristband. And you're like, and I'm I don't, like, I don't, I don't need a wristband, dude. He's, I said I have my credential, and because that doesn't get you in here, I could see on his paper my exact credential and number, and he's looking at it, and he tells me it doesn't get in there, and I'm like, I'm about to have an aneurysm because I'm like, bro, let me in. No. Uh, yeah, just unbelievable. How'd you get in? I didn't. I went back to the other side. Dude. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Everyone has a Daytona yeah. story. Like no, that, yeah, it's, it's brutal. I, I hate it for that reason. It's 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 terrible that way. Yeah. Like you're just like I I don't know. I you feel like the if Feld guys could just all work there and go there and work it, but they can't. And it's Daytona people, and it's just different. So, oh, so when we were talking about sporting wood buying a hat, our guy uh, didn't edit the com- the comment right. He ordered a hat from you, SketchAid. But it's all – he said. wanted to know if a 300-pound guy sat on it before you sent it. So it's all beat down. That's where – that's – that's. I don't know, man. I'll put it in the box. So that's I your customer it. service? I mean, shit. I mean – I don't know, man. That's your customer service? Well, okay. So those those Skechay hats, like, it's – I thought they were going to be a little bit different whenever I ordered them. Uh-huh. They're not as they're not as good as I, I thought they were going to be. Um that's why I went back to I went back to like the original hat okay. that I had. It was it was it's good a story, lot better. But you, it's a lot what, better. What What are you telling Sport and Wood here? Well, I I've been you I check I check I check my emails. Is, why Why didn't he fucking email me? Okay, so is there is there I, I don't have an email from Sport and Wood saying like I look at the customer, customer service oh, as yeah. far as like a return policy or of course. okay yeah all right yeah okay all right Sport and Wood if you want a new one yeah if you want something different like I mean hit me up but for free. Because this one's wrecked. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, he, uh, he. How long ago did he buy it? I, don't I mean, know. he I'm probably he could have he could have bought the, it, at, then sat on it, and then take a picture of it. Like, well, okay. Uh, in Pulpamex merch, we just send new ones out. Oh, okay. Well, it if just someone has I mean, a problem, and if, and if there's such a there's low like a, life that they're going to sit on it and then try to get a free one. Well, it's a gray area there. I mean, he could he could have emailed me as soon as he got the thing. Like, I mean. Yeah. I can go back and look and see whenever he ordered it right. and everything. Like if you've okay. had it for okay. for I don't know six months, I'm then trying, I'm not gonna. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not just gonna asking re- the policies. Yeah, I'm not gonna give him a new hat for free. He's getting very defensive. Not gonna give him a new hat for free if he's if he's had the hat for six months. Sporting Woods a regular in the chat every every week, literally every week. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I trust him. We're gonna take care of him. We're gonna okay. get him dialed. All right. Yeah. Well, how are we we'll gonna we'll take care of him? We ain't giving him a new hat. We'll give him a new sketchy hat. I'm gonna handle it. Don't worry. Hope's not giving him a new hat. I'm gonna handle it. Don't worry about it. All right. All right. That's all I'm saying. We'll get him a new fucking And now Marks is doing something. <laughs> yeah, we got it dialed. <laughs> Hit us up. We'll send you a Wiseco hat. Hey, yeah, there you go. Yeah. A Wiseco hat. Uh, listen, what he, Marks is probably already hacked into your customer base. <laughs> probably. And sending out a new hat. Yeah. Hey, it's a sketchy brand, dude. You got to live and die yeah. by it. You know what I mean? If it's a uh, sketchy hat, it's probably going to be you, sketchy whenever you get it. Is it possible that Kenny Taco Bell shipped this one and it got a little sideways? No, I ship I ship everything. Okay, all right. Yeah. No, I mean, I... I mean, I I take care of like everything I put in there, but yeah, those should, those hats were were a bit. Um, should we get Kenny Taco different. Bell uh, to come up here for a show? 
Dude, he's a loose cannon, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He don't give a fuck. Like he'll. he'll he's good. I mean, he's just he's. <laughs> That's what he does. I mean, he's a microphone guy. Yeah. I mean, he's that's what I'm saying. The voice, right? Will do you like do you like Kenny Taco Bell? Yeah, he always does have a, he always has a story. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a ton of stories. Yeah, dude, I just go up in my room and lock my door. Like whenever he's on a hot one. Yeah. This one time, like, cause I mean, I I just know whenever it becomes like weekend time, like I go in my room, I lock my door. You know what I mean? Because what he's just getting loose. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're going for it, and. I, I go upstairs, I lock my room, I'm going to bed. And this fucker's beating on my door. Hey, Ray, come hang out. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm going to bed. Going yeah. to bed. Wasn't having it. Dude goes in the room next door, climbs his big ass on the roof, walks around, and jumps through my window and onto my bed. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man. Like, I'm, I'm like, you just broke the fucking window. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Kenny Taco Bell just climbed up on the roof and yeah. went through my like window. Spider and, monkey. Yeah, he just yeah. wanted to hang out and talk for a little bit, man. That's it. Uh, <laughs> do you still have pictures of yourself on your wall? It's just to cover up the, the wall, you know. Will, do you know that about A-Ray? What, what, full full, poster, full posters of himself on his wall. Well, no, there's like a there's like an old, like, um, like, uh, an ad from CD that was in like a magazine that I just like I put up on there yeah, and then yeah. someone sent me a banner. I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. Like what am just I? Just gonna... a banner of yourself? Yeah, yeah, it was a banner. Like it was a nice photo actually from Daytona. Okay. Uh, and one of the turns that I didn't crash in, which is weird. Yeah. And yeah, I was. Well, you got just... a bunch of photos of yourself around your place. Uh, in my office. I don't have a championship trophy, dude. I just got to take. I just got photos. That's it. <laughs> you know. You sound defensive again. <laughs> All right, I'll just shut the hell up, Dan. Hell, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Swap moto lives. Yeah, Alex Ray. I'm just saying we we all thought it was weird. You put posters of yourself up in your bedroom. We just thought it was weird. I don't know. You guys were the first ones to ever like mention it, so I don't know. Okay. All right. There's did been a lot of people did in you that sign room. Sign them before you put them up. No, God, no, no. <laughs> to no. Alex. <laughs> yeah, to Alex. <laughs> Keep shredding, Alex Ray. <laughs> Stay sketchy. <laughs> Stay sketchy, Alex Ray. Uh, wow. Oh, speaking of that, we have a call for you, A-Ray. Right. Uh, Will, if you don't mind, stand on the line if you want to take this call from Will. Uh, wait, hold on. What? what? It's great radio. Right, hold on. Is this, is this Christian? Is this Chris? Yeah, what's up? What's up, man? You got an A-Ray story? Yes, I used to race A-Ray like 15 years ago on yeah. 85s. Nice. Big bike days for A-Ray. Uh-huh. And dude... When you showed up, I knew it wasn't going to beat you, but you would flex on us so hard. You would pick, like, 20 gates to the outside of everybody, right? Like, the very outside gate. The times I would and show up would... to the motos. Yeah, I mean. The... Why would you pick that gate? Yeah, why, not? why would you pick that? Why not? Just, yeah. just, just power move. Flex in. Well, and, and, no, yeah. I mean, I don't, know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I was probably 12 or 11 years old. Was he bigger bone back then, Christian? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was. I was. I, I missed motos because I was at the concession stand eating. I would show up to the gate with my mouth still full of cheeseburgers, dude. <laughs> uh, well, he was fast though, Christian. He was good still back then. Very fast. So like Powerline One Eighteen, these tracks had short starts. They weren't ones where you could pick the very outside gate and be okay. So he was setting himself up for failure, but still, I mean, he. I guess I had had decently juiced bikes back then too. Yeah, but man, it was just such a mental flex. I felt like on all of those decently peasants, juiced. To, to Dude, my bikes that. were. He was coming in like Stroop at Steel City. My bikes were turds back then. Will remember Stroop at Steel City, one of his first races. 
Oh, yeah. uh, just dominated the whole first turn. Yeah, just, just came across everybody's front wheels. <laughs> those were the days, man. Those were the glory days, though. Yeah. Like, I wish I could go back to those what days. What kind of bike did you ride at 80s? Oh, Suzuki 85. Oh, you're Suzuki? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was te- dude. Uh, it was the best best bike ever back then, I felt like. But, like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It was, they were just stock. They were all stock. I had, one, I had one Super Mini I rode for, like, two weeks, and I was too fat for it, and I had to sell it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wilbur, what'd you ride at 80s? What was uh, Honda? Cowie and, Cowie and Honda, yeah. Cowie and Honda. But was Will, Will was sponsored, though? Will he was, was Honda a, Houston. He was a big deal? Yeah. Yeah, Honda yeah. Houston. Were you, uh, was JG on Honda Houston then? Or was he gone by then? Yeah. Yeah, we were teammates. Oh, okay. So he, JG was the man, wasn't he? Like Honda Houston days. Yeah, but it was like later on. Um, not even the first year, but like, yeah, like that year... Basically, he got the Geico deal. Yeah, unbelievable. Right, right. And before that, he was good, but then that—that that even that whole year, he was amateur. Like he was just on it. Was was he a little cocky back then too? Yeah, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Christian. Thanks for the call. Hey, Christian. Hey, yeah, Christian. Thanks. What was uh, what was your favorite favorite track over there in like Tennessee, Kentucky area back in the day? Uh, so I really loved Action Valley until it shut down. Um, Lowe's was like it's Western Kentucky motocross, but it's in Lowe's. That one was my like home track. That was my Lowe's baby. Was good, it was man. Track. It was a man's Lowe's. track, and if you were if you were a real one, you could you could separate yourself from people there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I always like that. One. Will, did you ever race Lowe's in Kentucky? Yeah, I did. I did a red qualifier there. Oh wow! Yep, like two thousand or two thousand one or something. There's a back tabletop there. Like it was uh-huh. it 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 was like this right but it was super steep. short yeah it was super steep my dad was racing a guy and you go up to it and you like yeah, you, you go the brakes yeah. yeah and you hit the brakes missed his rear brake dude oh yeah <sighs> fucking like crashed uh, his brains out the only one i ever went to was daniel boone kelly smith and i yep. put on a riding clinic oh dude east coast four stroke nationals my fiance sam that's her home track daniel boone yeah, yeah. daniel boone you ever race there will did not. Okay. I always wanted to because I watched. Um, God, it was. I think it was some amateur movie where Ben Riddle was riding there. Yeah, yeah. Ben Riddle yep. was a legend there. Yeah, Riddle was good. Yep. Uh, thanks, Christian. Thanks, man. Yep. All right. Thank you. Oh, speak of the devil, Kenny Taco Bell. Hey, hello. Hey, are we still in Daytona? Or are we back home? Yeah, where are we at? Hey, fucking Daytona, baby. There oh. we go, see? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It's late there, but it's early for Kenny Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, dude, hey. What? hey it's just I getting just going. Got, I just got a text from Brian Tariga. Oh, Brian, BBK. Yeah. He's all, obviously, I'm not listening to the show. I'm in fucking Daytona. I'm fucking partying. <laughs> and I just get a text, and it's all, they're talking about you. You better call them. I'm on. What about you? I'll just call. <laughs> hey, well, Bell. No, we were telling the story about how, like, I go upstairs whenever you're on a hot one, and I lock my door yeah. and I go to bed. Well, this Smart one night, this one night, you weren't having it, and you just you climbed through the fucking window onto the roof. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> You didn't lock your window, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have. I should have. Yeah, he just wanted to hang out and see what I was doing. And there, he's just hanging uh, out with me. Kenny, how many how many visits to Razzle so far? Dude, I'm not playing with that one, man. Like, why? Did you not? Did you? Because were you not here last year when a dude got stabbed and shot 
No. Like the whole thing. No. Yeah, no. Last year was gnarly with Razzles. So I've, I've, I've like, uh, <laughs> I, I've stayed strong and I have not went to Razzles once, but I have, like, went everywhere else like a goddamn champion, you know, that I would be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's the other club there? Do you want Razzles or is another one? Do you, um, do you want to know? Do you want to know the words of encouragement that, like, so. Everybody knows that, like, A-Ray is my dude. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I hit him with, like, before, like, when he makes a main or something, like, I hit him with a text or a call or I walk over to the truck and I'm, like, give him, like, words of encouragement. His words of encouragement to me before I came here, he walked into my bedroom as I was packing my bag and goes, Bell, if you don't come home with an STD, don't come home. <laughs> that, hey, that was that that was my wow. That was yeah. and, and how are we doing so far, Kenny? Uh, I mean, we're floating hey, the edge. I bet the, for all the listeners out there, we're doing great. You know, like we'd love to see you. We'd love to meet you. Follow me on Kenny Taco Bell. <laughs> oh yeah, he's trying to find it. He's trying to find. He's trying to find that STD still. Hey. Uh, what are you going straight to Indy or what are we doing? No, no, we actually for some reason I don't even know why, but we have Indy off. Yeah, we it's too cold. There. It's too cold. Yeah. So we have Indy off, and then we hit Detroit, and then we're we're full blown uh, Detroit all the way through every single round, dude. Mm-hmm. Can't so big, yeah. big, uh, big. Big things going though, Detroit. Big things. Um, One thousand percent. Kenny Taco Bell will be at Greek Town after the Supercross. I know, I know, I know you, dude. I know you, dude. Your best friend, the dude, livest announcer in the world. It's been taking over the world and everything, Mister Wagant. Um, I'm coming in there, and uh, we're doing shows inside in Detroit on the floor. I believe. Wow. It, yeah. Between races, I think we're I think we're moving up. I think wow. we're doing it between the races, dude. Freestyle. So like, like, remember whole... we used to have the uh, Jägermeister KTM guys for a while there, but yeah, yeah. But I think I think Metro ruined it because he just would crash every day, you know. Right, dude. All right. Well, I mean, everybody's gonna crash. Do you? If you need a rider, Will Hans on the line. We'll jump in. We'll can do some probably you know cool tricks. I feel like he'll just sit there on a spin bike or something to tell you how <laughs> crappy you are in shape or something. You know what I mean? No, nah, Will. Will, what can we do at a yeah. freestyle show? Uh, a hill cooker half-ass. I don't know. I haven't stretched in a minute. So probably not even <laughs> 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 um, That's and, real quick. Hey, and well, a pretty loudy I can, I can, see, I can see you, Will. You, you would get up there and you would click the hills, but you would pull a hammy at the same time. <laughs> Will, can you do a knack-knack? Will, a knack-knack? Yes. Okay. Yeah, oh, Will's got a knack-knack. Yeah. Will, Will, do you have a no for the can? Both feet over. No, I, I've had PTSD since the 80s. I got stuck and then launched my bike, and I got, like, pretty bad whiplash from it, and I've had PTSD. I did the same thing. <laughs> hey, Bell, do, do you feel like you, Bell, you think you could do a flip right now? 100%. Oh, you could just you hit a ramp, do a flip. He I still thinks he could dude, do it. I saw Bell at Geneva. I don't know. When was that, Taco Bell? That was not that long ago. Geneva? No, I mean, it was. It was probably like six years ago now. Oh, okay. Well, it felt like long. It felt like shorter, but okay. All right. But, but if somebody, if, I mean, you have a ton of listeners. If somebody wants to put the money up, 
I will give one a yank right now for sure. Okay, you'll do <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jim, I would. I would set. I would set the Coors Light down right now and give one a yank. Uh, I. Uh, my sure. memory yeah. of my memory of Taco for Bell sure. is uh, coming in from Geneva and, and lighting up a dart as soon as he's done. <laughs> hey, hey, whenever whenever I moved in, that's whenever he stopped smoking. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he gives his voice credit to 10 years of smoking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, you do have a good voice, Taco yeah. Bell. You're good. I appreciate that. Hey, I got uh, to go jump in an Uber right now. We are going downtown from the Hard Rock. Um, Fantastic. Hey, I love you. I love you, boys. You guys have fun, uh, huh? All right. See you, Taco Later. Bell. Oh, it's... Dude, Kenny Taco Bell. It hits Daytona. So, yeah. for, let's see, last year, um, he went to, uh, shit, the Bahamas or something for uh, Christmas. Yeah. As soon as he gets there, he's meet up with a guy that he, like, hung out with, like, twice. He just he just yep. wanted to go to the Bahamas. He didn't want to go see family, nothing. He no. just wanted to go party. Yep. Within five hours of getting there, loses his phone. <laughs> so, like, no one's heard from him, yeah, nothing. Yeah, just... He was supposed to get home on a Wednesday, doesn't get home. So we're starting to worry. Like it, like yeah. two days go by and no one's heard from Kenny Taco Bell. Trying to call him, trying to call him, no answer. Call the embassy. <laughs> well, dude, we called the embassy. We called the jail. Really? We called, dude, we called everyone. <laughs> and then I get a text from his mom, Barb, who's amazing, by the way. Yeah. Saying, hey, Kenny's fine. Uh, yeah, he just, I think he just got all hammered and lost his phone. Like yeah. he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess he had to email her like from someone else's like yeah. phone or right, something. Right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, he had to come home like, and then whenever he went to go get on his flight, he had COVID. Oh, <laughs> so he had he got stuck there for longer. Everyone was wondering where he was. Yeah, all of his friends were worried about him. Thought he was oh, dead. It was a yeah. whole deal. Yeah. Kenny Taco Bell, man, he just the life loves um, it. Will, what's your best Daytona party story? Uh. I did. I don't really have any. I just remember the year. I never went out. Come um, on, really? I guess I never did, yeah. dude. Mm. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I don't know. I'm pretty lame. I never. Not when I was racing, anyway. Um, and no, I don't think I've ever gone out there. Um, wow, man. But I remember J Law being out the whole time, and then damn near winning the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty pretty gnarly. Um, I, did you listen to that podcast I did with Sepkovic? No, not yet. I'd like to. Oh, you should. It's pretty it's good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On your flight you Thursday, like the Rocco to the... was good. Oh yeah. Well, you only like the Larocco one because he gave you compliments. So. I, well, I just like Mike, but yeah, also that. He was pretty good on that, right? Yeah, I thought he was. I mean, more not going than I expected. I mean, there was a couple times, like at the beginning, I could tell he was being pretty Mike. Just you know, yeah. just closed off. It's just how he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he opened up pretty good. I thought. I felt like I kind of got it out of him. Yeah, a little bit. You know, so. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Just got a text from Kenny Taco Bell. He says, sorry, I'm buzzed. I'm like, yeah, no, we, could, we couldn't yeah, tell. <laughs> no, yeah. 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 <laughs> we nah, couldn't nah, tell. Good. If you called in not buzzed, we'd be mad. Right. You know, like you're Kenny yeah. Taco Bell. That's Kenny Taco Bell he, for you, man. He has, to, he has an image. Right. He, he upholds it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Renthal.com bringing you Will Hahn. Anything else for Will Hahn on the show? Anybody? Anybody got anything for Will Hahn? No, I'm good. Yeah, I, all right, Will. So. Maybe um, – Quick question on like the training. You have uh, three different guys, right, right now, um, or maybe four. You have Amarine too, right? You yep. help out a little bit. So, all four like different personalities. What's maybe the hardest thing um, about training each person, uh, and just sort of like, is there anything different that one person um, 
is better than or like that you have to sort of accommodate to whenever you guys do like a group ride or something? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's always the toughest thing and it's always a tough line to walk. I mean, everyone's zones are different, like it or not. I mean, certain guys are closer than others, but for the most part, everyone's zones are fairly bit different. It's kind of hard ego wise and you have to rely on trust that guys can stay in that zone too. Yeah. Um, you know, or speak up because you, you think it's a, a negative thing to speak up and it's actually not, you know, it's not your, most of it's genetic and you can raise, you know, thresholds and stuff like that. But for the most part, genetically, your heart rate zones don't change like super dramatically. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's, you know, um, part of the, part of the fun of this too. Uh, but yeah, no, there's definitely guys that are, I mean, you, you treat them all kind of fairly bit different, even in the gym. Um, obviously not all of them with the same amount of weight and then other guys need more attention and maybe back muscles than this, you know, than the other guy and, or, you know, rehabbing a guy and the shoulders weak and stuff like that. So it's kind of a moving piece for all the guys to be quite honest. And like whenever you're, you're giving them like advice or like mental advice, you know, on the races, is there, is there one, is there different, uh, personalities that you have to sort of tiptoe around or is there one guy you can just like say whatever to like, just, Hey dude, you fucking suck one day. And then the other guy, you kind of got to tiptoe around. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of guys have been around, even at Star, I knew that, you know, it was, you could talk to some guys certain ways and some guys I feel like you really couldn't without crushing them. And yeah, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely that piece to, to this puzzle too. Hmm. Uh, listen, Alex is a troll training athlete, so maybe he's just trying to, you know, pick your brain a little bit here. You know, no, I love it. I, I'm, I'm just trying to get knowledge, man. John and Alex. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Wilbur. Thanks for calling in. Uh, I guess we'll see you Saturday at the race. Or are you coming to a live show? I don't want to commit on air in case I can sneak in a slip off there. Mm. Mm. Well, you. I mean, I'm he'd gonna, literally have to. He would. He would go out of his way to buy a ticket. I'm gonna have to put you on a comp list, so. You know, I have to do that. Yeah, it's so hard. I'm <laughs> so hard. Right. All right. Well, you just this, this takes my whole weekend too. Though this this is what sucks. Like I can't even like right now. Now Friday's ruined because we're probably on the same flight. Yeah. Yeah, we probably are. I'll see you in Denver. And now, like now, I can't relax at all. Yep. I love it. So, now, he, now he's gonna go and like now that he knows that you have like a. Uh, like a layover in, in Denver, he's going to go to like the whole like flight thing, see when he lands, see when you land. So yeah. he's like waiting at the gate. Like, Yeah, I did that in Chicago last year, the year before. I looked at where he was going. I knew he was going to L.A. That was, it, the gate was next to mine, to L.A., and he wasn't on it. And I hit out there by the pole forever. And what happened, Will? You switched your flight? Or I don't even remember. Like, yeah, something weird. Maybe I changed it. I flew out. Maybe I flew out earlier. Early, I think you changed to an earlier flight, and because it was, it was. Yeah, that's what it was. I think and it was after it was, Red Bud. You were, yeah, you were going home with the same flight I was, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I was pissed. Was, yeah, something strange. And I then I remember a, doing. Stop behind a pole for fucking Denver. thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, everyone's yeah. like wondering, like, in what the airport. hell is this guy doing? Like, yeah, you're about to get put on the no fly list. I know. I was sitting at the United Gate going to L.A., which was next to my gate to Vegas, and I was like, I got this guy. And then it I, gets worse. There was a weekend I saw him on the upgrade list. Um, so I started like, okay, you get smart enough, you can see, you can put the names together on the uh, upgrade. Is ask Matt, and I'm like, game on. Yep. So I hide, I hide behind the podium at um, at one of the gates, which you're not, you're not supposed to be back there. So I'm against the glass, and there's like no room. I drug my carry on behind there too to hide. So I just hide back there, 
I let the whole flight board, and I board last, so I can come around the corner with my finger up, like I'm not on the flight. Oh my god! Yeah. So I just, I just commit coming straight into first class with the with the bird up, not knowing where he's sitting. Yeah. Oh no wow. wow! Yeah, and, and wow. I just look up, and there it is. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Paid That's off. good. Oh, I'm That's telling good, you, man. It's, yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 getting out of hand. We actually probably should stop because it's getting out of hand. No. Yeah, I'm literally just flipping off randoms because I just come around corners committed. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, these, our, our listeners at the races are just loving it. They're, oh, yeah. yeah right. We got a lot of it. So, uh, Thanks, Wilbur. Thanks for calling in, as always. Great stuff. Uh, and uh, we'll see you this weekend, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. Take care, guys. Have All a good show. Right. Thank you. Rentall.com bringing you Will Hahn. Uh, thanks, Wilbur, for that. By the way, the 7 o'clock hour, which is long gone. Well, let's just do the 8 o'clock hour. Then we can do the 9 o'clock hour. Right. 8 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at uh, OGO Power Sports. Whether it is a 9800, if you're going for a couple days, just pack it up like Kiefer. Rig bag. Uh, I love that stuff to carry on. I think they have a new rig bag coming, hey? Oh, I didn't know this. That's right. Oh. I think they might. Pilo didn't didn't notify me of this. I have a rig bag now. For Oh, like the big uh, black and black and red one, right? Yeah, yeah no, that one's good. And there's but another I one. think I think there might be I think there might be something coming. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got the new carry on too with the four wheels. Do you have that one? Uh I just have the uh let's see. Not the I think I might have the layover. Yeah, but it has two wheels or four? Two. Okay, so that's the older style. Okay. I got one four now. Uh OGO Power Sports, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. Uh travel is a pain, but at least if you have OGO, it makes it a little easier. Thank you to those guys for bringing us the 8 o'clock hour. And also, from beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, magazine tests, Decal Works mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Pulpamex 23, to get 20% off your custom graphics, decalmx.com. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Sean, Ron, and all the boys down there doing great things. Red Bull KTM and uh, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna as well. Love the guys at Decal Works. Man, they do good stuff. So thank you to those guys for coming on. It is the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggles, EKSbrand.com. Uh, Pulp Show 23 is the code to save. Uh, Craig DeLong, GNCC star, running X-Brand. Kev, he knows. Yeah. Bailey oh, knows. Yeah. He knows. He's off-road guy. Oh, big off-road yeah, guy. Big yeah, big off-road guy. Uh, Josh Strang, Fast Freddy Norn. You name them. They wear X-Brand. Look at those goggles, the factory ride goggles. They look very similar to an X-Brand. Hunter Lawrence's Alpine Stars. Mmm. Mm. X-Brand or not? <laughs> uh, EKSbrand.com. Pulp Show 23 is the code to save. Rapid fire. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Kevin, do you know Corey Moser? Uh, I do now after some research um when i first heard i did not know and i had to uh had to do a little bit of research huh. and, and kind of research yeah yeah are you familiar with moser no 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 okay all right 30 seconds on the clock let's do this marks steve yep on the mike larocco pod you mentioned when you stopped being a mechanic you had all the extra time to do things with your friends what were these things and who are these friends you talk about <laughs> <laughs> Fine, it was just Pookie. That's it. It was just Pookie. That's that's what we did. Yeah. Mm. Fine. I didn't have any friends still. Another, yeah, another white lie. Yeah, balut. Yeah. Hey, Ray. What's your favorite dark side story? Dark. Yeah. Favorite dark side story? Shit. Dark. Um, wow. That's fucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, concerning. Dark. I... <laughs> 
Man, I, I would say I can't even fucking think with him just dark. I don't know. We we need to make some some better better memories. I mean, my guy my guy's single. He's a bachelor. I'll be his wingman. Maybe maybe we see Wild Side here soon. Yeah, yeah, Wild, wild Side. side. Right. We got Quit Side, Broke Side, Wild Side, Wild Side. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Uh, it says uh, Wysico guy. Got it. Yeah, Wysico guy? guy? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, Kevin, how many Fork Fender stickers do you go through in a year? <laughs> um, well, we don't do that program quite as much. And um, yeah, Netflix. now, you know, we it fell off. Everybody gets their stuff printed now. So you can't, yeah. just, you can't just hand them some Fork Art stickers anymore. Moser's questions. Dude, this guy. Who is this guy? I don't know. Bring your microphone closer. Oh, okay. No, no. Right. no, no. Oh, fucking a whole deal. That's a whole deal. Oh, there, oh, there we go. Yeah, 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 I can hear myself now. Holy right. shit. Thank you. Funny how that works. Yeah. Steve, why do you think we just so inept at basic adulting? I don't have enough time, and we may get into it later here. Uh, I don't know, man. He's smart. He's a smart dude. You listen to his an- analysis. Yeah, he's got common sense. I don't know. Uh, motocross, supercross. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. And he's just a disaster. In, like he doesn't book his flights until the last moment. Doesn't know where he's staying. He he can never make anywhere on time because he's just like kind of wandering around. Like he comes in from the he, he comes to those live shows that we do right from the track, and his boots are covered in mud from the track walks. Does he still have his GoPro like in his pocket? Probably. Yeah. And he just shows up. All right, let's do this. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, man, cool. Like he's just a yeah, he's a disaster in everything except for. Like work. He just lives for it. Nothing else matters. I guess, yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, Ray, when do you think you've been at your peak performance and speed? In um, Supercross, not the bedroom. Oh. Wow. Um, oh. Supercross, I would say um, either the 18 season or 19 season, HEP. Yeah. I needed <laughs> help. I had two chicks. <laughs> True story. Yeah. It's your story. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, 32 to 1 or 40 to 1? Ooh, uh, 32 to 1 is always just a classic failsafe. Um, if, if you're not sure, go richer. Don't go leaner. Hmm. But if you're full synthetic, you can usually get away with 40 to 1. Yeah, good answer. Steve, are you just anti-Daytona or anti-Supercross in the Speedway? No, I'm anti-Daytona. Uh, Atlanta is fine. It's it's hard to see from end to end. It's so long. Uh, but at least you got a press box. You got access. You know, you got your passes work. Yeah, I think they even have like some like the what are those things projectors too, right? Like right. on the on, yeah. the, on the yeah. sides of the yeah, track. Yeah, I just it's just see. Daytona, man. It just sucks. And like Anton was texting me about how bad Daytona sucks. Julian from PRMX was texting me about how bad Daytona sucks. There's a, JT's talking about you know. Security guard problems. Will like it? Yeah, it's just. Anton went on a rant this morning. It was great. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hey Ray, what's the most significant or notable thing you've learned from Troll? Um, I don't know. Maybe that uh, sometimes less but better quality is is uh, is more. Trolltraining.com, by the way. John uh, Westling, Alex Martin, doing an online training program. Whether you're a, an experienced vet, whether you're an amateur racing, whether you're an off-road guy, 
like Kevin Bailey, trolltraining.com. Uh, learn from all their mistakes that they made over the years and uh, have them dial in a program for you. There's different levels you can subscribe to uh, for different price points, and they'll answer your emails, and they'll get, set you up a training schedule and trolltraining.com. We're going to get Amart into uh, the show here one of these weeks. So He's running the L.A. Marathon, and he's going to come up here. Yeah, wow. he's, tra- he's yeah. training for it right now. Yeah. I don't know how he runs, he, and it's like two degrees outside. He says outside. it's fine. He says you just Run dress for it, you don't even know for it. I mm. said, do you ever see bears and stuff? He's like, no, but coyotes. Dude. So. Nuts. All right, last one. Kevin, what's the leading cause of a piston imploding? Imploding? Um, A-Ray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... Man, that's that's tough. I leading. I would say not a single leading cause, but leading causes, especially on a forged piston. If you don't have the right piston to wall clearance, that's you know cold seizure. You're not warming it up, and the piston wall clearance is too tight. What's the piston to wall clearance? Is that like the A, B, and C that you see like on the on the back of the cylinder? So A, B, and C is a is a pretty common um, pretty common thing for cast pistons mm-hmm. because they have a less thermal expansion rate. They don't expand as much with heat. So you can really fine tune the the diameter of that piston with the diameter of your cylinder bore. But with a forged piston, it's stronger material, but it does expand more when it gets hot. So you have to run more clearance. Okay. So that it doesn't expand too much and then hang up in the cylinder. And then otherwise, of course, um, I mean, just tuning fuel, everything, um, you know, if it's detonating, you can, if if it's super lean and burns hot, you can get something hot enough to burn a hole on top of a piston if you try really hard, you know. I've done that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what, what, what's the thing whenever you, like the spark plug little tippy thing fucking falls Electrode, off yeah and just yeah fucks everything up <laughs> yeah that's yeah. happened too yeah yeah right yeah. all right x-brand goggles choice of champions everywhere i want to thank kevin bailey wiseco coming in they've been manufacturing pistons right in the usa for over 80 years you look at hunter lawrence and jet lawrence and Chase Sexton and Colt Nichols have been using Wiseco pistons at Factory Honda. Full range of performance components for dirt bikes, UTVs, ATVs, jet skis, and more. Garage Buddy rebuild kits. Mm-hmm. So you're going to need some of those when you go through your bikes. Oh, yeah. It's a bike in a box. It's yeah, Garage it's Buddy badass, rebuild kit. Yeah, Here's everything, everything you need. Boom. Right. Now, do they still have, like, the for two strokes, do they still have the one ring? Or like yeah, the, we were yeah, just talking about that's a Racer Elite Series, right? For yeah, so, yeah, for, for a 250, uh, the Racer Elite Series of piston is a single ring, more of a race design. But um, a lot of our um, 125 pistons and smaller bore pistons, like mini bikes and stuff, are also single rings. Oh, got you. Yep. Okay. Uh, so check out Wiseco. There's a code to save on pulpamexshow.com with Wiseco, and our listeners have been using that a little bit, Kevin. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got. A, I've sent you a few emails as well. So they uh, they've got a lot of going on at Wiseco, and uh, thanks for the support in the last few years on the show here. It's been great. So yeah, thank it's you. Awesome to be aboard. I, I use Wiseco for all of my uh, all of my like my two stroke builds. Right. Like yeah. it's it's super tough to find parts for a uh, a CR250 right now, and yeah. I hit up my boy yeah. Kev Dog over here, and he he helped me out. Uh, sales have been good. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, two stroke stuff. Good. Yeah, it oh, was. Yeah. It, we we kind of followed the industry, you know. Post COVID was just the highest of highs, and yeah. people were pulling either pulling old bikes out of the garage that they hadn't ridden and rebuilding them. So, yeah. um, no, it's been good. I, I think uh, if the industry can retain even half the customers that we gained during that era, it's yeah, uh, it's a good thing for us. And I didn't know this, but you told me this morning you worked at Pro Circuit way back in the day. I did. Yeah, yeah. he's a shop PC guy for three PC. years. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, which as you know, like when you're a shop guy at PC, you do everything right. Yeah. Answer with phones. Hundred percent. Go to service department. Do whatever. Yeah. What one of the things that we I don't want to say dreaded, but kind of. Uh, so during Anaheim come A1, A2, a yeah. lot of people visiting from Europe really stoked, which is cool. Yeah. Huge fans, but 
a lot of big groups come in for tours. Yeah. And we would have to rotate out. And when it was your turn to take a tour, it was just like, because it, it just got old after yeah, after a while, yeah. you know. So they would just say to you, "Hey, man!" Like I didn't know they even did that. I didn't know they did tours. Yeah, I didn't either. Oh, uh, that, like, that was pre-COVID. Probably not anymore. No, but no. I didn't. Yeah. But even pre-COVID, they would say like, they, they yeah. Would, so would they there charge were, people, or there, there were like yeah, different like motocross holiday um, guys okay. that would host these people, oh, okay. and they would organize it. It yeah. wasn't like just walk in. You can yeah, just walk yeah, in. Yeah, they would yeah, call they, Mitch. They would organize it. Yeah, and and uh, kind of set it up. But. We always see like the um, the European guys show up to like the test tracks and just yeah. stand on the fence and watch right yeah yeah, yeah no, so maybe they go to cool. the pool they're, they're they're so stoked on everything so yeah it's would they get to go to the race team sure. the shop race shop uh back there kind of dependent on the day oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah sometimes. yeah that's kind of neat yeah. uh you've been at wiseco uh race winning brands for six years now right yeah that'll be six years in may almost yeah. oh nice almost. um what's the difference between you, you mentioned forge piston you mentioned cast piston billet mm -hmm. what's the what's the differences so Forged, when you're talking a forged piston, that is technically the strongest if you're talking pure tensile strength. Um, so when you're forging a piston, you're taking a, a puck of aluminum and you're using pure force and heat to smash it over the top to generate the rough shape of the piston. And that kind of takes uh, the molecules of the alloy and aligns them kind of around the shape of the piston, you know, the pin boss, the skirts and everything mm -hmm. like that. So once you do all the finished machining and everything like that, the grain, that grain structure is following the curves and the shape of the piston. So it gives it higher tensile strength, which is its ability to bend without breaking. So that's technically your strongest part if you're looking at it from that standpoint. Um, if you go a billet part, uh, technically the grain structure is a little bit more erratic, not quite as aligned, mm -hmm. but still a really strong part. And you can get billet parts really light, which is, which is the, the benefit of the billet part. And race teams, race team stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, so it kind of depends. Some race teams, depending on their setup, some race teams will like built parts. Some will use forged parts. Some go back and forth. Yeah. It's uh, it's really a trial and error thing. And and now with forged parts, I mean, um, with all the different machines, we can we can do so many. We can do machining full undercrown, three uh, D undercrown milling, and cr uh, top of the crown milling, and everything that you can get a forged part almost as light as a as the lightest billet part. Right. Right. Wow. Which, yeah. which now you're 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 using that because it's the lightweight of a billet is really what sells mm -hmm. or what you want is a race tuner, but now you can get a forged almost as light. So, yeah. So like yeah. our, our four stroke racer elite part is, is unique because it is a full billet. Um, so it's very light. It's and it's available off the shelf. Um, and it also has an asymmetrical skirt, meaning one side of the major thrust side of the skirt that sees the most, the heaviest push up against the cylinder yeah. is larger than the minor thrust side, which is something that like the automotive industry, NASCAR has been doing for a long, long time. Yep. And it just wasn't really a thing in, in, in power sports and yep. moto. Um, so that's, that's what, one of the unique things about the four stroke racer elite part too. Uh, and how fa how busy does factory Honda keep you guys? Definitely busy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Different compression ratios, different materials, different valves, pockets, right? That kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. they they know what works. Yeah. So they they definitely stick with what works. You know, a few tweaks here and there, but um, you know the they like to be they like to be planned ahead and have plenty of parts. So big big runs and big parts orders. Yeah. Um, do do they share with you much of what they're doing? And I'm not saying to say it on the show, but do they share much with what they're doing and what you guys can do, or do they just say, hey, we just need this compression, this material, this valve size? No, no, it, it's uh, it's definitely uh, more collaborative than yeah. that. So, okay. like, we'll get uh, when we're doing a full custom part, and this applies whether you're just a regular customer or factory on it doesn't matter. If you want a full custom part for what for the the project you're working on, 
You can send us a complete cylinder head, send us a cylinder, a gasket, spark plug, and everything. Yeah. Kind of put it all together and do a laser scan of it so we have a full 3D scan of the combustion chamber and can and can design the parts specifically for whatever So you'll that do is. that for an average like a customer, like if they want to wait and pay. Mm-hmm. You guys will do that. Yeah, there there yeah. is a, there is a minimum quantity for yeah. for custom order runs and things like that. But right. yeah, that's um that's oh, wow. that's within the scope of ability. Yep. Now is that Two like four, four to six weeks? Uh, no, not quite. If something <laughs> like that, no, not quite. A little bit, a little bit. He's longer. just trying to get a piston here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We already have the Yamaha stuff scanned, so you're good. Oh yeah, we're yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, it's interesting for sure. What yeah. what is uh, what sells a lot? What what moves a lot for you guys? Like we we mentioned those Garage Buddy rebuild kits, or like, so that's kind of an interesting one. It so if I if you guys were to guess the number one selling power sports piston from Wiseco, like to this day still YZ250. Close. Oh. It, it is a two-stroke piston, and it is a Yamaha. But you got to think a little more outside of the box. It's two-cylinder, two two-stroke piston, Yamaha, four ninety. Oof, air hammer? No, not an air hammer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one twenty-five. Then I guess JR eighty. I, I have no idea. Banshee. Yeah. I was gonna Hell say Banshee. Yes. Banshee. I was gonna say Banshee, but I'm like, look, those are so old now. They haven't been made for so long. Guys are still, still making them running way, Banshees way too fast. A 350 so, two stroke. They do drag racing. Yeah. 350 two cylinder two stroke, two-stroke, two-stroke. Yeah. which probably attributes to why it's the best selling because there's two of them for every motor. Yeah. Um, but but there's still a thing, Banshees. Dude, right? guys used to show because like we have that that night track back in our backyard. Yeah. Guys used to show up with Banshees, dude, and race those things. Yeah. I, I was gonna say it, but I'm like, look, monster. It's 2022. Banshees have been made since the mid 80s, late 80s. I'm like they can't still be going, but they are. They're still going. Banshees number one, and Glamis, and the the blaster is number two. Blaster's number two. Why is he one twenty five comes in at number three? Okay, but yeah, two stroke pistons are are still our number one selling part. So if anybody says two strokes are dead, they're not. No, I think I mean Peyton's been Peyton told me that you know since before COVID even pipe sales were great Mm -hmm. and you know they're still going. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think the two stroke guys are definitely going to be back. Oh, interesting. And again, use the uh, use the pulpmexshow.com. There's a code there. And uh, you can email us as well. We'll pass it on to Kevin. He can help you out. So thanks to Weisco for coming on board and bringing you uh, Kevin Bailey as well. Um, oh, Trevor says Banshees were made until 2012. 12, really? I, really? Wow. Oh, I thought, I thought they were done way before then. I, I would have said like 06 or something oh, like that. No, I thought but... it was like early 90s or whatever i honestly i thought it was that long ago now they, they were the same for they were a long same, time yeah, yeah. yeah the, but they were the still making them yeah. yeah yeah shit yeah uh all right so thanks to the folks at wise again and uh so yeah you don't get to go to too many races but yeah here and yeah there, now right? i go yeah. to local races i'm yeah. I, I work out of southern california so i go to anaheim's yeah. and i go to arizona i used to come to vegas all the time when the race was out here so yeah yeah uh That's great good. well thanks for coming i appreciate it good job tonight on the show and everything so um race tech rent you got one yeah. What is it? What's your Weege. race tech rant? It's Weege. There's no excuse. No excuse for his performance with his son this weekend. Zero. Which which part disgusted you the most? Um, who owns a motorcycle and doesn't have a Motion Pro tire gauge? Yeah, I or, don't know. Or like a nice tire gauge, right? Like one that works. Yeah, I mean... He knowing he, him, he's got he, those little gas stations. He's in the sport. The he's media. He knows who Dirt Bike TV is. He knows who Jay Clark is. Jay Clark has a tutorial on everything motorcycle on his Instagram. Like, oh, you got it's it's a a minute video. His, his front tire had eight pounds in it. His back tire didn't have the bead set in it. He was missing missing, missing his pivot. Bolt. I would understand if it was his bike. Yeah, but it wasn't his bike. It was his kid's bike. Yeah, 
That that's that's Fletcher th- shot. Yeah. I mean, there's there's band aids for that. I mean, shit, man. Like, was, I, I just feel like there's no excuse for it. He just said he doesn't want to ask anybody for help because then they're gonna think they don't want to help him. You know, despite these people all being his friends. You know, he he should know what kind of like family vibe the whole motocross community is. You know, like it's it's not even. I don't think anybody thinks like that. Of if, course if, not. If somebody somebody needs help, even like you know, or you know, yeah. somebody gets hurt, somebody else somebody else will run up and load your bike for you. you never met before. Yeah, you know, it's just. Yeah. J Bone, I guess, was just real busy at the speedway with the, with his kid. So yeah, <laughs> J Bone tire off. The, he said he doesn't know how to operate a uh, air compressor. Yeah, you plug it in and just flip the switch. <laughs> like what? How cool is it that one day though his kid will be able to say like, yeah, James Stewart's mechanic worked on my bike when I was. Yeah, like, I mean that's that's freaking <laughs> cool, right? right? But right. I mean, like, you're Jason Wygant. Like, there's no excuse. You're around the sport every single weekend. You you commentate on the sport, you know. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like he should. He needs to learn a little bit. And just go to Jay Clark's Instagram. Just tell him to go to Jay Clark's Instagram and just scroll. Jay Clark Wesco. Yeah, yeah. Yep. See, um, yeah. So that's your race tech rant. Yeah, that's my race tech rant. Race code. Yeah, say race tech. I mean, granted, I've I've made some mistakes. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like in my earlier years, whenever right. I was a kid. Yeah, I put my dad's master link on backwards. I don't think uh, they get a blowjob before the main event. Uh, no, we've all made mistakes. The first time I ever pressed a steering stem out of a clamp as a mechanic, Ooh. I didn't know. I had no idea. I'm, they're like, hey, press this stem out of the steering out of the steering clamp. I went the backwards. I went the wrong way. I went from the bottom through. I didn't realize the stem had a little crown on it. You know oh, I mean? yeah. And broke the clamp. And I'm like, oops, my bad. I didn't know. I thought it was a press fit round stem all the way through push yeah, it through no. any side you know what i mean i didn't i didn't know so yeah we've all made dumb mistakes right but, yeah but you were attempting to maintain the motorcycle yeah it was there, there was no yeah. attempt there was no attempt at he, maintaining he, yeah no he's yeah. he said on the show he had 90 minutes to get ready and, well you know he does have a busy schedule a but yeah. like yeah. i don't know man like he's got enough friends i mean like he doesn't hey, rely on friends he said his one of his one of your he's one of your really good friends Right, like he's the friend right now. Like we don't he know. Call, he could have called you. You were a factory mechanic for how many years? Yeah, long time. Yeah. The the yeah. tire gauge is really like when you bring that up. I think he mountain bikes, he dirt bikes, not even just for his kid, like for himself. How do you not spend twenty dollars on a gauge from Amazon? Right. I mean, it's like literally. I mean, I know he doesn't like spending money, but still, that's exceptionally insane to me. He could call someone and get a Motion Pro. Yeah, nah, yeah. Th- that's the favorite thing. He doesn't want to do that. Amazon, twenty dollars. Amazon, right? twenty bucks delivered to his house. The and next that'll day. get you in the ballpark. Might be a pound or two off, but it'll yeah, get you in the ballpark. For what it's good it enough is, for his yeah. kid, yeah. it's better than zero or thirty pounds. Yes, yeah. yes. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. That's his shaggy laugh. That's yeah. His, yeah. Oh, it, yeah, it's it's labeled Scooby Doo laugh weed, and I was like, oh, we'll see what this one does. Yeah. That's a good one, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my my race tech rant uh, again is, um, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how much to say it. Tough blocks, like they're flying everywhere. Do you notice it's the ones just in, a in fucking Paris? Shit show. Do you remember the ones in Paris? Those weren't yeah. bad. Those yeah, weren't bad. I, that's what I say. Those weren't bad I, at this all. This is what I say in my rant. There's solutions out there. I see them in Paris. Who who come up with those? Those were great. I don't know, but it's not hard. 
They make them longer? I had like 10 of them in the whoops, and I was fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. And they didn't move. Dude, I don't know. Like, we had Alex from Dirtworks on a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and he mentioned that if you if they bought the triangular ones that weren't, you know, I mean, that gives you a little bit more room, they can also carry more in a trailer because of the way they stack. So that would be, that would save, that would save fail the whole truck trailer if they use triangular truck blocks. Mm-hmm. There's just, I have an idea of a tray, of sitting in a tray and then, it would take a big hit to move them. Mm-hmm. Like, do you get saved by tough blocks? Yes, you do sometimes, yeah. but more often than not, you die because of tough blocks. And, like, I don't, they're just, this weekend was bad. Yeah. I mean, you got Moran's weeding himself. You got uh, uh, Thrasher. Thrasher. Thrasher Anstey jumping over one, throwing it into Hardy. Like, <laughs> there's just, there's just nothing to do with these. Like, you can't stake them down. Yeah. Like, just, and again, so. It's mind-blowing to me. Like, okay, we did make a little advancement with the half-tough block up the face of the triples. Yeah. Okay, we did that. We got something. That was good. But, dude, just – and, I mean, look at that first turn. You come railing in from the outside. There's not enough room to stop and just boom into the tough blocks. And they, they just go just, flying, dude, too. every single time. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? So, what are, so we, what the, are we doing? For those of the people that weren't at Paris, Paris, it was like a, a big plastic piece, right? It, it was flat, and then it had a round top to it and i guess like the inside was hollow and i guess that's where they staked it into the ground right but whenever you rode over it it would kind of just like collapse yeah and, and and you could put logos on each side it would collapse but it would just okay pop i back thought up. you were talking about they also have what i what i said too was they have the super mega long ones uh-huh. that take a lot of force to move yeah they're, they're still inflatable they're just super long and you can put advertising all on the side of that yeah and you can also stretch it across six whoops and now it's going to take a lot to move that instead of 12 tough blocks in the in the space of, you know, 12 feet mm-hmm. or whatever, 20 feet. And then they just move, just get blown off the track. It's just, it's insane that we're, we're continuing to do this. They're continuing to take guys out and we're just powerless to stop this. There's just nothing we can do. We've had the same tough blocks as 1996 outside of cutting the half tough blocks. Again, I understand this is my 85th rant about tough blocks. Hey, and man. it's just it's just it's insane to me. It's just they're flying everywhere. If I had a dollar for how many tough blocks I've hit, yeah, I'd probably have the biggest ceilings like you. I'd, These I'd aren't have, that big, sir. Well, a big, bigger. House. Well, okay. I would I wouldn't be roommates with Kenny Taco Bell. Right. I've been okay. fucking climbing it. through my window. You wouldn't have a spider monkey <laughs> climbing through your window named Kenny Taco Bell. Yeah. Right. I just yeah. I don't know, man. That's my rant again. I, I I don't know. I mean, it could be the fact that. You know, the series starts at Daytona, gets repeated over and over when 78% of the people that have the lead after Daytona win the championship. Yeah. That could be my rant, too. My rant could be, you know, anything. I don't know. But I'll just, I'll just go tough blocks. Yeah. Just please help us. Especially on the start, too. Like, it's almost every start. Dude. People have to. You're going to end up hugging that inside, and somebody's foot peg is going to catch a tough block every time. Just move them. Yeah. Move them because you know guys are coming in hot and they're going to blow through it. Why? Why are we doing this? Like it's just insanity to me. We're causing injuries. We're causing. I don't know. I and then no one seems to care. I just. I came up with the nets or Ke- Kevin Windham came up with the nets or whatever you want to say. They work great. They need more of them. Yeah. Can we I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you. I don't know. I, I know that there's a solution out there. There's got to be. Yeah, um, they just We just don't know yet, I guess. Look, they could even go. It, it costs money. That's the solution. It costs money. That's why they don't want to do it. Uh, make them triangular. Make them exactly how they are now. But even if you make them triangular, you give the foot pegs more rooms. Mm-hmm. Now you have a base. And as a rider, you're getting near the base. You're not going to die. You just you got a little bit more room there. Will you still catch it? Yes. 
But is triangular uh, shape better than square? Yes. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, but then you can also go back to all the stuff that you just said about Paris and the longer inflatable ones that I'm talking about or a tray. You know, put it in a tray, put a little lip on it so that it really takes a big hit to make it move. So it still moves if you hit it, but yeah. it takes a more than a breathing on it, which is what it takes now because they just move. So. Maybe maybe if they want to spend all that money at once, maybe they could phase them in. So we start with whoops and start straight. Yeah. No, it, it sucks because then, the next then, season. Listen, yeah. give them a bunch of money. Make them shape of pistons. Weisco, piston <laughs> tough box. Mm. There we go. All right. I don't know. And We're, then and sometimes it, ta- it takes a dig dugs a second to like see that. Oh, yeah. Know, and then, yeah. then you got guys like Phil coming in. Oh, no, yeah. Just <laughs> die. I mean, <laughs> Phil, Cole Thompson kicked that over a berm onto yeah. the middle of the track and Phil just died. Why? Last lap. He's just, uh. Dude, why are we, like, how is that okay? Like, Cole Thompson makes a mistake, not on his, not on purpose, and Phil has to die. Like, what? How does that even, why are we doing that? Why, yeah. why aren't we realizing that this is stupid? Kicking a tough block into another lane in front of an unsuspecting rider. I mean, look, I don't want to take it that far, but if somebody got seriously hurt, could they not probably sue for negligence? Where they're like, hey, Feld. You've seen these tough blocks go into the other lane all the all the time. You've done nothing for this, and now I have a broken neck. I, I, it's not unreasonable to think that a lawyer could make that case. It's not out of the scope. No, but. it's not. But no. I just year after year after year after year. And speaking of tough blocks, Skippy, what's up, man? No, I was curious uh, from A Ray's perspective. Uh, did you listen to the Dirtworks guy talking about tough blocks? Yeah. Did you disagree with his, like, as well as Steve's ideology towards, like, coming up with ways to make these things not move? Or what do you writers think? Um, I mean, at this point, like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to come off as like a, like a pussy or something because we all got to deal with it right now. But, but yeah, I mean, if you talk to a lot of the writers, I mean, they're like, yeah, they save us. But for the most part, like, whenever we hit them, like, we're, fucking eating shit I mean, right they do save some people but yeah not, not as many as they hurt yeah so every time you crash you're trying to like jump off the bike and try to hug one of those things but <laughs> half the time that doesn't happen no and uh they I, I don't know but like it seems like most of the time they do they don't do a lot of good for us you know what i mean it's it's uh it's it's pretty dangerous sometimes whenever those things get so, to flying because so you never know things change things change at daytona right does do the Daytona people view it any different or? Um, I, I don't know. I, I might have to ask the grand marshal there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I think Alex from Dirtworks Skippy was just like in his eyes when I was talking about a tray and spikes, right? He's like, shit, that's like two more things I got to worry about. Like right. lay a tray down, Whoa. hit a spike, hit a spike. Now that gives him, Look how many tough blocks there are. Think how many much hours that would be, and so that's where he's looking at. Because they're already. Well, what about the ideas towards uh, saving trucks? Like, remember you yeah. saved a whole truckload, right? Yeah, he said make them triangular. They stack better, and he did the math and said they could save a whole truckload. I don't know, man. I don't know, Skippy. I'm I, trying. I, I got nothing, boys. All right, thank Love you. you, guys. Be Appreciate good. it. Thank you, uh, Zach. You want to talk about tough blocks too? Yeah, it's a simple solution, guys. Hay bales. 
No, 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 no. We can't do hay bales. Uh, oh, my God. Well, Can you imagine A-Ray hitting a hay bale and just exploding himself everywhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, hay bale explodes. A-Ray explodes. They both look great on TV. Yeah, that's true. Hey, it'd be like more fireworks. Yeah, 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 bunch, yeah bunch exactly. O'Neal, enjoy the ride. Just yeah, it's just around. opening yeah. ceremonies in the LCQ. Just yeah. fucking hay bales. Just right. psh, psh. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. They, they, yeah, see you guys. Thanks. Hey, Bales. Uh, Luke gave us five bucks on YouTube and says, does anyone see Justin Cooper winning a 450 Supercross or Motocross title? I think it's too early to tell, right? I'm asking. Luke's asking. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go no. All right. Kevin? I would lean to Motocross first. Yeah. yeah, title. Yeah, I think that's a lot more. He likely. does ride a 450 good though, yeah. man. He rides it He's so efficient. Yeah. He rides it efficient, like the proper way to ride a 450. So, if the 250 outdoors are starting right now, would he be your title favorite, or would Hunter Lawrence or Joe Schmoda or RJ or like? I think I still have Hunter. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Hunter. A yeah. little ahead. Yeah, I think I'd still have Hunter too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for the uh, money, Luke, and thanks for the question as well. Uh, by the way, the guys at Works Connection, Papa Max 20s code to save at Works Connection. Pro Launch Start Device, it's fantastic. Factory Honda uses it. Star Racing uses it. Over half the field uses it. We're going to give one away. That's right. Live or email? Let's do live, man. Email. Email. <laughs> email. <laughs> All right. Email 314. Hell yeah. Wins the Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device at contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. The 314th email wins. Taking it way back. Pro launch start device. Does that work? Yeah, yeah that's great. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to Works Connection for that. WorksConnection.com. They're only available in red, by the way. I tried to make them in blue, but that didn't really work. So thank you to the folks at Works Connection. Uh, thank you to folks at Motorsport.com and Fly and Decal Works and Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Renthal at Cherby's, Renegade Racing Fuels, Firepower, Maxima, Pro Filter, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing. Love the guys at Guts. Pulpamex 23, Pulp Show, 20, Pulp 20. What's the code for Guts Racing? I forget it now. We'll find out. I just put a, I just put the tall seat on my bike. Oh, you I'm, did? I'm you gonna went test tall? It. I'm going to try it out tomorrow. Travis Preston wanted me to try tall seat on the on the Blue Crew. I don't know if I'm going to like it because it's pretty tall. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we're going to try it out okay. tomorrow. All right. Um, thanks to the folks at Guts Racing. Atlas Neck Brace. Noof was in last week. That's your guy, Noof. Yeah, you guys, dude, yeah. You guys are bros. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, FMF, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA. Love the guys at W. Uh, fantastic company. And uh, whether it's uh, uh, race wheels, finish bike wheels, uh, trials wheels, whatever it is, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, EVS, Wisco Piston. Uh, Kevin Bailey got it to try a taser today, and he's never, his life's never been better. So, <laughs> right? It's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, get as well, two stroke, four stroke ECUs. Trolltraining.com, I talked about already as well. Uh, Pulp 20 is code to save with Maxima USA. Love Maxima. I do. The cleanup, it's good. Cleanup? SC1. Yeah. yeah. What about suspension clean? I like it. Yeah, no, I didn't have bad. any of that. I don't have mm, any of that. I, I just have like the, the contact cleaner, like this stuff right here. Oh, Pulp MX 2023. I knew it was something different for guts racing. Mm. Pulp MX 2023 for guts racing. They just did a vintage bike uh, seat for me. I gave them the I gave them the cover because it's from 1990. Oh, but nice. they have foam for it. And they did it up for me. Looks good. Nice. Pulp Max 2023 for guts racing. Um, yeah, Maxima USA. Um, I guess you really can't endorse Maxima, can you? As a piston guy, or do we like Maxima? Yeah, I mean, I like I I use Maxima. So I like their. Um, I was gonna say the um, 
the chain lube, the mount, the bike chain lube for yeah. mountain bikes. Yeah. Yep. I use I that use as that well. Stuff. It doesn't yeah. doesn't get everywhere. It's not messy. No. And the contact cleaner is super good too. I yeah. had another company's bike chain lube, and it it got everywhere on the bike, and I was like, oh, that sucks. I like that premium oil too. It's good. The motor oil. Yeah. 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 Uh, 927 in two strokes? Or what are you running in oh, two yeah. strokes? Oh, yeah. 927 all day. Huh? Uh, Pulp 20 is code to save at Maxima Racing, uh, US, MaximaUSA.com. Uh, and uh, Pro Filter as well, Pulp 20, oil and uh, air filters for street bikes, uh, dirt bikes, side-by-sides, everything else. Pulp 20 is code to save with Pro Filter. They don't have pre-oiled, ready-to-use filters for the 2023 Blue Crew, and that saddens me, but they're coming, I've been told. So, uh, But whatever other dirt bike you have, just grab the filter, throw it in your bike, throw the other one away. Profilter.com, Pulp20 is the code to save with those guys. Thank you to uh, Profilter for coming on board. Uh, we still have the motorsport.com tweet at tit segment as well, and um, and much more coming up here on the show. I guess um, uh, let's talk indie a little bit. We see the three, same three guys. Anybody getting in there? Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. No more guys like get in there. I'm I'm thinking that Cooper and Eli are gonna run a little bit away from Sexton. That's what that's what I think. With the way that track develops in the main event, it gets super ruddy, like gnarly, right? And I think when the track breaks down that much and it gets that gnarly and sketchy, I think those two, um, I think they they really outshine everyone else. Like you think, like you think back. Um, some like like a, even like a mud race, right? Uh, the the gnarly one at Salt Lake, whenever they lapped into yeah. the top ten, yeah. they were just gone from everyone else. I think that Indy is its own animal in that aspect, just with the way the ruts are. I don't think it's as bad as that anymore. They got yeah, a little better like, at it. Well, with, I mean, it'll with be with the way the weather is, yeah. you know, like the dirt that they, they they bring it in and it's it's right. um it's frozen, and then once they get it in there, mm-hmm. it it thaws out and it just gets soft and shitty, you know. Uh, so Kevin, seventy-eight percent of the time, the guy who's leading the points after Daytona wins the title. I would keep. I mean, are we, are we going to keep going that on that? You think Tomac if, right now? If you're going to ask me, yeah, I would. I'd put my money on Tomac. It's five up bed, on man. Webb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I think if we if we were to see a fourth bike in that uh, in that equation, that it would probably be a green bike, like we talked about in the beginning. That it, if there was a chance for their fourth bike to be in that equation, probably be Anderson. Yeah, I yeah yeah I can't see him. Um, Anderson's the only guy. I mean, Barsha's feisty and he can get in there. But he's gotten he was better this weekend. He, he's been better. Well, he's, yeah, he was good at um, Oakland. Uh, no, I no. thought I didn't he run in top three in one of those triple crowns for a bit before he crashed. Yeah, yeah, I think he he was up there. Right. Mm-hmm. He's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Anderson, I think will be in the mix if anybody. But man, I just, I just think those three run away, and I'll, I maybe I'll go Sexton. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I just I can't you you seem more confident in Tomac and Webb than I am. I'm I, I'm I'm on the Webb wagon right yeah. now. I'm I think that dude he shows up on race day like no one gets to him like he he'll see right through you and he's I, so locked in. On I think race this day. is the point in the season when he's like mentally thriving. Yeah, and I, and I, dude, just it's like he's it down. it's like he's possessed by demons. He's got demons. <laughs> well, you've been on the yeah, you've been on the uh, on the edge of that. Yeah, on, he, the, on the other end of that. He's he, my man. My man. He can. Yeah. He can yeah. go whenever he's he's. Yeah. yeah I, I I just I just think that he's got a little bit more, and I think with um, Indy being a smaller stadium, and with the way uh, he can cut down in the turns, keep everything tight, shorten the track. I think I think Indy's going to be good for him. All right. Uh, Steve's on three. Steve, what's up, man? Uh, welcome to the show. What do you want to talk about? 
Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, you guys were talking about Justin Cooper a bit ago. He's been riding super good. Uh, we saw RJ take a heat win, and Joey Savacci's been doing good. And it just seems like these three guys kind of stand out to me. It would be just great to just, like, keep them there in the class just to kind of mix up that mid-pack, you know, of, of the field. Like, what's going on with the industries with these kind of, like, weird kind of deals? And at what point do the riders kind of work something into the contract or you could they could just abandon ship on like a say a, the 250 class and just kind of ride out the 450 class from here on out like they want to win championships man yeah but i mean i mean we look at like justin cooper right i mean he's focused on this 250 championship and sure he's he's a favorite but it's it's not necessarily going to be a shoe in with uh, with Hunter, the way the way he's riding, and then we've got like a wild card like Tom Vial, and even RJ, like he's on the West Coast of the Supercross. I mean, we pretty much know that Jet is going to take it, barring with you know, barring there's not going to be some catastrophe, and he's he's done great. And just hearing him tonight with the confidence that he has, and even with some humility, like he's going to be a pretty good 450 rider, and you just got to think, like, at least with those two guys, I guess Joey's a little bit different different of a case, but, I mean, those two guys are showing some promise of being a 450 guy, and that's kind of what you want well, to always be when you're coming through, you know? that's This has been my thing for a long time. It's like the whole 250 Supercross thing. Yes, they don't have rides, and they want to stay down and make a bunch of money, but you know how you can make a whole lot of money? It's being a top 450 guy. That's yeah. how you make a whole lot of money. Now you're making millions. Yeah. And that is the ultimate goal, right? Like, so when Marty and J-Mart and these other guys say, I don't have rides, so I'm, not, I'm just going to stay down here, take dives, make my 250 a year. You know, that's great money. 250 a year is great money for all of us. I think some of them are. I would say, R, I would say both RJ and Justin Cooper are more than that. Yes, I'm just talking in a general yeah. sense. Like, yeah, I would think they are. Yeah. But and their teams, too. Like, their teams have got to be, like, stoked on their performances. And, and I understand budgets and everything. It's just, it just seems kind of crazy to me. You're going to put a guy back in the 250 class just because of the way the contract's written up. And who knows? They may kind of get stuck there um, anyway. You know, like, we saw J-Mart on a Honda a while back thinking that he was going to go up to the 450s and things happened and he's been in the 250 ever since and and you see yeah, these guys listen, just chasing I, this 250 dream and I, know, I don't know because it's they want they want the security of a title and wins and money and they just they don't want to put their balls out there years ago Bradshaw one and done Mike Rodowski two and done Mike LaRocco one and done Chad, yeah. Chad Reed one like, and done like they were these guys were one to get in that class and get the hell out of it and that yeah. was, and even Barsha, two two years and out, right? Yep. Like, th it has become this place to park yourself now and be thirty years old. And yeah, but I, I think to, I think a lot of those guys, you. like they they came out of the two fifty class and and were straight straight shoe in top tier guys on the four fifty class, right? Like they were like Barsha was getting on yeah, the he podium. Won his rookie year. Yeah, he yeah. won his rookie year, yeah. and I, I don't I don't but, think Justin Cooper and RJ Hampshire are going to win a four fifty main event. No, but, but if they just keep grinding away, they'll get better. They're losing development time. And, and again, you can make millions. Yeah, I mean, I, become, I, under, I understand what this guy's saying about Justin Cooper. You know, it's not a shoe-in for him for the outdoors. But if you talk to Justin Cooper about the outdoors, like, he's coming in. He want, He's going to be ready. Like, his eyes are locked in on that championship. 
You know, like he, yeah. you know, you're like, hey, man, it's not a shoe in for the outdoors. Why don't you just move up to the 450 class? Well, if you talk to him, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, I'm I'm putting my whole life on the line to re- freaking, you know, win this yeah. outdoor championship. Well, if you're looking at just to bring like Joey Savacci like back into it too. I mean, but Joey you know, pointed he, out that's not that's, happening anymore. Yeah, it's true, but I mean, he he's kind of proven at least like with this year, just you know, be a be a solid top 50 guy. You know, don't. Uh, you know, don't have to chase Joe, after Joey's a bad example. Not, ride. Yeah, Joey doesn't not, have a ride. Joey's not making any money. So yeah, that's a bad example. He, yeah. it's not great. Okay. But, but uh, yeah, he's a people's champ. But he's yeah. not. He's yeah. not making the, the uh, money that AC. Thanks for the making. call, Steve. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I, I just, I, I feel like as a racer, you want to be driven to do your best, and the best is the four fifty class, and that's the competition. That's where. Mm-hmm. And if you make it, you don't even got to be. You don't have to be an all timer. You can be Jake Weimer, Nick Way. Cole Seeley and make millions, yeah. you know, over your course of your career. So you don't even got to be an all timer, but if you can be a solid top ten guy, which I feel like Justice Cooper and RJ Hampshire can be, mm-hmm. you can run that out for a long time. I mean, but look at Shane McGrath. Do but you I, think that I don't do you put think, him in that category though? What do you mean you don't put him in that category? He won a, a Supercross championship. No, he, he moved up to he the didn't win a Supercross championship. Did he? Did he? McGrath. No, he lost, he lost to Sexton. Oh, okay. Well, shit. He won a World Supercross championship. <laughs> That's did. what he it did. is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess you're right. But he moved up to the 450 class. I mean, I mean, I would, I would say him right there with Sabachi. Same deal, right? I mean, well, he, Sabachi's. I mean, Macaulay's better. Five different teams in a year and a half. So yeah. he's got a little bit of a, a a tough start to get rolling, and now his bike has a Kickstarter. But look, <laughs> there's risks in it. It's not 100 percent shoe in, but I mean, after a while. You just get tired of riding two fifty and yeah, I would, I would say I would say that yeah, I mean, but like like watching kids come into the class, beat you, and then move on, and you're just still stuck in this two fifty mm-hmm. pur- purgatory. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like as a racer, you'd want to do better. You're right. That's just me, though. I guess. I guess I don't know. I, th- I think Justin Cooper, like he, I think he, him and RJ, I think they have. They have a good chance of getting some good results in outdoors. I don't. I don't know about like championship, you know, because yeah, there yeah, is some, yeah. some good guys. Happen. Yeah. But I mean, do you think like if they move up to 450 class for outdoors, do you think they make more money riding a 450 and outdoors than well, staying no, down? Well, no, because they're not contracted to it. They don't have that ride. They don't yeah. have a deal, right? You, I'm talking about signing a deal as a 450 guy, right? No. Honda's got a spot open, like Colts Supercross only, and so theoretically, you're thinking for 2020. Four, Sexton's gone. Jet's there. There's a spot there. You can go for that, you know? Yeah. Um, everyone's available right now, it seems oh, like. Oh, I know, hey? dude. Everyone's up. No, everyone. AC's not up, and Malcolm is not up, and Christian Craig's not up, and I think that's it. Everyone else. Anderson, dude. I think and, and, I, I think a few of the guys are, are getting pretty close to getting their deals done, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, it's still no guarantee, I right? I would think Anderson stays where he is. I would think yeah. Boston stays where he is, you know? And theoretically, if you're if you're looking ahead for 450s in two seasons from now, we might have two more factory 450 teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beta and Triumph, they're coming. Uh, Nine o'clock hour brought to you by Off Road Warehouse. This is that ORW butt patch. Enzo Lopes, Phil Nicoletti, J Mart, uh, all of those guys running ORWs. The place to go for all your truck and off road accessory needs. They uh, they have uh, everything you want and everything that they sell. They install as well. Uh, suspension kits, tires, wheels, steps, bed accessories, and more. Pulp of Mexico at offroadwarehouse.com. Pulp of Mexico at offroadwarehouse.com. Get your bike to the track with style 
and performance from the ORW guys. And I'm sure they'll be doing something for the Atlanta Supercross for signing out east there when the race is there uh, in a little while. And they have stores throughout the West Coast. But really the best way to save, use the code PulpMX at offroadwarehouse.com. Motorsport.com, tweet at tit segment. Let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Motorsport.com. Great, guys. Uh, if Jason Wygant wants to buy an air pressure gauge, uh, an air compressor, um, yeah. tools yeah, of any use sort. The, use the pulp code. Piston. Yeah. Pistons. Yeah, maybe throw a piston Clutches. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com to go to motorsport.com. I've been ordering the shit out of uh, parts for my project bike. Our own Talon Taylor is a gearhead there now. Mm. You know, I got a I got a petcock rebuild kit the other day on Motorsport. That's what I'm talking about. Heck your, yeah, your petcock. Yeah, petcock. Yeah, yeah. How's that petcock? Petted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, motorsport.com. Go through the banner. Please check it out. Great quality service there. A dedicated team of gearheads. Well, everybody but Talon is dedicated, anyways. And uh, yeah, thanks to the Motorsport.com guys. Uh, really appreciate them coming on. Of course, the personal sponsors of Phil Nicoletti, among others. Uh, these questions submitted to the at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter, and the guy in the corner reads the uh, best ones out. Let's do this. First one is from Mike Fischera. Uh, how many total wins does Tomac have after this season? I'm assuming he's Supercross, not outdoors. Uh, so just for the rest of Supercross, so there's yes. nine rounds left. He's at 49. Yeah. Is he past Stu? Stu's got what? Stu's only he's only one behind Stu. Fifty? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he passes Stu. Yeah. I'm gonna go three. Yeah. Fifty three or three more? Three more. Fifty two. Nine races left. What do you think, Marks? Um, I was in three four range. I'll go four. Four. Okay. Yeah. I'll go four. Yeah, fifty three sounds good. Okay. Fifty three. We have we have uh we've determined that. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. What Stamp about it. anal bleaching? Uh, next one is from Lacro- the lacrosse defense coach for UA Ray. What percentage of privateers complain about everything yet do nothing to improve themselves on or off the bike? Uh, percentage? Percentage. Um, I would say... Hmm, I would say 40. 40%. 40%? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most most of the 450 guys are are all right. They yeah. they know they know, but I mean there there's a couple, but the, I would say more 250 guys. And look, I've given so much money to privateers. Oh, yeah. I've done a lot for privateers, and I love those guys. I worked for a couple of them. You know, I just I watch privateers make the main events and watch them roll around, and I'm just like, what are we doing? Yeah, are we just riding seven minute heat sprints here? What are we doing? Are we trying to get in the mains and do good, or we're just we're just it, happy. It just depends on, on are we who happy, you're talking to. Are we happy putting out on the gram that we race Supercross for a living, but we don't actually race it? We just get in the main event and ride around? I don't know. Yeah. I'll never get that. I'm not really coming down on those guys that can do whatever. As a racer, and I raced myself for a long time, you have one job. You don't have a job. You don't work during the week at Weisco or, yeah. you know, whatever the fuck Marks does. You <laughs> just, you got one job. And you but, can't be in shape for that one job. It's but, amazing to me. But I will say, like guys like Carnell, right? Yeah, he's not flying to every race. He's driving that. He's driving his van. So, yeah, he can maybe ride one day a week. But I mean, I would say that it's tough for him. Like everything he builds up preseason. Like say if he went to practice and all that. Like 
for every day that you don't do something, I think you lose like 3% of fitness or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you have to be there's on There's gyms top of on the road. I'm not even talking about car now. I'm talking about 250 guys, but oh. uh, but whatever. Yeah, I just... Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, I, I like guys, guys like that, like some of them are, are traveling in bands a lot. Right. I mean... My buddy Jason Fernet and I, we did the whole circuit. He, yeah. was, make, he was a borderline main event guy. He would we would he would go to the Wrapped gym. Wrapped his dick around uh, around his wrist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of things with his dick. <laughs> a lot of things with his dick. <laughs> yeah. He knocked his dick loose. Pretty- I don't want to talk about it. But uh, he would find a gym every day. He'd oh, go yeah? he'd go find a drop in fee, five bucks, ten bucks. Boom. Run his balls off. He used to take uh, those ephedrines. You know those those uh, truck stop pills. They don't even oh, sell oh, them anymore. Shit. <laughs> take those and go run on the treadmill, and he's just. Heart rate's just pinging. Dude, and just, he's just sweating. And I'm like, bro, you're going to die. Horny goat weed. He's mixing it. <laughs> Dude, anyways, that's another story. But, like, he would be like, I got to go for a run. He, he's working on his bike. He'd go for a run. Just, you know, watch my van. Mm-hmm. I got to go for a run. Yeah. There's ways you can do that. Yeah. 100%. I just, I watch guys, and I'm just like, you have one job. Yeah. You, you can, you, your bike can suck. You can suck. But you can't make excuses for fitness when you don't have a job other than Riding, riding motors, yeah. If you treat, if you got up every morning, and whatever fuck Marks does, if you treat it like eight hours a day, yeah, I got a, I got a job. I got to wake up at nine. I got to go for at nine. I got to be at work. Mm-hmm. And you motos, rest, eat, train, yeah, for eight hours. You would be amazing. Discipline, right? Yeah. Hey, I, I'm right and there I, with I, you. And, 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 and I love and the two, like, like, and like two. you, you're not one of those guys. You weren't in the greatest shape at times because your wrist and you couldn't do much. Yeah. But you would be trying your balls off. Yeah. No, there was there was never really a lack of effort. I think at the beginning stages of my career, I think it was. I mean, yeah, there was yeah. some lack of effort there. Just get there in definitely. the main. Yeah. Well, not yeah. E- not even that. It was fucking make the night show at that point. Right. I just wish that I had a little bit more guidance. But nowadays, there's no excuse, right? Like you could yeah. you could hit up troll training. You could do that. That's what I like about it. Like, hey, if you're unsure, just yeah. Troll training, boom, yeah. boom. No, you have I a just, program. Like back then, I, I was just super unsure on what I was doing. I didn't know what to eat or what to do. I was just fat and right. excited to be at the races. No, but, and, and I get it, but there comes a point. He's where a fat fucker. You're, there's a come. There comes a point where you just you can't you can't be out of shape, man. Yeah, no, you, you can't yeah. be. You, that's, there's that's no your job. excuse, right? And it's and it's dangerous being out of shape too. You yes. can get hurt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then again, you could be in great shape, and a fucking tough block could get sent in your way. Yeah, and you die. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, Maybe from, that was my rant. Maybe that was my race tech rant. I don't know. Right, yeah. <laughs> yep. From jacket on the parade lap, Steve. At what point do we, the moto community, call moto youth services on weed so that poor Lane doesn't continue to suffer? I saw a tweet today. Hashtag free Lane. <laughs> 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 Dude, that's I love one. that. That's, that's like my new favorite one. Yeah. I feel like yeah, we that should, laugh. We should keep that in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. noted. Ah, uh, free lane. Oh man, <laughs> poor kid, man. He probably doesn't know any better. He's Dude, still got a smile also, on his face. Like, I'm also, sure. on top of all of that, his wife Elisa, who is a smart, beautiful, wonderful mom, is a helicopter parent. So she'll tell us some stories about what she's like. And, like, you know, she's trying to wrap her kid in bubble wrap, right? Oh, man, like, yeah. And every outcome is the worst possible outcome for Lane. Do you think she hears any of these podcasts of what what we just putting his kid through? I don't think so. With a yeah. seared-off pivot bolt? That's, no. Yeah. She, would never, she would never let him. Yeah. Mm. 
I rode with uh, no front axle nut on my bike for a while, but I mean the pinch bolts were tight at <laughs> okay. least. Oh, okay. right. I I just I just torqued them down a little bit tighter and it was fine. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, from Tyler Smith, A Ray, did you enjoy your time riding uh, Cowie for Gateway Cycle? He says the place still smells of burnt clutch. I never really rode uh, for Gateway Cycle. That was what is uh, that? Where is that? It was in Kentucky. Oh, okay. It's in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was more like the Bondlinger Brothers. Um, so what what they did was back in Taft, uh, California, when we had the uh, Supercross Academy, um, it was oh, like boy. the like the whole team there, oh, right? Oh yeah. Um, they pretty much like supplied all the you bikes. Were there for the Bowers incident. Yeah, I was there. It was it was yeah, it was a whole deal. <laughs> uh, yep. I've known them for a long time. Shit, that was yeah. 12, 13, 14 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so Gateway Cycles, they pretty much brought, like, all the bikes and, like, sponsored a lot of the guys. But uh, so you were not a Gateway Cycles racer. No, I don't, I don't think I ever got a bike from Gateway Cycles. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever burn a clutch in their facility? No, I don't think so. I, I'm sure I burned a clutch that came from there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely, like, called them and ordered, ordered stuff because I think I got a discount there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next one is from Jim Marchant. Has there ever been more riders aged 30 or older in the 450 mains than this year? How about the fact they're all parents, too? They're, like, yeah. they're all dads. Back in the day, it was just John Dowd. That's it. Everyone else was just banging chicks left and right. <laughs> and it's just dowdy. Um, different yeah, times, man. Different times, man. Absolutely. Sexton's Those the like days. The, Sexton's like the only one, right? Yeah. That's young and like not. I feel yeah. like guys are sticking around and racing longer too. Yeah, though. yeah. I, you yeah. know, we had RV and Dunge retire kind of early, mm-hmm. you know, but they had thirty million in the bank, right? So they're like, screw it. But these guys now, I don't think the money's as good as back then. They're not as good as Dunge and Villapoto, and they're just like, fuck it, keep racing. Benny's got long, a kid. Man. I mean, Josh Hill doesn't have a kid. Justin Hill does. He's a younger brother. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people in here that, yeah, that have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Next one is from Jimmy G. If Roxon does not win a Supercross this year, does he ever win at U- a USA Supercross again? Does he ditch the U.S. Series entirely for World Supercross? I don't know what he's going to do outdoors. He's got an outdoor option or World Supercross. I think he wants to go race outdoors. To you be do? honest, yeah, yeah, I think I think he does. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not for sure on that at all. Right, but yeah, um, but hey, does I he mean, win another U.S. Supercross? God, I said, but this year, I'm like, he's going to get one. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I'm starting I mean, to back down from that. He's still yeah. spicy. Um, triple crowns, right? He's got one more triple crown coming up. Yeah. He's good at those. Yeah. I'm going to go, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, before he retires, yeah. 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 He wins another one. It's hard yeah. to say not. I, yeah. just don't, I don't see it right now, but it's hard to say no. Yeah. yeah. And I do think, I think he goes world supercrossing as opposed to outdoors. Yeah. And you just watch like the the videos of him like preseason at yeah. HGP like yeah. just straight on the Suzuki, like yeah. that flash he had just in his Instagram yeah. videos. But I haven't seen that since really. Uh, next one is from Ryan Nagy. Uh, what are the odds Barsha goes full Bam Bam on Chase at some point in the near future? I mean, I oh. like the, I think the odds are just to him to go full Bam Bam on anybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's not going to single right. one person out. It doesn't no. matter if you're in his way. He's going to get through you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one's from the voice of the drunken people for you, Kevin. How does development work on a piston for a new bike that you are not producing the OEM pistons for? Um, so start everything starts with OEM samples to get full scans of of the original piston. And if like like I was mentioning earlier, the more 
OEM parts we get our hands on, the better if we can get a fully assembled head, kind of like our 23 KTM 250 stuff, or not just 250, but KTM four-stroke stuff. Um, that's, so it starts with scans of all the OEM stuff, um, and then some engineering, you know, FEA, different kinds of analysis. Um, we recently developed a new, all-new KTM-specific four-stroke forging, where we did, we had a KTM 450 engine on our dyno. We have an in-house engine dyno, not a chassis dyno, but an actual engine dyno. Um, doing some benchmark data. Um, we, you know, we look at, <clears throat> we look at skirt scuffing and, and things like that as well. And, and, uh, we revised our, revised our barrel shape a little bit. So the skirt shape, um, pistons aren't round and they're not perfectly cylindrical either. They have kind of a, a barrel shape to them. So we revised, went through a couple of revisions of that, um, until we landed on what our R and D team felt like was a good, good, reliable shape. So it's all done in Ohio. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All done in Ohio. So it's, yeah. Long story short, it starts with benchmarking the OEM stuff and seeing where we can make some improvements. Now, if you can't get, do you, is it one of those things where like, hey, uh, we can't get a, a Cowie in here. Can we borrow yours and take it apart? Like, whoever they, whatever, however you can get. Your yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If we can't buy like order one from OEM yeah. or something, yeah, 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 we'll we'll use that, that. That's where a lot of like different team partnerships and racing yeah. partnerships come into yeah. play too, because they'll send us stuff. We'll send it back after we. Send I know. It. I got, I got a hit up by a few people when I got my twenty three bike because yeah. I, mm -hmm. you know, I was one of the first ones to have it, and they were like. Hey, so I sent work connection stuff. I sent gut stuff, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. to model it. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my bike's been at Henson, you know, like we're, we're still developing that thing. So, yeah. so it's good. Yeah. That would be a badass job just to sit on a fucking dyno every day and just hold a bike wide open. I did that for a long, because Red Dog got hurt. Yeah. He was hurt a lot the last couple of years. And when we were doing supermoto stuff, mm. I was in charge of it. So basically they would be like, hey, run these eight pistons. Tell us the graphs. Tell us what you see. I was in the dyno room a ton. I learned a lot, though. It was cool to mm -hmm. see, hey, I'm changing this cam. I'm changing this piston. What does it do? Oh, look at that. Look at that hiccup. Look at this. I got rid of that hiccup. You know what I mean? Like, this is all on uh, on, on chassis dynos. But, yeah. um, you know, like, yeah, I, I found it was really interesting. I didn't mind doing it. That's it most is. of the time, like, like I get sketchy because, like, I'll just hold the bike wide open. I don't want to let off. I just fucking it, go straight into the It's crazy stadium. surprising how durable you can make stuff yeah um like in in our our crankshaft testing um part of the batch testing for a crankshaft like we've had we'll put a motor on the engine dyno and just set it to wide open throttle and walk away and yeah the four hours is the benchmark oh yeah, wide yeah. Open throttle yeah which is you know you yeah. wouldn't even think that it should do no, that but no Hell yeah. uh also like where you sit on the seat matters really you know what I mean? What all of moving the chain, moving um, the chain, where you sit on the running seat, it loose, yeah. Temperature of the of uh, outside the room, inside the room, and every dyno is yeah. different, right? Yeah, every dyno is different. So yeah. you can't be like, hey, FMF's dyno says fifty horsepower, mine says forty three. Like, yeah. every, you got to go this dyno this day. Here's what I got. Every day is different, temperature yeah. wise. So yeah, it, it, the temperature thing's crazy too. Even in like our uh, like development labs, mm -hmm. like where we do all our QC and everything, just the the small effects on on aluminum between temperature and humidity mm -hmm. um you, we have to have the the humidity measured within a certain spec and the temperature measured within a certain spec to be able to accurately yeah. spec out all the parts yeah I, I it was cool i learned a lot doing it and i was doing it a lot like every like i'd be there for eight hours just music on tray of parts tray of cams making notes it was some cool times in my life when yeah. i think back to that yeah I feel like every time I went to Pro Circuit, I just see Snikey in there, yeah. just oh, wide yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Badass. Snikes, the dino yeah. guy there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Next one is from Chad is Pro. Uh, would A Ray have beat Cade at Daytona? No, A Ray's no good at Daytona. I qualified good there, but I, I shit yeah. in the night show there it sucks. 
You did take Kate out though. I did. Yeah. I did. I did clean him that out. Felt that, good. Oh my god! Anytime I get to freaking punt Kate off the track, right? Just made me want to taunt him the next <laughs> fucking lane. Uh, next one is from Josh Hartwig. Uh, a Ray, you could show up to any local race and destroy everyone, but describe a time where your mind was blown at how fast a rider blew by you. A rider blew by me, dude. <laughs> I mean, that happens all the time. What do you think, like a local race or a pro race? Uh, they mention Tomac at the outdoors or Sexton Supercross, but just whatever first thing that comes to your mind. How about Tomac at the Yamaha track or something, right? Like where you're just like, oh my god, yeah, Tomac at the at the Yamaha track. He um, this year we were doing a mud moto after after a rain. It was we did a short we we skipped a lot of the track. It was a short moto. We did a twenty. No joke. I I was like, okay, if that was a main event, I got sixteenth. Yeah. He lapped me three times. I <laughs> oh, granted I crashed. Yeah. But I still rode good. Like the whole main right, like right, I like right. like I rode good, yeah. I thought. Yeah. And he lapped me three fucking times. <laughs> Dude, crazy. Unreal. Next one is from Abide Moto. Uh, Kevin, do I not need to order A, B, and C tolerance pistons when ordering from Weissco? That is correct. We do not have A, B, C spec. All of our pistons are forged, and you basically you, the the size that you see on the website listing or wherever you're purchasing it from is the size of the bore that piston <clears throat> is made for. So we manufacture the piston to be at the proper clearance for that bore size. So if you see a piston, like a YZ250 piston listed for 64 millimeters or whatever it is, that piston is machined to have the proper clearance for a 64 millimeter bore. So there, no, there is no ABC spec because of the forge material. Okay. Next one is from Jared Renner. Uh, who is most likely to finish outside the top five first, Webb, Sexton, or Tomac? Big crash from Sexton. Outside the top five. That's how it would happen. I mean, shit, you could just get another weird ride from Eli. I mean, hell. Yeah, he got seventh or whatever, right? Yeah, he, got, he, he was fifth. Yeah. Fifth. What, Tampa? Right. Yeah, fifth. Fifth at Tampa. Yeah. I, I'll go crash with six. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. From Dr. Mantis Toboggan, why did Tommy Tenders leave Team Fried? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. I didn't. I, just, there, I knew there's that, a lot. But... There's a lot of that like going on. I think over there. I don't. I don't really know the the stuff on it. But I've sounds been like you do. I've been hearing stuff, but I don't know if it's like true or not. Oh. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I think, I mean, to me, it seemed like Tommy was working for Racer X and doing more freelance stuff because mm-hmm. it was making him money. Yeah. And so maybe the fried guys don't like him making more money or doing outside jobs. I don't know. It wasn't the chicken tender thing. I know that. No. So. Okay. 17K. Hmm? 17K. Yeah, 17K. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is from Dennis. Uh, who do you, Steve? Who do you think would make a good non-industry, non-two wheels guest that you would like to have on your show? Non-industry, non-two. I mean, Sammy Hagar. Bets. Yeah, bets. Bets yeah. is yeah. Bets yeah. is bets bets be great. Good. Yeah, yeah. Bet, uh, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had I did a podcast with Vanilla Ice. That was kind of cool. Oh shit! He was, that's he badass. Was, yeah, he was pretty cool on the, on the podcast. So he's uh, a PC guy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know occasionally, yeah, always, yeah. Ha- but always runs pro circuit pipes and all that stuff. Right, so, right, yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's go with Betts. Love Betts. Okay. He, uh, he, he's he been in here before, though, for sure. So, 
Fuck my ass. Uh, from Thirsty, how many bikes does a factory yeah, team go through in a full year, indoors and out? Well, they go through parts, right? They don't go through bikes. They'll, they'll, they'll go through two frames in Supercross, three frames in outdoors, and, yeah, whatever parts they kind of need. Mm-hmm. So it's not really any bikes total. Cases, probably two sets of cases and you know, in Supercross. They, they never sell anything. You said they cut them up and whatnot when they're done, right? Yeah. Or yeah, dispose they, of them? They destroy them, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very sad. There's a box of just bare aluminum frames and stuff in the back of the PC race shop toward the end of the year. Yeah. 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 Same at Yamaha. Uh, from Chris Rom, how big do you think Weege's eyes got when he had to pay for a 50 clutch? Yeah, 300 bucks, he said. <laughs> and then it broke? Yeah, but I assume that the guy who put it in covered it or something. They said yeah. he didn't lose Loctite or something. So three hundred bucks seems like pretty steep for a right? pack. That's what I thought. I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's for fifty though. Those things are crazy. I bought parts for a long time, but that seems crazy. It's got to be like retail on it, right? Like I don't that. Know. Even then, that clutch must have been like fucked. Like the basket, everything. I think they did a basket. Pounding me seven days a week just on my ass. <laughs> Between that on my ass, you got you fuck my ass, and then you got the. That one. He's just <laughs> in my ass. I forgot who that was about. We got bets. We got a yeah. lot of ass talk. Oh, yeah. Ass so talk. much ass. A lot of ass talk in this show. <laughs> a lot of ass guys around right, here. Right. Uh, last one is from Ray Atwood for you, Alex. Uh, what is your top moto moment of your career? Uh, top moto moment. Um, hmm. I would say... Yeah, I mean, fill in for factory Yamaha, right? It's pretty pretty neat to say that. Yeah, you got tenth at high point. What would you, you get? Eleventh. Uh, I think point? it was twelfth overall. Oh. I got eleventh the second moto, for twelfth overall. I'm like fourteen, eleven mm-hmm. for twelfth or something. Would you go top twenty in points in Supercross or factory Yamaha? Factory Yamaha ride, man. Yeah, factory Yamaha. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yep. fucking badass. Kate can't say you got a factory <clears throat> no, ride. Fuck Kate. I mean, I can't say I got suspended for two years either. <laughs> no, so. you can't. Yeah, you can't say you took a bunch of legal drugs. <laughs> yeah. Suspended, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's. I think my favorite part was when you were leaving the truck at the end of the year and you had your arms full of oh, all the merch. Foolish. <laughs> no, that was at Glen Helen. That was the oh, first yeah, race. Oh yeah, first race. Yeah, yeah. You were just like, I'm getting. Oh, yeah. I still got it, dude. I still got everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have all of my water bottles. I have. I only gave one jersey away, and that was to Mike Medina, my my mechanic, Cholo Mike. Uh, I still have all the jerseys, all the gear. Um, dude, I have fucking like the team shirt, the jackets, yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> How weird did they look at you when they just see you walking out with? Uh, nah, I mean, no, like it was. It. it wasn't bad. And it wasn't bad, right? Like when you got the bike stolen, I had to pay for that. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer there. That was <laughs> no, because like I gave the other one back that didn't get stolen, and then like they sent me a video of them just fucking crushing it. Like we were talking about that aluminum yeah. thing, and I'm like, I just sat here and paid for a bike that got stolen. Like you guys are gonna crush the other one? Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you you paid them, and they just sent you a video of just burning cash in a trash can. Yeah. You uh, you went eleven fifteen for twelfth at high point. Eleven fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. It uh Cunningham and Pike got me i think it was either cunningham or baggett they got me like the last lap i was in ninth the whole moto oh. and i tipped over you know that fucking turn that tight right hander before the that yeah. thing that right hander i just fucking yeah. tipped over pike, before you go back pike down and cunningham. Pike pike and cunningham yeah, yeah. Oh, tough beak uh that's motorsport.com tweet at tit segment and uh <laughs> that's all go through the right? banner and help us out on that will you uh, Ride Engineering, Pulp Fan 20's code to save. Got some clamps from you from Ride Engineering way back in the day. Way back in the day on the Husky. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, whether you have a standard model KX450 or the SR model, there are two must-haves for this bike. A 22-millimeter offset triple clamp to get rid of the push and a full-performance linkage from the Ride Engineering guys. The clamps are completely out of stock, but the linkage is available. It has three advantages. It keeps the rear under control and driving forward. It holds the back down under hard braking, and it does a better job absorbing acceleration bumps. The improved bump response comes at a cost of stiffer springs to control bottoming. Available in uh, two colorways for 474 Pulp Fan 20, ride-engineering.com. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with ride-engineering.com. Uh, Thank you to those guys as well. Um, uh, another thing we, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about, Kevin. Kevin Bailey from Wiseco here. Uh, the race-winning brands that you work for, one of the brands is Recluse. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've been... <clears throat> Three, four, five years now, more and more in the pro pits. A lot of people using recluses. A lot of teams using recluses. Some put the clutch covers on, some don't. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, it, that's been a very – all recluses partnerships in the pits has been very beneficial for – even for product development. Um, I mean, it's feedback from not just rider feedback, but a lot of feedback from the, um, you know, team engineers and, and mechanics and things like that have – have led to most of the, you know, updated current parts that are on the shelf that you get from Recluse. So. Yeah. Um, I've always thought, like, it, like I, I've said this many times, like, it's obviously there's different stages. There's an auto clutch. There's mm -hmm. a clutch that works uh, like a normal clutch. And then there's ones that kind of, like, uh, work in between a little bit and that you can use a clutch if you need it. But otherwise, it won't overstall. There's different models, obviously, depending if you're riding Enduros or whatever. I've always just said, like, full mutters throw in the auto clutch yeah right yeah. i don't know why these teams don't do that like my hey, dad has his it has one in his 450 home dude home, if yeah. you're a team just go have a rider ride with one one time and be like hey now you know what it does you know how mm -hmm. it feels and then we're throwing it in in a mutter yeah i don't know they, why these guys don't do that they're 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 a lot different than they were when they first started out yeah um so the auto clutch functionality it still 100 percent operates like a normal clutch mm -hmm. now like if you could get on a bike and ride it like it has a normal clutch and not know it's auto and you wouldn't even know that it was in there unless you let the clutch out when you're sitting there in gear or something yeah. like that yeah but yeah just being at just the little things like being able to even like an off-road stuff yep. if you're tired in your technical section whether you don't have to feather it to not stall or you can just focus on or yeah. you can just you know i mean i've raced local races at Glen helen and you know you're exhausted and you don't have to pull in the clutch in to break down the hill yeah. just small things like that saves your arms you know I think yeah it's uh it's definitely benefiting but they've had you know they've had star guys run you know it it's depended on on the race and things like that but even outside of mutters it kind of it, it's been rider oh, they, preference they've but they've, yeah they've had guys that'll run the auto clutch for a little bit or right the manual stuff so. yeah yeah. And the torque drive stuff is just hooking up, right? That's the the, yeah. the, the, the deal with that is just it's just for a, a rider like A Ray that can handle it and and needs that that snap and that power. It's, yeah, it's 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 just more efficient at transferring the power yeah. that bike the engine is making to the rear wheel. So yeah. it's more friction, more friction in steel, more plates, uh, more yeah. plates in the stack, but they're thinner. So obviously the yeah. stack is the same height, and then the friction design and material is different as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's a it's a real <clears throat> neat company. Uh, started in Idaho way back in the day. Race winning brands acquired them, and yeah, the more I talk to fast riders and teams, they're like, "Yeah, recluse, mm -hmm. man, it's pretty good." Yeah, it's all still yeah. 100. percent Everything's 100 percent made in Idaho. Everything's yeah. yeah, right out of there. Yeah, that's a real big success for you guys for sure. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Awesome uh, R.J. Hampshire, Hayden Deegan, Will Hahn, best interview tonight. Kenny Taco Bell. Can you talk about? Yep. Can okay. you talk about? Yeah. I actually we got, we got a video from him. Oh God! You didn't check your phone? Oh, no, well, I've seen it. I just didn't play it. Got a video from Kenny Taco Bell right now. He's watch. Oh, he's giving a 
There's a chick in a wrestling ring, half dressed. Is it? Was and it? You can hear Kenny. He's oh, he's dishing out money to her right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, this, so it's like a, a. Oh, she's shaking it, and he's giving her money. Oh, I'm watching it. Hold on. Yeah. God bless Kenny Taco Bell. Oh my God. <laughs> God bless Kenny Taco Bell. Oh man. Oh, now he's got his incredible. arms up. Yeah. Now he's. Oh man, she's shaking it for him. <laughs> Oh, he set the beer down. He's got ones in his... Oh, yeah. This, hey, this is on the street. This is a live show. When you put the beer down, it's serious. Oh, right? I, I just, yeah, sent, I just yeah. sent it to you guys so you can ch you can check it out. Kenny Taco Bell Love currently it. live right now as, we, as we're doing it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Kevin Bailey, what do you think was the best interview tonight? I'm going to go Hayden. Yeah. yeah. He was good, he was really man. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Good head on his shoulders. Yeah, like, it seems like seems well-spoken, right? You can tell he grew up in front of a... Camera and everything. Yeah, yes. but I mean, yeah. you sometimes like behind closed doors, you get these punk kids, right? Yeah, and you know they can they can put on a face, but I don't. I personally don't think that that he's he's one of those kids. Yeah, he still he has. Yeah, I'm sure he cuts be. up with his buddies, yeah, but I think yeah. I think he's he's a really good kid, and he's really genuine. He loves what he's doing. You can tell. Yeah. You know? I think he's still he's, he's doing the laps. He's still loose, and he's gonna have a big one or two because he's loose. Mm -hmm. But he'll learn. You know. I but. think. I think. He's had one or two in like yeah. practice qualifying already, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, the one in uh, wherever that was where he hit the triple. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from with him being loose, but at the same time, a kid his age, whenever the gate drops in the main event, I think that his his racecraft like kind of like he, comes out yeah. right. Like, no, I'll agree with that. He can for his young age, he can dissect the track and and change his lines up. Yeah, you know, and I and I think that's that's. That's tough to do whenever you're super young like that. Hell, I'm I'm almost thirty and I still don't know how to do it. You know, so I'm still working on it. <laughs> so, keep, keep giving it, man. Keep yeah, trying. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks to those guys for uh, calling in, uh, Kevin. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having uh, me. Went taser ride. Got the pulp show. You got the full experience. So a full experience. Ceilings. Yeah. Sushi. Sushi. A mountain bike, e-bike ride, and ceilings and everything. Sushi's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, you got you got it all. Life's complete. Uh, thank you for the support. Wisco.com. Uh, if anybody has any questions about product, email me using the contact form of Pulp, uh, and I'll pass it on to Kevin. He can help solve your problems or uh, give you some advice or make you a sale or, or whatever for your bike or whatever you got there. Hey, Ray, always fun. Always Thanks fun. Thanks for coming up. Yeah. Swap Moto Live, people can catch you on that weekly. Oh, yeah, yeah. weekly, every Monday. This is my third podcast today because we did one yeah. earlier. We did right? Privateer one earlier. Yeah. yeah. Grinding it. Grinding it, man. Love it. Uh, so we'll, be, we'll see you at Indy uh, this, yeah. uh, this Saturday at the race. That would okay. be awesome. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for coming up. I appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you as well. Uh, I want to thank SwissCore and uh, Roto and uh, Marks. Yes, sir. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Tits. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Congrats. We made it. Great work tonight. Thank you. Are you coming in Thursday? I'll be, well, most likely I'll be here. Marks, can you cover if you need He's to? on the phone with, with uh, uh, yeah, we could probably work uh, something technical support over there earlier. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very busy. Going above uh, and beyond. Uh, so thank you to all the listeners. Thanks to the sponsors as well. And uh, thanks to Roto and SwissCore, Moser, Pookie, uh, everybody for listening. com for sponsored deals and more. Thanks to our guests. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, who's in the studio? I don't even know. Kiefer? I don't no. know. Millsaps is coming up. Oh, Millsaps. Not next week, I don't think, but he's coming up. You told you told me. I think you texted me. It's like, hey, someone so and so is coming next week. I thought. I don't know. I can't even remember right now. I have no idea. But we'll have a show next week, and there will be somebody in the co-host chair of that. I have no doubt. Uh, Kevin Bailey, uh, Alex Ray. I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. And if I'm fucking sprayed eagle, you know, if I'm doing some like dirty shit or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. 
I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Complete.